That's an understatement, dog. <laughs> Akira trying to keep his balance on that. Oh, no. He's trying to whip her in there. On that broken-ass chair, boy. She let the face print. Ooh, look at them eyes. She's trying to find something. She can't find it. It's a little birdie she's trying to say hello to, yo. Boy. Trying to find her mind. She lost. Is that a TV, oh, motherfucker? Where the hell did he get a TV from? I, I need. Oh! Oh! No! Okay. God, he was so happy when he got to eat the fast food with the college football team. That was great. Yeah, yeah. What it a has, guy. It is crazy. It's been a full year without him. Um, and I know, you know, we have our own special old man in the White House now. He's uh, one of the greats, too. Yeah, they they both love to have a have a nice time. But um, I do I do miss old Donald Trump. We can't start the podcast like that. No, no. Uh, let's talk about Necro Butcher. How about that? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, OK. All right. All right. Last time. Actually starting. <clears throat> pop, pop, pop. We're not we're not going to talk about the capital <laughs> hell no we're not going to talk about uh donald trump we're not going to talk about joe biden Although we'll probably end up talking about probably them, talk about them if they come up they come up yeah put it that way you want to talk about Lori lightfoot oh man she looks like a frog i'm gonna go ahead and start the episode now uh by by uh naming the nominations for uh one of my my subcategory awards here the uh adam lash award for stinkiest diaper um and the nominees are alfred canua uh tony khan david bixenspan and Lori lightfoot man ah uh, that's a tough one you yeah know. and joe biden i guess joe biden had joe. the stinkiest diaper <laughs> winners joe biden i guess for stinkiest diaper tied with the other four is that good that sounds fine. That's fine. Welcome to Wrestling is Gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. We, we always have to remember our names. That's right. That's right. Um, my name is my name. Um, I have another award here I just want to start. Uh, just throwing these out because I don't really have many of these. But uh, the Sully Sullenberger Funniest Near Death Award goes to Triple H. Oh, hell yeah. He was, was the only really one nominated. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's you know an honor, honorary award not really it's he, he he deserved it he did definitely deserve it and it yeah. just gets funnier every day um because now it's it was it january 6th um <laughs> and he's get, storming the capital one man yeah triple h has got to storm the capital if he wants to uh i don't know all of his old no, friends are gone Fred. anyway <laughs> i feel bad about you know i i think about triple h like a lot more now than I used to because every every other week it's like one of his best friends is getting fucking canned or a couple at a time. It's so sad. What a sad story. Oh, he got owned so hard. He it did. was really good, and it keeps happening, and it's gonna keep happening. Um, so welcome to wrestling is gross. This is the twenty twenty one grossies. The 
the year-end award show. Oh, I was going to do a song. I fucking forgot to write a song. The grossest. Yeah. Well, it was going to be like the a... grossest time of the year. Yeah. So like a, that's the sort grossies. of a Mel Torme. In oh, my yeah, mind, Velvet Fog. Man. I was, I was thinking that. like a Billy Crystal thing where he like is like, and Hoodfoot's here, and Sadiq is there, and you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kata in the house with the 326. You know. Yeah. Nobody's How ever written you... a song like that before. Yeah, just like. <laughs> Britt Baker is a curious, you know, <laughs> just doing yeah, cats. Just... <laughs> But the but in the end we'd end up like just doing it uh, like we'd end up like crossing our Billy Crystal wires doing it in jazz man, yeah because we're fucking idiots. Yeah, well, look, he's a Billy Crystal is a hell of a performer. Um, and you know what? I, I as someone who has watched uh, When Harry Met Sally within the last year, he was kind of hot at one point. I mean, is that crazy? Man, like, I mean, I, I guess he wasn't bad looking in like soap and I like mean, running my, scared. My, my also, branch has been to go out like what I've been going out on recently is that Matthew Broderick was hot in the late eighties. I think that's I fine. Was. Yeah, I think that's totally fine. So I don't know. Where, I think so Crystal's I a much more nuclear take than, than oh, Matthew yeah. Broderick was hot. Um, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> um, another. I'm going to throw out another award here. Um, no, I'll, I'll leave it for later. Um, I've got a lot of matches here and a lot of bullshit. Um, I've got some guest lists. I've got, I think, 17 or 18 from Friends of the Show. Oh, I think it's actually almost up to 20 now. Uh, and I'm just going to burn through those at the beginning of the fourth hour. Sure, yeah. All right, so that'll be... We got to have, you know, we got a format, you know. Um... The format is that yeah. the show is four hours now. Yeah. It's four to five hours. <laughs> You know, we're... Shouts I mean, out to we're, the five-hour friends, of course. We're not trying to be... We never said that we were going to be the Hardcore History of Wrestling podcast. Mm. It's just that if we did become that, eh, you know, what are you going to do about it? Once a month, for 12 hours at a time, you'll get to hear us. <laughs> That's better yeah. than fucking Dan does. That guy can't, like, puts out an episode... Uh, like a real episode that a human being would want to hear, not just him talking to Malcolm Gladwell, like once every two years now. So yeah, did you listen to the Dan Carlin Elon Musk? Oh fucking uh, god, no! I listened to it. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it was like, a couple of cool guys. <laughs> Dan Carlin is like smart, like kind of smart guy Joe Rogan, which is already kind of just is obviously because he's, he's been like on a the smarter road like Joe seven Rogan. or ten times. He's like a smarter Joe Rogan. Come on. Like a smarter Joe Rogan being mystified <laughs> about like cooking meat and how it's like he's obsessed with it now. Yeah, like, he never thought about it before. Now he just does it. This man is like fifty-five years old and has and is worth like tw- like twenty to thirty million dollars. Yeah, the what news news radio man. catering. He didn't need to know how to cook meat. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Phil Hartman was cooking this meat for him. That sounds like <laughs> it, that sounds like a euphemism. It's, it's not. What a guy! What a guy! If anybody was cooking meat for him, it was Andy Dick. We know this. Mm. <laughs> um, okay, so this is the 2021 Wrestling Is Gross Awards, aka the Grossies, as voted on by the Coacalco Foreign Press. Yes. Um, which is you and me. We're the Coacalco yeah, Foreign mean, Press. Let it, well, I mean, let it be said, the Foreign Press, like. Who else? Would be? I mean, like we're not giving Cubs fan a vote. He's been disbarred. Yeah, no, and, fucking bandito loving motherfucker. That's the only fucking story. Well, I did, I did anymore. get a, I did get a Rob Viper top five list. I did. Ta- I'm joking, of course. I did not do that, but yeah, that would be that would 
almost be raw? Yeah, I didn't try. Almost. Next That's year. That's big key. Almost. <laughs> I now, thought that, I, that right. was such a long pause that I thought something happened to you. <laughs> no. Um, I'm just working out the voice. Right you're just now. figuring it out. You're figuring it out. We're both... Uh, we're both um, not COVID positive, but we're both, we both feel like shit and we're both thinking about how, maybe, oh, yeah. you know, maybe we could, you know, I could probably go get tested. Yeah. You know, probably. <laughs> Couldn't hurt. You know, if it, if it, if I could get the results back, uh, in, in less than, uh, 96 hours, but you know, what's the point? Cause then you're almost at the five days and you know, then you're safe to go back it's to work. It's so cool so. that it's so, five days It's now. so <laughs> cool. We really are just, we're, we're back to normal. Um, I might, I want to, I want to storm the fucking Capitol, man. Now's the oh, time. Oh, Now's the here's time. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I would only storm the Capitol if Bruce Santee was there with me. Bruce Santee. Yeah. God. Uh, him and, again, I, I, him just coming out. What was like, that? What, what day was that? Fuck Joe Biden shirt. The fuck the Joe Biden of... shirt. Uh, what wait, was that in back in November of last year, or was that from this? Or fuck, that was like from twenty twenty one, like April. No, that was from April. So that's from Battle, that's from of, the Battle of the Tough Guys. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a. I don't know. You know, the, this this is this keeps coming up here and there. Um, whether you should like or support wrestlers who are uh, clearly just like fucking fascists, um, you know, right wing reactionaries, toxic people, um, and the answer is you shouldn't care. Um, in fact, in certain cases, it adds to the mystique. And if Bruce Santee was like, uh, if he was a communist, I mean, that would be fucking badass too, but he's not. So he's like this just man who's like a human embodiment of cocaine. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. It's cool. It's good. And he's not influencing anybody. Like he's, he's doing no harm. If you're like (laughs) being influenced in your political beliefs for Bruce Santee, then you have issues. Bruce Santee, Sadika and Aries, Latigo and Mad Men, Pondo. I need to, like, I should have written something. Abaddon and Thunder Rosa, the Bunny and Penelope Ford. You know. You want this real bad, don't I you? I should have done it. I did just fucking, you know what I fucking, you know what I'm like. <laughs> you know what I'm like. Bucky, I love you, but you're bringing me down. Oh, yeah, that's. See, I, that's a fucking. That's a good song. Fucking going back. Yeah. It my, was a good song. My L- I, we just saw Flanny yesterday, too. That's the great, that's so good. He was like, he was there doing GCW, and you're like, hell yeah, fucking Lenny. Yeah. Lenny's great. Lenny's feet. Shouts out. Um. We should get him on the podcast now that he's not a Yeah, no, and he, he would, he would, I, he always enjoyed the idea that we were, uh, that I uh, was jacking off to a picture of his feet. <laughs> he did, I know Lenny Leonard, uh, famed commentator for the independent scene for many years, uh, loved the fact that I uh, d- <laughs> downloaded a picture of his feet from a tweet that he would go on to later delete and then continued <laughs> to post it for years and also made multiple <laughs> songs about his feet. We should post it now. What do we got to lose? Mm, fuck. Yeah. I got, yeah, I got, I mean, I, I, you know what I've got to lose? I have like $32 in my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> That's about what I got to fucking lose. Um, all right. Do you want to do this? We're going to do, we get into the, the, we got, all right, we each got a top 10. We're going to go back yeah. and forth. Um, if one of us, the format, if you are a new listener, uh, which would be insane if, 
I guess. I don't know. Hey, welcome. It's probable. Welcome you. I love, I fucking, I, I would, I would love it if somebody would listen to this show. I would you love assume it. assume that I, that I think you assume that our audience has only dwindled or that it should have only dwindled. It's gone up. we we, we have more listeners every, I mean, yeah. So there's, there's bound to be somebody new. Welcome. We, I mean, as long as we eventually end up having more listeners than Stephen A's podcast, and hopefully, it sh- but even if it's just because like Stephen A dies or something, I'll take that. <laughs> I think I don't. Stephen uh, Stephen A is in the the GCW sphere. I don't like that's that's setting your sights high, and I I like it. Um, yeah, but that man goes around hating on Zandig. Imagine be, I can't accept the idea that like you have a professional Zandig hater in your GCW like universe. I don't know. Yeah, it's fucked up. The, he's the only guy who knows how to fucking like hit the record button on the on the software. I guess. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Alex, go and talk to me, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know. It makes sense. You know, whatever. You 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 get in these positions. Um, and Stephen A is uh, I've, I don't even know what he sounds like. I've never listened to one of his podcasts. Um, but you know, people subscribe to that fucking Patreon. So. Oh man, that pop hey, that it, podcast is so funny. You've listened to it's it. It's so bad. Are you a subscriber? <laughs> I'm gonna listen to that you, fucking shit. Just on... him and Bahu from. Oh, like, you're talking about the Bahu podcast? Thing. Yeah, okay. that, that's funny. Right. Shit. We're back to Bahu. All right, let's stop. Bahu's talking about... one of the great figures of our time. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Like so, so we go back and forth. If one of us, uh, all that's getting cut. Aims a match. Everything we just said about. But Bahu, we just cut. like don't talk. You know, you say table it. <laughs> we come back to it. Yeah, now, if one of us has a match higher than the other, we're gonna table it. Um, unless it's an honorable mention, in which case we'll just discuss it there. Since these are unranked, are your honorable mentions ranked or unranked? I just got them chronologically. Cool, love it. So no, love it. So really. and you can do whatever you like. Um, so we're gonna have a little fun here uh, before we get down to the nitty gritty of our top tens. Uh, we have not shared our lists with each other, although we often share our uh, points of view with each other because we are dear dear friends and we uh, talk about res- wrestling quite often. Uh, wrestling, we talk about wrestling quite often. Uh, uh, Jericho Ryder, Moxley, and yeah, uh, Sadika. Um, I'm gonna go first. How's that sound? That sounds fine to me. All right, honorable mentions 2021, the Grossies, Madman Pondo versus Hoodfoot Mo Atlas from Ruthless. And Madman Pondo versus Matt Justice from Alex Colon's Planet Death. All right, hell yeah! You got Pondo. You... I thought Pondo looked pretty good this year. I enjoyed him uh, versus Neil Diamond Cutter. I don't know if yeah. it's an honorable mention, but you know, he was that. He's he looked pretty. I mean, he looked pretty good in the sense that he was entertaining. But then he like literally looks like he's dying during. Like they cut to him during uh, Sadika versus Sadika, Mickey. Yep, and he just <laughs> and he's just like slumped on a chair. He's just sitting there. Everybody else is like running away from one of the craziest goddamn matches of the year. Uh, meanwhile, he is just literally sitting there, just breathing heavily from a match that happened well over an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's he has the the, the hood foot match, which I you know is has a great gif people you know it's a good match it's like it's pretty short it's like eight minutes but it's it's got this crazy gif of hoodfoot squirting blood out of his head um and then the matt justice match also is these are not ponda never was like a great match guy no as weird as that is to say like he's not a you can be a, a really wonderful wrestler and not ever have a great match no um, he's had like 
one or two. He had the, really. the you know the Ian Rotten CCW Scissors match, which I've said before and I'll say again is literally the grossest thing I've ever watched in wrestling. Um, so there's that, you know. And he, I don't know, Madman Pondo. I just wanted to shout him out because also we got the Masters of Pain this year. Yeah. Um, which he's not in, but I assume he was running somewhat. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's good to see him. I hadn't seen him in a while. He's fucking fat as shit. Um, I think he wrestled Kaplan maybe at the Juggalo show. I feel like somebody mentioned that, but I didn't see it. And that's all, that's on, that's all behind their crazy fucking Patreon paywall. I think. Yeah. Um, although I'm sure you could probably torrent that stuff if you really wanted to. Um, but yeah, Madman Pondo versus Hoodfoot, badass. And then Matt Justice, uh, clearly, you know, Loved to wrestle, probably a guy he grew up watching, you know. Yeah. Probably wrestled him before, because they're both, like, you know, shitty Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky guys. But, you know, it seemed it seemed like Justice Everything was having Everything comes fun. back around, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, I mean, Pondo, I mean, he's got the weight loss bet with Ricky Shane Page. I mean, he could use oh, the, the weight that. loss. Yeah, I don't know about that. That sounds, that sounds good. Yeah, I keep uh, phrasing the apartment recently has been... Uh, Yes, Madman Pondo challenged me to uh, bet uh, to, about losing weight on Facebook, which is some real old man shit. <laughs> Say what you will about Ricky, but he he has a way. Yeah, He's- uh, I I God, I wonder who who's gonna win that. You got to keep me posted on on any updates on that. <laughs> um, yeah, Pondo, it's good to see him again. So I just that's that's where I'm. That's almost at random. That's where I landed for to start us off so you go okay so i've got this. mine in a chronological you've got actual order. matches yeah i've got an idea here all right uh first one in chronological order is much we already talked about atticus coger versus alex cologne tournament of survival 666 final okay. i just thought it was a real fucking good match yeah um that features on somebody's list later on that that will a guest list all right um, that's the one that has the no canvas right and they go through the yeah. boards or so I just watched um, the Lords of Anarchy, and the final of that is uh, Schlack versus who is it? Bam Sullivan, which is not one of the better matches of the night. But they've they work the match with no canvas, and but they don't have the plywood over it. I don't remember exactly. Oh. Uh, so it's just the planks, which is how the ring that I we had was just planks with the big pads over it, um, and it it looked yeah. like they were really struggling. <laughs> <laughs> really struggling. Um, I will say this about uh, about Kogar versus Alex Cologne. It's probably the best no canvas match I saw this year. I think that's yeah. I'd yeah. go for that. Yeah, wrong guy won. Let's cut it out with this. Uh, we just talked about this a bunch, but let's cut it out with this. Alex Cologne wins every tournament. Malarkey. Yeah, it's he's over, and I'm glad. But also, I don't know. Doesn't seem like it. Uh, I don't know. Long-term repercussions, we'll find out. Anyway. Koger's Koger's been doing well. We'll um, we'll talk more about Koger, presumably? I think so. Okay. Um, All right. Um, Keita in the house versus Mitsuru, a.k.a. the 326 from Unemployment Pro, May 26th. Did you watch this one? Uh, No. Well, you should have. I watched some of the Unemployment Pro. Have no. you you have you seen the previous Keita versus the three two six match from like four years ago? No. Okay. Well, the three two six, aka Mitsuru, is just some shitty old man. He kind of looks like, um, you know, Kintaro Hoshino. Um, yeah. Of in course. his like last match when he wrestled Gato. Yeah. Yeah, that's a match we've 
reference in the show. We've never. It's one of my favorite matches. Um, anyway, he kind of looks like a like like uh, Hoshino in that match, but like ten years older. It's kind of he's the, like eighty five. Yeah, yeah, and he but he's like a tough guy, and he's like a Keita is like dressed like as the fucking Joker, uh, like he's got jo- like Heath Ledger Joker paint on, and he's got his you know Marty Jannetty tassels I think for this one, and it's in the back of like a you know a pachinko parlor or a fucking ramen shop or whatever. Uh, it's no ring, just on the pads. You, if you people know Keita, uh, Keita Yano, Keita in the house, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know him, but do people know him? I think people who listen to this show probably know Keita Yano. A good amount. I mean, he's like he was uh, one of the last uh, Battle Arch trainees, and then he spent the last uh, ten years just being becoming a, the Joker, becoming a, like, a, <laughs> like having a really scummy career. Yeah, like just insanely scummy. What else can you say? I and mean, that's cool. Being scummy is fine. Yeah, Japan, Japanese wrestling isn't scummy enough, which we'll find out when we get more into my list. Right, sure, I bet. Not there. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I Kata has wrestled a lot in Tenry Project this year. Yeah, um, I haven't watched any of that, but our friends say it's been good. He's been good in those matches. So it, him and Hikarasatsu have been doing a thing, like having a, like a program. That's cool. Yeah, Hikarasatsu, proper ledge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I didn't make time for those matches. I only make time for Kedayano matches where it's uh where he's dressed as the Joker, and, <laughs> and it's in the back of a comic book store or whatever. That's that's the ones I watch. But yeah, uh, it's uh, an unlisted link, and Jetlag uh, probably told me not to share it with anybody. So, shouts out. <laughs> yeah. But you know, if you actually want to watch this, yeah, you know, you know where to find me. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, from ICW No Holds Barred, Unlucky 13, volume oh, Unlucky 13. I have two matches that I'm going to list as honorable mentions. Oh, boy. One of them I know is almost certainly going to get tabled. The other, who could say? Neil Diamond Cutter versus Dale Patricks. That's going to be tabled. Ooh, so two tables, I assume. Nope. And John Wayne Murdoch versus Sadika. Nope, let's talk about it. All right, that's oh, interesting. Overrated match. Uh, I, I, I like it. I like it a lot. But I, I, like I, the, I like the August match more. So I think we'll they're both that. overrated. Uh, but well, I guess hey, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. How this? Uh, I, listen. Uh, I, like I just thought they're they're just crazy. That's they cool. are crazy. Um, Sadika is, you know, I'm going to talk about her a lot on the show. Of course. Phenomenal um, year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the. Let's let's just say both. John Wayne matches we could talk about. Um, sure. Do you have any more Sadika in your honorable mentions, actually? I have, uh, well, sort of worked out this way that I have the Nick Gage match from uh, GCW uh, July 9th. Table, and table, table. The Mickey Knuckles match from October 1st. Table, table, table. Yeah, um, I just didn't, I didn't mean for it to work out. No, it's all right. Way, all right. It let's work out that way. Let's talk about the John Wayne match. Let's talk about both of those, and then I have a couple other matches of hers that I'd like to talk about as well. Okay. Um, so the. The John Wayne match from the Showboat, which is the one you're, we're talking about, yeah, right, yes. which is what? It, what is it? It's it's June twenty fifth, June twenty sixth. Okay, um, which was a hell of a weekend. Boardwalk Buds. It was like a weed festival, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, a, weed a, convention. It was a weed convention uh, on the fucking Atlantic City boardwalk, um, and they ran four shows, and there was like a couple others. I think you know somebody else ran a fucking afternoon show, maybe. There were like six shows total. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and unfortunately, we will not get to the pit, which was literally in the sand, like near the beach. Um, I did not end up including Neil Diamond Cutter versus Herzog uh, anywhere, but it is an honorable mention. Uh, Ace Real Perry. good show. I actually, you know what? We'll talk about a little bit more about it in a minute. Um, but yeah, that that pit show know. is amazing. Um, and then the un- uh, Unlucky Thirteen. Like this whole card was really good, and the showboat has a great energy. I know that's kind of GCW's home base for their big shows. Um, yeah, but they they get real loud there. Whether it's them or whether you know, no matter who it is, that's a, that's a nice crowd. I, I don't know if they you know, sell cheap beers or what. I don't know, like what is what it is that that gets the showboat. Maybe it's just good fucking sound. Maybe it's just it's good just acoustics. acoustics. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Could maybe. Say. Um, this crowd is one of the bigger ones for an ICW show that we've seen, but it's still nothing compared to like the Moxley, you know, Moxley Gage turnout or whatever. Well, that's fine. We're, you know, we're building a thing. Right. But they, but I guess my point is that it's, it's still, it's very loud. It's a, it's a great, great atmosphere. Um, this sort of, is this the first Sadika hits the, hits the proper like big indies? Oh yeah. Okay. This is it. Well, I guess no, but the night before versus Kimber. Oh, they are. That's right, true. Right. Um, which is a really weird. I don't even know. You know, I don't even know. I, I mean, about. that was a work shoot. That was a work shoot. It was a work shoot. Yeah. And, you know, whether or not Sadika versus Mickey is a work shoot that's just better worked, you know, who's to say? Um, I I guess my issue with, with both of the John Wayne matches is they do feel a little too leaned into the chaos without actually feeling like uh, like proper matches. I don't know. I, 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 I understand the which idea. Which feels like a shitty, like a bitch-ass fucking argument. <laughs> I understand. And I would totally, you know, I would have no defense for, for if you were to call me a bitch-ass right now. But but I, I think that the, this, what's the finish of this one? I, I rewatched this one today. I did not rewatch the August match. Uh, I think he gets her off the Brain Buster. Is it just a pen? Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I he might it might be like a ref stoppage. Or I think it's a like ref that. stoppage, and yeah. that's how they that's how they do this. That's how they just immediately build to another one, um, and that's why she attacks Sean Patrick O'Brien or whatever the is that that's his name, right? Yes, uh, Sean P. The the referee is very cool. Um, I'm a big fan of Sean P. as one of the new like emerging top referees on the Indies. Um, she throws uh, light tubes at him. I think. <laughs> Yeah. After the match, and then of course she also kicks him in the face after the Mickey match, and you know he's getting it. Um, she's crazy. She's so good. I guess the the Sadika Chaos match is now just a type of match that we have. But this one, this one did really feel like, oh wow. So that's what that looks like when you put her here against, yeah, him. like. It was like a oh shit okay this is this we we have a, a potential like star oh yeah like and I mean like she's crazy but I don't think but if it's like she's she's working too you know she it's is like, working it just people are just like ready to hate her it's just, it is great honestly it is really in a way. weird it if is... it wasn't for like racism and misogyny aspects of it it would be great that people were just so ready to hate her yeah for everything she does i haven't seen a lot of like uh a lot of takes against sadika where i would immediately think like oh well you you know it's because she's a woman or whatever like i i 
I don't. I haven't seen. But I, again, I don't. I don't go online. I don't post. No, you shouldn't. I don't you ever. Um, I wouldn't fucking dare dream of looking at the internet. Um, but she's unique and crazy, you know. Yeah. And we're gonna talk about her more. She's, but she's fucking. She's a magnet. Yeah, she's she's absolutely. She has a fucking. A, a, a complete, you know, magnetism to her. Uh, it, like, yeah, when she is impossible to ignore, um, and she presents an aura that is completely different from basically anybody else in the world. Um, versus Dan Moth from Heavy Metal, the a No Ring show, which was, yeah. uh, I believe, all Hispanic uh, people on that show. It was like I the, think it was mostly, yeah, at least. It was. It, it was. Like some, it, was mo- it was by and large Hispanic. That sure. was like the gimmick. It was. Uh, it was like a Ruben Steele produce show. I don't remember the, the name of it. It's. It was it, like Raza Loca or something. Like yeah, that. Like yeah, and I think it, I think that's earlier. That's June, but it's Texas, so I'm not counting it because Sadiqa works Texas. Um, but that's crazy match. Dan Moff like f- fucking taught like he has like you know Dan Moff does a burning hammer. Yeah, you know Dan Moff. He does a burning hammer. He's a burning hammer. <laughs> you know this guy, um, it's a crazy wrestler. Um, he's like standing on a stage or something, and he does it. He does a burning hammer off, but he kind of flips her over so it's not like a head drop. But she just goes. He, she flips up, you know, backwards, like upside down backflip, um, like off a stage into a bunch of fucking I don't know a board or some crazy. You know, <laughs> can't yeah. really tell, but it was awesome. I I watched that like I caught that on accident live. Um. Versus Eric Ryan, Sadika versus Eric Ryan from the pit. I believe that's August or that's October first, um, which or maybe it's October second. I think it's October second. Yeah. Yeah, which is an insanely brutal match uh, with one of the sickest finishes ever, which is of course Eric Ryan stomping on her head. Yeah. Um, which you know tends to come up. You know, it's just a thing. Um, and then after the match, she was uh, she gave our friend Ty a bloody hug. Um, and I mean, how can you hate? How can we hate her? Yeah, she's, no, she's so cool. She, and that, so that's a great one where it really felt like the crowd connected with her, and it wasn't like a, you know, they weren't doing a crazy angle. That was no, no that was yeah. the night after the Mickey match, and we're gonna talk about the Mickey match in a little bit. But um, I think I, 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 you know, look, hey, she's rough around the edges. You know, you know, you you bring a girl like Sadika home to 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 mom and dad, it's not, you know. Uh, yeah. That's a that's a sitcom plot right there. <laughs> she mean, puts your dad through a barbed wire board and then shoots on your mom. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. well, you know, you need you need people to make it Kicks you, the dog. You, you feel real. Like, I don't know like, what what's like, and then that's Calls your grandma people don't actually want that. They say they want that, and then they get that, and it turns out no, actually, I didn't want that. I want everyone to be a soft. Ooh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, suck I, my dick, man. Maybe. I wanted it all to be clearly part of the act. Um, I mean, I get it. Look, work shoots are... Right, we'll talk about it more later. Um, versus Shane Mercer, first round of the uh, Vicious Outcast Wrestling Lords of Anarchy 5 tournament. I did not get the in the chance to do any uh, Lord of Anarchy today. It's uh, a cool show. Because I had work before. I didn't realize I was going to have work today, and then I had work for five hours. So, you know, whatever. It's a cool I'm show. Fine. It's a pretty short show. Um, it's like two hours. It's all tournament. Um, you'll enjoy it. The, oh, yeah. The Mercer match... Versus the Sadiqa Mercer match, it, it's it's probably the it's probably my favorite of any of these uh, that didn't make my ten. Um, it's like an exercise in who can do the most obnoxious one count kickouts. <laughs> um, yeah. And it and it's it's pretty extreme. And Mercer seems like he's like at some point he really doesn't know like what he's gonna do. 
Like, um, there's a thing that she does in that match where every time she kicks out of a near fall, and usually at one, she doesn't so much kick out as she just slams her forearm into the side of his face. Hell yeah. Like, she strikes out of every pin. Like, she just hits him with a fucking... Yeah, it's awesome. Sadiqa's the fucking best, and if you don't like her, you're fucking... Well, I don't know. You're entitled to your opinion, but I'm entitled to my opinion, and my opinion is that you're a fucking bitch. Yeah, um, absolutely, you're a bitch. Do you have anything to say about the second John Wayne match? Because I didn't rewatch it, but I would love to, if you have anything. Well, that is my number nine. That is my number nine. That's your number so. nine? Okay, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, interesting. Well, I should fucking rewatch it then, but we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, all right, my turn. Yeah. Um, Ares versus Latigo, Riot Lucha, September 28th. Did you watch this one? I did watch this. I get the, I get this. I didn't love it. Yeah. Because it was just like, I don't know, it was hard to explain, but for me, why I didn't love it. We'll talk about things I don't love and you'll get mad at me for something I didn't love. I know that, but that's fine. Okay. Well, it just like, it was just a lot. Part of the show. Like, (laughs) it was cool. It was cool that it happened. They cut really deep. I feel like there's like so much blood. They're slipping in the blood. They literally made in Japan's to each other in the blood and shit. Right. Yeah. I I think that that's. I mean, that's the thing that immediately boosted it for a lot of people was that they both seemed to have gone out there and chosen to cut, you know, fifty percent longer. And you know, I don't know. However, whatever fucking blading techniques they have down there in Riot Lucha, um, <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I, I It seemed like they both were just bleeding a little more than usual, and I've seen both those guys bleed a lot. Um, that's a cool, extremely bloody match. Uh, big recommendation. Go ahead. Okay, so... If I pause uh, for I that, if I pause for that okay, long, Okay, so go ahead. we're definitely... Are we tabling uh, Gage uh, Sadika? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Black from Chalanga Mask, June 31st, the 7th anniversary show. We have Black Terry and Wotan versus Defunto and Macabre. Defunto Uno, right? Yeah, Macabre. Defunto Uno. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I didn't list this. I forgot about this. This and the, uh, the the hair match, uh, Mini Defunto versus uh, Impulso. Impulso. Which are, do you have that listed? I don't have that listed. Uh, I didn't get a chance to rewatch it. I we do have, however, listed the pre the the previous match to that with okay the, with uh, the Defuntos teaming with uh, the I forget what their surname is. Impulso Wotan because the brothers, the brothers, the brothers, Impulso and Wotan are brothers. They're mostly known as the brothers. I always forget that, and then you always remind me. I'm like, oh yeah, they're brothers. And then this year it was like. They just teamed a lot against the Defuntos, so... Yes, um, who... And I'll remind you again, Defunto is the lost Viano son. Right, right. Um, and Mini Defunto, Defunto I don't know about Defunto 2 or Mini Defunto. Mini Defunto is just... He's a little guy. He is a little he guy. Really, he, he, he can really fuck... He can take a fucking beating. Yeah, yeah. This All right, so this is Chilonga Mask. This is on you. This is on Mas Lucha uh, YouTube uh, yeah. channel? Yeah. Yeah. Um, from... from July thirty first. Uh, th- I haven't gotten the chance to write this up for Segunda Kai. Oh, you're gonna write I'm this? Going okay. to? Yeah. Have I you just, watched I just... the lead-in tags? Uh, I fucking I watched. Because the, I've got I've just got I, a I've got an honorable mention that just says Defuntos versus Impulso, which on no there's no date because they, they had three tags and then these yeah. matches. Um, which I guess I that's why I didn't write these down because I just had it under that umbrella. Um, Wotan has been discussed to death on this show, of course, but he is the best, uh, uh, hair versus beard hair or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, 
Wotan is the fucking man. Impulso is his brother. Um, you don't know uh, what, oh, Impulso? Wotan's brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, man, you don't know. Just... You don't know Defunto oh. Uno. He's one of the fucking Viano. You know, whatever. <laughs> oh man, I want fucking Air Farm versus uh, fucking Wotan and Impulso. Yeah, man. there we go. The Why bro- not? brothers versus brothers. There, man. You didn't know these guys were brothers? Well, they are. That's how the joke goes. Um, yeah, there's three. Maybe four tags between it's Defunto one and Mini Defunto versus Impulso versus and, and Wotan, um, and I think you know one of them has commentary, but most of them are like handheld, shitty, you know. Yeah. Um, and they're and they're all fucking awesome. Um, I posted a video of the first one I believe, which was in um, San Juan Pantitlan, I believe. Yes. Um, which I believe this is also from, right? This is also from San Juan Pantitlan, which yeah. is the current. Chalanga Mask venue. They do seem to have been officially thrown out of Kaleseo Kokalko, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, you know. Which is real which is cool. Nothing lasts forever. <laughs> Not even if you that. Get thrown out of Kokalka, that's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, that is definitely. What am I cool. supposed to say? Yeah. That's a fucking that's great. that's real crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, they must have done something I mean, to the dog. It's just, like this is a lot of the uh, Defunto and, and Wotan pairing off, and I'm just beating the absolute fucking shit out of each other. But and a lot of Terry and, and Macabre and it just it has a great it has a great like lucha tag bullshit ending like in the best possible way like a double like a a, a double foul but there's just so like just these just, like this fucking dirtbag Macabre taking this fucking grandfather around and like throwing him like into the fucking like kitchen and shit he's brawled around with terry before i feel oh, like absolutely. macabre versus black terry is kind of a like a low-key good feud that yeah it, that never gets a singles match or whatever but or maybe there maybe there is but probably maybe, it probably is i can't think of one we've definitely we've talked about them before in the uh roulette yeah, de la the Marte. six or eight man or whatever that was yeah that's a that's a fun that's the best match I love that match. That's such a, <laughs> such match. a good match. Uh, and it's just like just this. This had like some early bullshitting to it. Just felt like this was this had like uh, like a dream tag vibe to it in a way, which was fucking cool. Uh, you, you don't get that as often as in, in indie lucha as well, you could for various reasons. I don't know. Just something about it though. It felt like it felt like you know somewhere just like like an old school thing. In a way, like you bring in your guy, I'll bring in my guy. It's well, been, right. So it's been a tag it's my feud. Mentor, so, your fucking enemy, all that. Ch- it's been it's so Wotan and and Defunto uh, had you know obviously the tag feud, and then I think the main event. This might be the main event, or maybe the I'm not sure which is the actual main event, but uh, the the hair uh, the the mask match, mask versus hair match. Um, yeah, mask versus uh, yeah, mask versus hair match. Uh, Mini Defunto versus Impulso is like the main event of the show, and so very very good match. Uh, I just wish I I just didn't have the time to rewatch it for this though. Yeah, it's I, not it's not top ten, but it's it's uh, this I don't whole think it's feud. Top 10, but it's totally worth watching. Everything the Defuntos versus Impulso and Wotan, and including this, um, which is sort of the it's the subplot and also finale. You know, yeah, it's um, like the extended because I've referenced before uh, Defunto and uh like his gang versus like wotan and uh his gang from Ch- like the, the match that got them f- that got cholanga mass thrown out of, of arena colosio kalakalko in uh, 2019 which is just an awesome match where they just end up in the parking lot like is that it, got uh, maldino and platino in it yeah it's got uh, maldito and platino and fucking uh el hio de espectro jr and sakura 
Oh, classic guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's got a real twenty minutes in hell ring the fucking bell by. Right, you know? right. That's yeah, you, you told want. me that. I haven't seen that one, but that sounds oh, it's, good. It kicks a lot of ass. That will get written up too. Part of the I have other things we want to write up for that fucking website aside from this. I just had other shit to do. Uh sure. Yeah. No, it's it's good. It's good. And they're not doing it. They're writing up fucking NXT UK. He he doesn't he doesn't listen to the show. Shouts out, Eric. He did send me a list very under the wire. Um okay. Well, that gets the Defuntos and Impulso and Wotan out of the way, I guess, right? That's good. Um, th- those no, got... no, because I have them number eight, but we don't need to talk about that. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. I'll just okay. say number eight, and then we'll just talk. Well, I mean, we'll, no, we'll do no, whatever. We'll, let's, we'll figure it out, we'll come, We'll, we'll just name out. the... Yeah, that's fine. Um, I didn't realize that. Shit. Okay. Um, all right. Slade. Slade. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. That's all. Uh, Slade was awesome. Slade is the one, like, one of a kind presence right now. Nobody, nobody feels as crazy as he does. Nobody feels as, like, genuinely psychotic as he does. And, yeah, it's, it's a fucking, it's a gimmick. I don't give a fuck. It works. It's a fucking good Wait, gimmick. Wait, is there something about how, is it a gimmick? Or are people saying he's unprofessional? What's, why are you saying, I don't why are you saying know, it like that? I don't fucking know, man. It's just, it's in the sense of, like... In the sense who's, of like, who's saying who's saying nobody say, bad nobody's about talking Slade. shit on Slade. I'm just like the idea. It's like, well, yeah, like, but like we we're just talking about how Sadika seems for like. No, I know Slade is a gimmick. I don't give a shit. Is my point? He because he pulls it off. Oh, well. He he seems he has like a he has like a psychopathy in his eyes. Yeah, well, you know that we talked about before. I don't think you have to say that on this show. I don't think I think yeah, I think uh, I think it's it's cool. We're, we all yeah, we all know wrestling's fake. <laughs> we all know wrestling's fake. We just sometimes it's not. Yeah, sometimes it's not. Yeah, is it? Hey, was it? There's a guy. There's a part in Mickey versus Sadika. I, we'll talk about it. But the, the, like, there's a person on like behind the camera who's being really loud and saying like, "This is some real shoot stuff here." Or oh something. God, <laughs> yeah, that was fucking annoying. Oh <laughs> yeah, kind of just you, I mean, yeah. you could think that. Just don't say it out loud. Like, don't say it. Like, don't be a mark. We're all thinking it. Like, oh wow, this is shoot as hell. This is shoot as shoot as fuck. I think he said this is shoot as fuck. I'm he sure. might have. <laughs> he might have said, said literally shoot as fuck. Oh woof. Um, okay, Slade. Uh, the Casanova no ring match, uh, but mostly the Atticus Coger uh, beyond match from July of whatever. Who knows? Uh, who fucking cares? But Slade it was like July 3rd or some shit like that. Slade. Yeah. Slade. Uh, he had a fucking cool match with Matthew Justice and Beyond. Oh yeah, does, that's good. Just, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. Just he's just he's just a crazy motherfucker. He's, he's just cool. He this is a guy who you deserve who should absolutely blow up for twenty twenty two. He should be fucking everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know how willing he is to do like full deathmatch stuff. So that, but maybe he shouldn't. Maybe he should be just uh, he should be like a justice type of yeah, guy where he occasionally weird. does some of the stuff. It's weird because like we we don't need everybody to be a deathmatch wrestler. We just like if you. But well, you like a, you always say this. You you want more bloody. Back to this. I just yeah more bloody non death matches is what you want. And I it's yeah, more I mean, yeah. it's more like just like the idea that because there's always going to be like a weird like a like the idea that it's a divide and it's not a fucking divide. It's a continual. Sure, then, but it's also always cool when there's the one match on the card that just happens to go there, and it wasn't advertised oh, yeah. as that, or maybe it was, maybe it's no DQ or whatever. But yeah, it's it it's the the craziness will hit differently in one match on a card as opposed to the entire card. So you know, whatever variety and is, is the spice of life, and yeah. you That's, know what the be- you know what the best spice is blood. <laughs> 
You love, yeah, that's, yeah, you got to get you a writing, you got to copyright job or something. <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the deal with Slade is that he's Slade and he's crazy. Fucking Slade. He's, Riker he's, Zero. Riker Zero. <laughs> One of the great ads of all. Truly, time. truly. Such a good fuck. Uh, Slade. All right, Slade. go. You go. All right. Uh, I'm going to presume this is going to be tabled. Mickey Knuckles versus Sadika from, uh, Fenton, Michigan, the Deathmatch Horror Story. October 10th. Yeah, it's tabled. Was, was that the Horror Story? That was Deathmatch Circus. That Deathmatch Circus, shit. yeah. Um, it's, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, it's one of the only matches that snuck from HM, from Honorable Mention, up to the proper 10. I think it might be the only one. Um, on, a, on, a re- on a rewatch. Um, but we'll talk about it. Um, okay. Um, I've just got here uh, the Brian Danielson of the week. Yeah, he's been doing things. Which man. is uh, a, a t- he did things tonight. I didn't watch it. Um, I'm I sure he did. I, I heard he I heard he threw a headbutt or two, and I'm sure some people were like, "Don't you do that? You you don't you have you've got kids at home? Why are you do Why are you throwing a headbutt at? Oh fuck! It sucks. <laughs> it really sucks on the internet. Yeah, like take 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 a nap, Bix, <laughs> for your sake. I'm gonna run through the list. Uh, versus Kenny Omega, versus Nick Jackson. Uh, versus Minoru Suzuki versus Bobby Fish uh, versus Dustin Rhodes, which is a, an incredible. Have you seen that match? No, not yet. Oh my I will. god! It's not on my list okay. because it's not. It doesn't fit our thing here that we do. Um, but it's the best Brian Danielson match of the year, and it's like the, like the third best. Hey, it's like the third best match of the year. Brian Danielson versus oh, Dustin oh. Rhodes. Um, he wrestled. Uh, uh, Aaron Solo on Dark. <laughs> um, he wrestled uh, Eddie Kingston. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna table that for myself later because that's on my top ten. Um, Anthony Bowens, Rocky Romero, Miro, Evil Uno, Colt Cabana, Alan Angels, John Silver, and he went sixty with one Hangman Adam Page and I don't know. I guess you know whatever people. Don't, some people don't like that match. It's really good. It's a really good match. Um, that was inevitably overrated because it was a 60 minute draw that happened on television. And that does not happen. And no. people got excited and that's fine. And the match is good. And Paige is pretty good in it. And Danielson, Danielson is, um, the greatest wrestler in the world. So, um, the Brian Danielson of the week. Um, what a fucking guy. I get to see him. I get to watch him every week. Basically he wrestles. He's going to re- who the fuck is Alan angels? I don't know. Brian Danielson beat the shit out of him, and it was awesome. It was like in his hometown, but who cares? Because who the fuck knows who Alan Angels even is? I fucking don't. Um, he beat the shit out of him, and it fucking ruled. Um, for the best wrestler in the world, Brian Danielson. Go ahead. All right, I've got you had nothing on that. You don't agree? Okay. No, he is. I just don't have anything. But you Danielson. do agree. He's the you fucking spoke for it. Yeah, he's, you, he's, he's Danielson. He's fucking greatest. Danielson, man. It's like, no, there's no real, there's, I, I don't know. I don't have anything interesting to say about him. He's fucking, he's been doing it and he's still doing it. He's, he's unstoppable. No, he, was, no, he, no, he wasn't, he hadn't been doing it. He didn't get to do it for a long time. And for a while he didn't get to do like anything. I mean, if he was in, if he was literally in the ring, then he was doing it. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't this. It wasn't this. He's doing something different. You're not watching every week. You didn't see the fucking 14 minute Nick Jackson match, um, and I don't blame you for not wanting to watch it because I didn't want to watch it either. But I watched it. And it was good. 
Because you know what? Brian Danielson, the best. I'm done. Go ahead. All right. From the actual uh, deathmatch horror story in Port Ritchie, Florida, I got two matches from okay. uh, October 23rd. In the Pumpkin Patch Deathmatch, we have Neil Diamond Cutter versus Sage Sin Supreme. I never watched it. I didn't oh, realize I it till till tonight because so I got a fun. I got a guest uh, submission with that in it, and I was just like, "Oh yeah," because I got home from work mid show and I turned it on and I never went back. I don't know who Sage Sin Supreme is, but Supreme's daughter. Oh. You don't know Sage Sin Supreme? Supreme's yeah, daughter. Well, I mean, I'm just telling people, like, because they don't, they don't know. Are she you... didn't go by Sage Sin Supreme until her dad died, I guess. They're okay. Like, you know, uh, Wait, was Supreme his last should... name? Was his name, like, John Supreme? No, it just, he just, it just add the thing in. It sounds yeah, sure, cool. sure. You don't know Sage Sin Supreme? Supreme's daughter. Um, all right, and the other one's the 60-minute? No. Oh, is that on your list? It's not on my list. It's not? No. All right, well, it's... we've... Let's talk about it. Sawtu Jin versus the Heathen. Cool. All right. That's not that's not tabled, but you're gonna come back around to it. You Mm. wanna come back around to it? That's fine. No, it is tabled because I removed it. No, 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 no. It's not tabled. It's not tabled. All right, let's all right. Let's talk about this. Because I the last thing that I knocked off my list was not this match, but it was from Chattanooga, the uh, NHB twenty, uh Satu Jin versus Hoodfoot. Okay. Um, and ah, I so a... so Satujin versus Cruel. Let's start with that. Um, is I described it as what did I say? Like Bret Hart in 1991 wrestling the Undertaker in 1991. Yeah. Is that that's right? Right. It 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 is. Satujin kind of wrestles that match like he's Bret Hart. Oh yeah, he's like <laughs> working babyface, like underdog. <laughs> Which is so, it's so funny, but it's cool and it's fucking and he's just good gnarly. At it. it feels so brutal and so like fucking caresses steel and shit, you know, just fucking, just fucking malicious. It's like some shit you don't really get in wrestling anymore because people aren't like, hey, go, like go be the fucking like Undertaker with a mask in a, uh, in a like semi large indie. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the like, thing. He, so he does. He first of all, he, cruel does the heathen. Excuse me, <clears throat> the heathen cruel. The heathen cruel does wrestle this match literally like 1991 Undertaker. He doesn't sell a single thing. He barely bumps, and he doesn't emote. Now it's not that he doesn't emote because he's got a mask on, um, and he kind of looks like Die Hardman from Death Stranding. I guess I hope I'm naming the right character. Um, the guy with the black mask. Everybody, everybody, everybody played. Everybody, including me, definitely played Death Stranding. <laughs> And didn't just watch the trailer. No. Um, th- he's he's uh, he's this big, tall, uh, dumbass um, who I later found out was a guy that I sh- has sh- have shit on multiple times. A wrestler named Logan Creed, um, who is also known as Mads Kruger in MLW, which is what you're referring to. Um, but Logan Creed, he wrestled under that name without a mask at the Scenic City Invitational and really stunk up the joint. Um, just a, I don't even remember who he wrestled, but it was bad. It was a real bad match. Um, and then he did this and it's fuck. It's, uh, I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works so well. It just, sometimes you just gotta simplify the thing. Just fucking, yeah, you just fucking, and the thing about it is that Satsu 
he's just been phenomenal. Like last, uh, like in ICW, he's been oh, yeah. so good. He's improved so much. He's got such a goofball charisma, which we knew from as soon as we saw him grabbing his nuts. Yeah, and we saw his post. Like, this is one of our guys. We saw his post where he's like, he wants to be like. I mean, I don't. I, I, you haven't watched as much Dragon Ball Z as I have, certainly, but. Um, he modeled his character around Majin Buu. He wanted to be a fat, goofy, crazy guy who could fight and, you know, get blown up by Kamehameha's. And that's literally what his character is. And it's, it's awesome. He's nailing awesome. it. He's fucking nailing it. Um, it's kind of shocking though. Cause cruel had never worked a death match, right? Isn't that no. part, that's part of the deal is that he, then, then Nimi and struggles who are of course, one of the best commentary teams, maybe the best commentary team on the Indies for me personally. I, I really enjoy those guys. Um, they put over that cruel, they like, they, they, they make it out like we should know him. I didn't know him. I never. Heard yeah, that was weird because it's kind of like he's doing the off-brand version of the MLW gimmick. Not exactly, really like, but it's kind of like, oh shit, I was wearing a mask doing that. Well, Court oh, I got another mask. Does I'll Court own mask. Mads Kruger? The name? He's got it. Yeah, it's That's... like a Kuruquan. It's like that guy doesn't wrestle as a Kuruquan anywhere else. He's just a Kuruquan. Yeah, I could uh, Tristan Ty, whatever his you're, name is. You're yeah. Your favorite wrestler, a Kuruquan. Uh, I was sad I didn't see a Kuroquan because he broke his leg and he missed that MLW show two years ago. Yeah, right. They <laughs> just feel like it's fucking a Kuroquan. You've been thinking about it every and day. Be like who fucks a Kuroquan? It's like Kuroquan. A Kuroquan. Yeah, you don't know a Kuroquan. Try to spell it. Yeah, I bet you can't. Based on how we're saying it, we could be saying like <laughs> any any portion of the alphabet could be coming out of your mouth when you say a Kuroquan. Oh, you know a Kuroquan. Um, yeah, this match is crazy. It ends. Uh, he doesn't sell anything, but he finally does. The match ends, I think, it's on a ref stoppage after a, a piece of, like, a glass pane that, I, was it refusing to break? And then when it finally did, it broke in, like, you know, huge, deadly, six-inch uh, fucking... Yeah, I think it's one of those things where it hit the post or something, then that it broke, uh, and then it just, like, fucking rained all over and just fucked his back up. Yeah, totally. yeah. He just bled a ton. He, and he was already bleeding a lot, and he hadn't sold a single thing in the entire match. And he doesn't sell this either, but the referee, I'm not sure if it was Sean P or who, but they immediately stop it. Um, and they probably should have, because it, it seemed like it could have been bad otherwise. Yeah. And, uh, they, you know, Nimi and, and Struggles kind of treat it like it's... Like, he's only here to try... Like, he's... It's crazy he's coming here and trying this out. And they, they act like it's the only time that we'll ever see the heathen cruel. But luckily, he comes back. And he wrestles uh, uh, Hoodfoot in the pit uh, in Chattanooga yeah. in November. I don't have a date on this, but it's the November uh, pit show. And it's similar to that match. Less, you know, less glass. But it's it's Hoodfoot playing the role of, you know, um, smaller babyface, if you can believe that, to Cruel's Undertaker character. Um and it's fucking awesome, and Hoodfoot's the best. And that's why I would like to lead into this, which I have now created in my head. It's a round-robin tournament-style thing, because Sasu Jin versus Hoodfoot from, I think it's November 20th, maybe? From from ICW NHB Volume 20. Yeah. Um, is a, the last match that I cut off my, t- my top ten. It is incredible. And it, it completed the loop. What I'm saying is that Satu Jin beat Cruel, Cruel beat Hoodfoot, and then Hoodfoot beat Satu Jin. So similar to low-key Christopher Daniels, Brian Danielson, at the, at the second Ring of Honor show, um, 
Fuck it. Loop it back all together. Book it, Danny. Do it. We're coming up on the 20th anniversary of that show. That's that's two months from now. You, you know, you got a bald guy. You got like a non. You got two non-white guys. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know who's Danielson here. Doesn't matter. Well, well you know, here. He, I, he just comes in and wrestles. Uh, you wrestles Satu Jen. Who wouldn't love that? I think Hoodfoot. You know, and Hoodfoot. I guess he's he's not on my on my top ten list. Sadly, um, Hoodfoot is the guy that I probably would give my the award, um, the you ain't gotta do this uh award for person too good for death matches. It's and, part because he just is such an insane bleeder. And he's he's so good at it. But you know who he's beaten out for that fucking award, the other nominees for the You Ain't Gotta Do This Award? Um I'll name it. Hoodfoot Mo Atlas wins the award, of course, and he beat out the Ice Pick Vic Capri, <laughs> uh Justin Kyle, uh Matt Cardona, and Chris Jericho. So congratulations to the Hoodfoot for winning the You Ain't Gotta Do This Award for Person Too Good for Death Matches. Um, he is a better wrestler than Chris Jericho. He's so. a better wrestler than all those guys. <laughs> Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hoodfoot's the man. And... Well, we're going to talk about Justin Kyle. Oh, he's great. I love Justin Kyle. Um, he's on my list, too. Um, the Satu Jin versus Hoodfoot match, have you seen it? Oh, yeah. It, it kicks a lot of ass. It is probably the closest we've come in years to Headhunter A versus Headhunter B. You know, um, yeah. just two fat, like, psychos who love to have fun um, and just are big fucking face mugging for the camera, uh, leaving blood stains on, like, multiple surfaces. Not just the floor, <laughs> but multiple walls, too. After uh, Hoodfoot, like, ends up against the wall when he's really bloody and he sort of slides down, you could see him, like, peek up over his shoulder because he's like, he knew what he was doing. He did that on yeah. purpose, and he looked up, and you could tell like he was just like, "All right, bring oh, that, yeah. come on, all right, now throw, now throw a glass pane in my face. Come on, come on, let's do some more. Come on, <laughs> it's the fucking man, Hoodfoot, um, Hoodfoot versus Josh Crane, Terminal Combat, real fun match, fucking awesome, awesome. Uh, Hoodfoot's a psycho. He's a sicko and a psycho, and he's cool. And uh, I want him to reply to my DMs so we can come on. Yeah, and oh, uh. Uh, Macave said that they uh, they all gave him shit at 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 SUP for working the the Carnage Cup. Um, and the, I hope he caught. You know what though? I hope he kept the plaque. I hope he kept the plaque too. And also, I got Dana Macabe to watch at least the first match of uh, of Carnage Cup because oh. <laughs> because apparently our show was so compelling that he wanted to watch it. Um, <laughs> but he, yeah, I think he's <laughs> worst case scenario. Hoodfoot, give us the plaque. Give us the we plaque. Would, we would on. We'd be. We would treasure that plaque. Oh my god. Oh my god. It would mean so much to me. I mean, I know it meant a lot to him, too. He looked really happy, man. <laughs> I can't. I, it I sucks. Mean, it fucking sucks that that happened. Let's talk to. All right. Let's roll right into the Carnage Cup Gauntlet and John Rare versus Blaine Evans. Unless you got that listed on your ten. I don't. Okay. I Go decided ahead. not to. We talked about it for an hour. Um, fucking John Ray versus Blaine Evans. Then we talked about the Carnage Cup gauntlet for like 20 more minutes. <laughs> talked about Raider Rock. We talked about Juicy Bruce. <laughs> Juicy Bruce, who apparently had a seizure. We had so much fun. You remember when we did that? That it was, was so good. Remember, that, remember the fourth hour of the five-hour show? that we did? Little Sicko, man. Little He's Sicko. Back. Little Sicko and his dad. Um, R.I.P. Sicko the Clown. Sicko the Clown, R.I.P. <laughs> oh, his manager wasn't there the second day, was he? I didn't. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember seeing the manager. <laughs> didn't the manager ruled. The manager was cool. He looked like a like a cartoon, um, which I guess is the point, right? Um, yeah, Hoodfoot, winner of the Carnage Cup Gauntlet, 
Um, and he, you know, he's the fucking man. He's the fucking man. Uh, I want him to take care of himself, obviously. But man, that dude can fucking bleed, and he can oh, bleed yeah. well. And he's and he, and he, you know what? He doesn't ever seem scared. No, he doesn't. He's completely fearless. Which you know, I mean, look, whatever. You shouldn't if you're working death matches. You probably shouldn't seem scared unless it's part of the story of the match. But he's an unflinching, complete psychopath, and I love him. That's Hoodfoot. That's great. He's Hoodfoot. Yeah, that's I think that's that's Hoodfoot. That's 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 my Hoodfoot of the week. All right. All right. Go. All right. I uh, from fucking Chattanooga. That same show. John Wayne Murdoch versus Tank. Okay. Yeah, I like this match too. This, this is just, I just thought this was such a fucking cool, like, old man refusing to die. You got fucking kill me. I don't know. That's always the best kind of thing. Uh, I just, he just, Tank is just, you know, his, I've, I've enjoyed pretty much all of his uh, return run, but I do think he looked a little shaky in that match against Justin Kyle. That was, like, sort of sad in a way. He just doesn't, he's just not built like that anymore. He's, like, he's, he's in his 50s. It's, like, the just, yeah, it's not going to happen. Here, he's just, like, eating light tubes and fucking stabbing John Wayne Murdoch in the face, flipping him off. It's just, like, fuck, kill me. Fucking kill me. And fucking, fucking Reverend Dan's there. It's awesome. Yeah, Reverend Dan. Fucking, so good. Uh, I just had a fucking great time watching that match. I just felt like I just got the feeling. Sometimes you got to go with the feeling on a match. If a match fe- makes you feel away, then you fucking go with it. Well, that was and such that's... a hot crowd, too. That And the, and the night before, too, which was uh, uh, Merc with the main. What's his name? Um, Graham Bell. Graham Bell um, versus John Wayne in the main event. Like, you know, the Chattanooga people love their people. And Tank is absolutely like the most chattanooga person that there is um yeah. and clearly that match meant a lot to him he and he's look uh, yes tank is old and he's fat and he's wrestled a, he's bled so much so like uh, you know you can't he expect wrestles in his shirt talking about his retirement four years ago, <laughs> which is awesome oh god That's remember so tank cool. versus matt riddle holy shit that yeah. happened and it was awesome so fucking good tank versus tremont yeah yeah tank's the man um I, I guess old people. Um, all right. You didn't see Mr. Potro versus Chuchu El Roto from AULL May 15th. Ah, oh, no, I didn't end up watching that. Um, I forgot, really. It's, a, it's an old man, a Puestas match. They fucking destroy each other. Or, well, actually, uh, I don't even remember which who. I think Mr. Potro is the uh, is the, the Technico, and I think he just gets his ass kicked for, like, two straight falls and then just, like, fucking Mr. Magoo's his way into like winning the second fall and then <laughs> and then the third fall is him on offense and it's not as good um, but it's fucking awesome check out Mr. Potro versus Chuchu El Roto from AULL May 15th um, and then also on old people how many more do you have you have one more or two uh, I got one more okay I'm gonna I'm gonna burn through two right quick um, Ian Rotten versus John Wayne Murdoch yep it's not on my 10 is it on your 10 no, it just kicks ass. It's so good. It's so good. It's uh, it's literally a match built around Ian Rotten being old. Um, he's so goddamn old, man. He is very old. Um, he's been like working old as a gimmick for nearly like for at least fifteen years, maybe close to almost twenty. But no, no, he he was so old here. Yeah, but it was he was so cool. He just you know old gunslinger. That's like the best. Yeah. Yeah, he and you know, I, again, I, I met him after the show. I took pictures of him. I took pictures with him. He's bloody as shit, and 
he's super sweet, super nice to me, and I told him that I'd been like wanting to come to one of his shows for you know twenty years, and he's like, well, hell, what, what took you so long? And then I was just like, well, I lived in Texas, and then I moved here, and he was, he was like, well, why do you live in Illinois now? You know? <laughs> he was like asking me about my life, and I was just like, you know, I told him my life story, and then I got a picture with him, Ian Rotten. It's fucking the best. It's fucking um, Ian. Yeah. It's fucking Ian. There's nobody like Ian. Um, I and then my other old man. Uh, and none of these matches made my list uh, because, you know, they're not, they're not bloody and they're not our style. But Sting, Sting in AEW. Um, he's team, so, he's really old. Teaming he's, with Darby. Shit though. Did you see him throw MJF over the top rope onto his head? <laughs> and the fucking Christmas six man. That Christmas six man is so good. Uh, the FTR match, the fucking uh, Brian Cage and uh, Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks, yeah. Like, it, it, they're all perfect. There's a match against 3.0 that's fucking great. Um, it's so cool. Sting is so fucking cool. Um, I can't believe how well he's been presented on, on AEW TV. And... It's, it's not a joke. Nobody's no. like, yeah, it's like, that's the craziest thing about it is that everybody's just like, oh, okay, this works for me. Where, whereas we should, we should have been, I mean, I think a lot of people were skeptical. Um, but like, you know, the, the, the Vincels, the WWE people, yeah. are, they attack a lot about, um, about AEW. They've, there's plenty to attack, you know? Um, I never see, you know, the 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 OG Johnny Fives coming for Sting. No, it's he, how can you come for Sting? Yeah. He, he, this is a dude who's just doing it. Like what, what the what the fuck, man? Imagine coming for Billy Gunn. I think and some of them is, do come for Billy Gunn, actually. But I can't. Here's the thing. I can't Ass imagine boy. coming for Billy Gunn, but that's Billy Gunn. This is Sting. Did you see Billy Gunn versus Darby? No. I didn't oh my know. god, that match is made for you and me. And like I heard, I heard Billy's punching <laughs> a lot. He's great. being old. Billy Gunn rocks. That match has People... maybe the two greatest Darby topes I've ever seen, and that's a saying a lot. Yeah, um, definitely check that out. Um, and I guess there's a tag too. It's Sting and, and and Darby versus Billy and Colton or whatever. I don't know. I don't know which of the ass boys is which, but <laughs> um, we're good guys. Love the Gun Club. Great. They have great entrance music. <laughs> It's such a goofy, like generic, uh, you know, electronic. Like, I don't know. It's it's very funny. Um, and uh, I guess that's my that's my old guy stuff. I got I got like three more here that are. I'm all right. I'm just gonna say I got GCW War Games. Great match. Watch it. I got a, a all all caps. It says Kaplan. So, Kaplan. Yeah, Kaplan. Uh, you know, versus Justice versus fucking PCO. Check out Kaplan. He's the man. <laughs> He's back, baby. Um, all right, and then what's your what's your last? Bob. Oh God. <laughs> December thirtieth. Oh. AEW. Okay. It's the Bonnie and Penelope Ford versus Tay yes. Tay Conti and Anna J. All right. Uh, I have you know, I, here's I the listen. Thing. I have it written down as the AEW Women's Deathmatch Division, which is three matches. <laughs> Yeah, but yes, 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 yes. I so just watched the this thing today. About, here's here's what it comes down to. Sometimes we're, you know, uh, life 
gives you lemons and you can make lemonade. This was just like we just didn't have the time to get it done last week because I had a bunch of training shit for my job. And it was just like we was just fucking we and you had shit with your kids. It just wasn't really met in the cards. But we were rewarded. We were rewarded for our fucking prudence in waiting until the actual year fucking ended. Yeah. By, for with a match that didn't air. Well that other that other match, the other one that we're gonna talk about later. Yeah. I was never gonna record this episode before that came out. Well, no, you're. I mean, that's the right. Call. But this is the and gift. I disagree with you on that match a little. I think, unfortunately, oh, but fuck. this is this no, is the surprise. Well, this... then you, you disagree with literally all of our friends too. You no, should probably I know. go rewatch it, but we'll talk about it a little later. I probably should rewatch it. We'll talk about it then. Because I, I watched, it, t- I watched it twice in a row. <laughs> I did too. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's talk. I don't know, all right. Man. All right. Uh, the Bunny uh, and Penelope Ford. Almost said Penelope Cruz. Um, it's it's one of those just you remember CZW? I do. <laughs> they never had like a really good like strong women's division. I mean, they didn't have a women's division at all. Um and they off, they they rarely had women actually wrestle. Yeah, like they I mean they started promoting uh WSU and that was like the compromise, but I'm like, well that's a gay compromise, you know? Like you could it's CZW, nothing really matters here. Only the Just only the real matches creeps and pervs watched women's superstars uncensored whatever it was called yeah wsu um which yeah that was deej's you know god gross um i saw a guy on uh on, i was at work and they had beat bobby flay or whatever on the food network and there was a guy do you know what that show is yeah okay there was a guy uh competing against bobby flay and i could have sworn it was dj hyde so maybe it was. I don't know. I tried to get a picture of him, but God, um, what would DJ Hyde's specialty be? I I was very busy, so I didn't get a chance to really look. But it, it seemed like he was wor- working very hard, much harder than he's ever worked in the ring. Um, yeah. So this is here's the thing: the bunny. She's a bad bitch. She was in CCW. Like I know she can bleed. I wasn't surprised by that. Yeah, we know we know Cherry Bomb is cool. It's just that Cherry Bomb has had to have like an actual wrestling match in like five years now. It feels like. Well, no, but that's not that's not true because she like that's that's the fucked up thing about this match. Which did we say who all is in it? It's yes. All right, Tanara Conti, Anna Jay versus the Bunny uh, and and Penelope Ford. I think I think it was Kevin who said that it that every single episode of Rampage except for two since the first one aired <laughs> yeah. had some iteration of like one of these dumb blonde women nothing matches that seemed like it was going on forever and they would just be sent out there to die and the match would be fine usually or it'd be bad or it'd be you know okay not bad and it would it just... wouldn't ruin the show it would just but it wouldn't nobody was into it yeah it wasn't fucking a highlight of anything either um, and it just seemed like they were just stuck in this endless loop of this week Anna Jay wrestles the bunny and this week, you know, and it was just over and over again. And then at the end of the year, they let them go and have like a fucking like proper death match, basically. <laughs> like, yeah. um, this match is crazy. Penelope's crazy in it. Uh, bunny has an incredible blade job. And the moment when Penelope gets out of the ring and finally sees the bunny and she screams, and, and she says, "Don't worry, you're you're still beautiful." It's so good, so, it's so fucking good. good. It's so good. Um, uh, Tanera Conti, Ty Conti does 
her her blade job isn't quite as good as the bunnies, but I, I like it's I, still a full red mask. It's actually it, it gets it, good. It just it gets it just, good. It's it just second best in you know. Well, here's the thing about secretary. You know, <laughs> like one of the all time blade jobs. For, here's the like, thing about Tynara Conti is that she was in the May Young Classic. Yeah, she was never in CCW. No. She was not in CCW. She was in the May Young Classic. She was Classic. never in GCW. She was yeah. not the bad girl. She was never the bad girl. She was never... Um, yeah. One half of the Kimber Bombs. Yeah. God. You know? Great great team. Great name. Um, not really. I guess it doesn't make any sense. But I liked them. I, Cherry Bomb, I have always... I, I love Allie. Cherry Bomb, she's... She's great. I, I think she's adorable. I think she's got like oh, one yeah. of those faces that's just like... Um, I want to like talk to you, take you out for a nice uh, soup and a sandwich or whatever. Um, except for here, where she's covered in blood. <laughs> yeah, but she did still look beautiful. Um, Penelope's crazy. That fucking moon salt onto the table that doesn't break, and then she just like gets up. And she's like, "Yeah, all right, cool." She like she didn't even. She, it leaves like a unfazed. Dent in the table, which is like which you which they pan back to. Yeah, like and you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, it was. Like no, that table just didn't give, man. But it it fucking hurt the table. You yeah, would, you wouldn't use that table again. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it if you were like for real table, depends on how, just, how like, no, badly this table is fucking broken, how, man. How badly do you need a table? You know, maybe you, maybe you got something you got to sit you got to sit on. You know, you can't sit it on the floor. Maybe you still use that table. But... I gotta get a fucking chair then. <laughs> She's awesome. Penelope is awesome. I've always loved her. Um that that team the the like sort of both of them like kind of quasi uh queer teams you know i feel like yeah. um but especially the bunny and penelope who are clearly having sex uh and have been for well i mean would you rather have sex with penelope ford or pepper park i thought you were going to go the other way and say janella or Cherry bomb. Well, no. So, I mean, we might be going. We might. It might be worse. Kip Sabian or Cherry Bomb. Is that what's Kip Sabian's on Ugly Man? But I mean, I thought that the was man just is a wearing a box line. on his head for last. Like, I've never months. seen Kip Sabian wrestle. I don't know what he looks like. I just know that he was like one of those early AEW guys where I'd, I'd be like, "What is this?" Kip Sabian. We would literally, you literally just say it. Out yeah, you say the word but Kip <laughs> Sabian. Kip Sabian. Question. AEW's weird. They shouldn't. He's doing. You know. He seems. He's been wearing a box on his head. For oh right. Like six That's that now. guy. That's the box head guy. Yeah, which is sick. So you know what? I got to give him credit for wearing a box on his head. Shouts out for wearing a box on your head, and I don't know. <laughs> f- maybe kind of maybe fucking room. Penelope Ford. Uh, that's a very like attitude era thing. Just, that's a good consolation prize. Box of his head. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to acknowledge him on TV. He should wear a box on his head. Yeah, he'll be like back. It. Maybe it, it'll it might be like we'll have like a website blurb about you. <laughs> um, all right, let's see here. Kaplan Sting. All right. Oh, oh, the other women's deathmatch division stuff. Um, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Do you have it listed? Yes. Okay. We talked about it. Already, we did talk about so it. We'll so talk about it more though. I I would love to talk about it a little more. Okay. Um, and then uh, Britt Baker versus Abaddon for the Halloween trick or treat match. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch that? I didn't. I didn't. I should have. It's psychotic. Abaddon is crazy. <laughs> She's fucking cool. Um, and you know if we, that was like the that was the match where Five Deuce Four Trey Seven uh, tweeted about. Uh, well, maybe I may, maybe a uh, a zombie could have a fat ass, and I'd want to fuck her. Whatever. I don't know what the fuck he said. <laughs> Some along those lines. But he's like, oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Necrophilia. Um, this is my, my, my impersonation of Deuce is now just Jay Leno. Ooh. Oh, ne- Necrophilia. I didn't see this. Um, all right, I got two more. Zombie-ass. Zombie-ass. Hey. <laughs> um, Nick Gage Celebrity Tour versus uh, Jericho Ryder uh, Moxley. Um, but then I, I fucked up and ended up putting one of those matches on my list. So, um, The Moxley match, Nick Gage, did you see it? I did. I liked it. It was weird. It felt alien in a way, but it wasn't that the work was bad. It just was presented in a way that I can't quite elaborate why it was why it didn't work. Yeah, but the match was match was good. It wasn't the issue of like what they were doing. It just well, felt weird. Something about it felt off. It felt off. I think Gage is just broken. <laughs> he just he needs, can't. Yeah, he needs. He surge. can barely walk. He, needs to go he just signed signed AEW. Yeah, on. yeah. Well, we talked about this. Sign Tony. Um, Son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I'd sign. I'd sign Nick Gage, and I would also sign a Domi- the Dominican judoka from like the light heavyweight division or whatever <laughs> from this year's Olympics. You know why? Because I'm not gonna fucking get fucking, beautiful mind. I'm not. Well, yeah, but I'm also not gonna get canceled for yelling about Big Swole. Oh God, I forgot about that. He's not that fucking stupid. I don't ever. Oh Jesus! Christ. I don't talk about it either. But I'm. But you know, just, just Tony. Get off the internet, stupid motherfucker. You have enough money that you don't have to post. He can pay someone to post. Yeah. Yes, a professional. Um, On my last... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now that's funny. Uh, My last uh, honorable mention is it's just Justin Kyle versus Bruce Santee, Calvin Tankman, Shane Mercer, Brian Keith. Um, You have any of those matches listed? No. Okay. I enjoyed them all, though. Santee is uh, specifically the February one because I yeah. don't I don't remember the whatever Battle of the Tough Guys when that whole that whole shows a blur. Um, Tankman match is from the day before. It's from seven nine right from July 9th. Yeah. Um, is a full on like uh, Matthew Justice Josh Bishop you know crazy like bump fest two big guys doing big stuff uh, to an extremely hot crowd. Yeah. Um, the Shane Mercer match is, you know, two tough dumbasses trying to pick each other up, uh, which is great. And Brian Keith, um, Brian Keith gets to step up against Justin Kyle in Texas, um, in San Antonio, I believe it was. Right? Yes. Shows. And uh, and you know, totally credible. Brian Keith is. Have, have you seen much Brian Keith? I've seen a little bit of Brian Keith. I've seen him like when he was like doing like the Booker T Fab. I've seen a little bit of him more recently. He's a, he's good. Oh, he's really he, good. He deserves a. Is he, he from deserves... Reality of Wrestling? Yeah, I did not know that. He might not have been trained there, but he like made he ended up there for a while for whatever reason. But I think he's evolved his character a lot and like evolved his work. You know, uh, Reality Wrestling is a hard place to because it's 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 a, it's a fake promotion. It's a fake basically, promotion, it's right. a hard promotion to explain. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's on fight TV, you know, but Brian Keith is cool. That's yeah, what I'm you. yeah, he's good and he's really good in that match with Justin Kyle. That's a crazy match. Check it out. Is that match. from August? Uh, yeah, yeah, August thirteenth or something. Um, that's that and the Tankman match are both crazy, both crazy fucking matches. Um, and that's honorable mentions, right? Yeah, that's good. All right, we did get this like a just a you know a little over an hour. Cool. That's the well, hard part. That's came, the hard part. That was the hard part. It like 47 matches. Yeah, that was the hard part. We got that part over. Okay, cool. Um, well, I need something to drink. Yeah, I could use something to drink. We've only just begun.
fucking mind welcome i back. watched it. i just fucking mm. i don't know man i welcome back to wrestling is gross i just <clears throat> i just i didn't feel it i don't know why i'm i'm pissed off at myself because i want to do it just didn't work for me the way i wanted it to and i just was like it's so uh, much better. i, I so knew much that was fucking... two other fucking matches involving one of the guys so I, and I, I i don't know i don't you like I, the Pero daguerre jr match more than this no, no, I got. Oh, you're talking about the tag, okay? Yeah, the overall, like the and the top. Oh, one. you fucking! Because I, I that's you really, this is really disappointing. I I get it. You're the only person who did not like this match. Yeah, and I'm like, it's target audience. I'll talk about like any Black Terry match. You, you I know you're. You've been busy, right? You've been having a a, a busy like week or a couple of weeks. So like I, yeah. Um, I, I, oh Jesus Christ! Welcome back. The wrestling is gross. Yes. Um. She doesn't topics. have Black Terry versus Mr. Condor in her top ten. You folks believe this shit? I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm fucking, I'm not happy. Where do you with think myself. it? Where do you think it ranked on my list? Just throw a number out there. Oh, I think number one, dude. All right. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it. Uh, well, fuck. I was gonna have. I was gonna go first, so we get to your number one first. But now I think it's. I don't know. What do you want to do? You you want me to go first? Or you want you want. You, you go, go first. That's right. fine. All right. Number 10. All right. Officially. The top 10, as chosen by Bucky and Siobhan, the Coacalco yeah. Foreign Press, the 2021 Grossies Top 10 Matches of the Year. My number 10 from ICW No Holds Barred, October 1st, Sadika versus Mickey Knuckles. Hell yeah. Uh, dream match, one of your honorable oh, mentions. Yeah. Uh, a match that we thought that we didn't even consider. No, we didn't. Cause because we hadn't. Because n- Mickey hadn't been around much when Sadika hit the scene for us. At, at you know the, the 2019 run in Zona 23. Um, the match was Sadika Maiden, which I think was my number four that year. It was something like that. Yeah. Um, I. We we would have never considered her versus Mickey because we would have never considered Mickey would make a huge comeback. We never would have we ne- we weren't we wouldn't we're not sure we would have considered Sadika getting a single match in the history in the yeah. United States ever. outside of Texas like, or you know New Mexico Arizona or whatever like, like yeah like when like uh, like yeah like she and Lowrider are husband yeah they're married yeah. according yeah, to Mister Iguana like, when Mr. when I told Mister Iguana. I told Mr. Iguana that I uh, I was in love with Sadika, and he said she is Lowrider's wife, and I was and like, Lowrider's oh, okay. a scary dude. Yeah, Lowrider's a scary well. dude. So. <laughs> Lowrider rule. Thanks for uh, the I info, can go for Mr. some Lowrider in the chains, but that's neither here nor there. Iguana, yeah. yeah, looking out for looking out for you, man. 
They're both Iguana's you know, one of the greats. Look, Iguana's made some had some big matches in the U.S. this year too. I've and... also I've also uh, said that Iguana should be in. The, I don't I don't give a shit what he does. Just, just no, if, if Mr. Iguana versus Neil Patrick. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Diamond Cutter. I got I got the Matrix re- resurrections in my brain. Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Diamond Cutter. Same guy. Yeah. Um, I would love Neil Diamond Cutter versus versus Mr. Iguana and the Chains. Oh hell yeah. Um, so this is a match: Sadika versus Mickey Knuckles. Um, again, that we never would have considered ha- could happen. Um, it's it's the de- it's like the definition of a dream match. You didn't know was a dream match until they say, "Oh yeah, this is happening." Well, and I you mean, know, maybe, not exactly because you were like, "Fuck." Maybe but... in a couple of months leading up to it, when Sadiq is getting these matches in, in ICW and, and GCW, and and Mickey is like on her way back up. You know, we did that episode on her in August. Yeah, um, bef- and th- this match had just been announced, but the the episode had been planned for well before this match was announced. Yeah, and then Jr. was at the show. Ty was at the show. Um, it's it's a crazy fucking match. I underrated it. I think the first time I watched it because it is, it's got a weird almost non finish that leads into a work shoot angle. Which yeah, which watching it a second time, I liked a lot more. Um, I did too. I liked a little, a little more the second time. Uh, it's like a weird work finish because, it, like the 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 Danny Demanto like putting shit over. It works in that context because it also it works more the second time you see it because it does feel like more like he's trying to keep everything calm. Well, he's out there with a, his glasses on and he looks <laughs> he like Danny. So Danny Demanto in his gear, uh, like still looks like a wrestler, but in a t shirt. And with his glasses on, he looks like a fat old man. He looks like an, <laughs> he looks like he shit. looks like an announcer. He just looks like a commentator. Yeah, yeah. He looks like yeah, like a shitty commentator. Um, yeah, Danny's the best. This match uh, barely goes in the ring. And the, what I really noticed about the second time I watched it, because it is a little meandering. This match, they don't, you know, it's not a big high spots match. Sadika matches rarely are, but this uh, this venue was the the ground wasn't even level. Oh like, God! No. You like watch them go through the chairs and stuff, and it's, first of all, I I think everybody brought their own chairs to this show. Yeah, it seems like <laughs> it, it didn't seem uh, like uniform. Yeah, there's no chairs. uniformity. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's uh, it's so that's always fun. There's like a silt fence or something back there, you know, like it's a fucking. Well, Ty told me it's literally it, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and, and they could never fucking heard of Fenton. Michigan. Nobody, no nobody could get cell reception. They could barely like the 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 video cuts out multiple times on the on the feed because yeah. they kept losing the stream. Uh, <laughs> like it, it was crazy. Ty was like telling and, me like he couldn't even fucking like load the timeline. You know, and you know that that owns. No, it's great. Really I love it. Cool. No, I love it. It's, <laughs> like, I don't know, I'm man. saying that, these are all positives. I'm not saying, but it's yeah, it's crazy because you rarely get that. Um, especially for a promotion that ha- you know sometimes runs in between two fucking twenty-story buildings in Atlantic City. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's so like it's going to run in the biggest market in the world. Yeah. in uh, two weeks. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a weird match, Sadika versus Mickey, because you it feels like it's sort of on the edge of going really crazy, and it kind of never does, except for that it's. It is because it's it is fucking crazy to watch they them brawl around in that dirty fucking nothing of a of a of an empty space. It's it, a patch. Yeah, yeah, and that might be generous. A patch implies like it's a pit. This is like a pit. This is like a fucking. Yeah. It's like you know. This is like a bombed out like nothing can grow on this land anymore <laughs> and hasn't for fifty yeah. years. You know. Um, 
the outdoor venues ICW has uh, really do have like the the Doesadero vibe. We're gonna get to that. Yeah, pawn shop. One of mine, at least. Yeah, pawn oh. shop, which is on my list. There's a pawn shop. I, I think I, I think I know which one it is. Okay, cool. Um, I like the match too. Um, this one, it ends with the uh, with her just stabbing her. Uh, Sadika stabs Mickey with a with a broken light tube, um, while she's face down to the point where Sean P uh, calls. A stoppage and then Sadika hits her with like 30 more light tubes yeah. chokes her with the Mexican flag and it's really crazy and the, M- Mickey's girls are there Mickey's like you know her trashy friends yeah her um, the, her uh, party nieces yeah they all as I said, yeah they all do the fireball shots at the beginning of the match right yeah um, which is one of the great uh, entrance rituals of modern day wrestling, I think. Yeah, party favors Mickey is so much fun. It's she's just, the coolest. She's having so much fun. She's, she's so fun. Best. She's so much fun. Um, she's, uh, you know, th- this match, it left plenty on the table for another one. Yeah. And I think I had, I had it as an honorable mention. This is the one I bumped up. Um, I just, I, 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 I really loved how gross the ground looked it looked like wotan versus uh versus black terry kind of like when they were when they were rolling around out there it it was it, just it, it's real it just, dusty it just felt like we were talking about this like sadika equals chaos is a match and uh, but it's like mickey knuckles is one of the most chaotic forces in the history of wrestling herself like yeah. fucking the, like the woman who has been nicknamed the walking episode of cops for like 18 years now like mm-hmm. it's like the man you, from you Nantucket. can't really got it you can't like outdo mickey you can just be sl- a different version of crazy yeah and it's too and it's just like it it just felt like fucking. It was just fucking cool. It was the it was a Godzilla King Kong match in a different way than you ever get that kind of match. Basically, right? Well, and you know, it it did it lacked a lot of the basic structure and stuff, which a lot of these Sadika matches also lack. You know, um, I think this is the best of the. You know, we'll talk a little more later, but I I, I think this is the best Sadika Chaos match of the year. Yeah. Um, it's I great. That. Re- rewatch it. Anybody who watched it once, like watched it the night it aired, and and like don't have rewatch it. Rewatch to Sadika versus Mickey. It's cool. I watched it. Uh, I watched a couple of matches. I wanted to get the input of a uh, friend of the show, multiple time guest Tara. Watched, and she was really she was looking very happy with this. Like really, just you know, yeah, her kind we of match. Gonna get her, be able to get her on the uh, the show this year. So just like you know, just want to get some people. It's like. I no, did not I, get. I did so, not get a list from Tara. That, I, I, I did get I a very. Watched, I, I'm pretty sure she watched like four matches this year, and they were all the matches I watched her fair on. Yeah, like, I got. Night. I got some lists from people who said they watched 20 matches this year. So there's. It's fun. We'll do that. I think we'll do that between four and three before our top three. What do you say? That sounds cool. I'll oh, just yeah, read podium. through those. It'll take like 15 minutes. It'll be fun. We'll say hi to our friends. Um, all right, number 10 for you. From GCW, October 23rd, it's. Wait, what is this? The, for the GCW World Tag Team Championships. Oh, them boys. boys. Mark and Jay. I watched this the today. The Brothers versus Matthew Justice and Matt Warner. Yeah. Uh, this match fucking, yeah, no, this was a match that as it was an, as soon as it was announced, you're like, oh, yeah, like, duh. That's, and it really still exceeds expectations because I've been watching the Briscoes do their thing in Ring Mont. They're still doing it whenever they get the opportunity to, like, I mean, they had a fucking... Did you watch the they, farm fight? 
I did. I watched the far. I watched the. I watched that and this back to back earlier today. I meant to put them. This is honorable mention territory for me. I, I yeah. This match fucking rules. This is like. I mean. This is it's, it's justice and man. All kinds yeah. of total goofballs like fucking the All Night Express and the Gorillas of Destiny. Yeah. What if you put like a team that is like perfectly matched for their shit, and we're also doing all of their crazy bullshit, and are and it feels totally equal. It doesn't feel like the Briscoes who are the best tag team and the last 20 fucking years one of the best tag teams in the history of professional fucking wrestling are completely like but no it just feels like they just they win because they got the edge because they're the fucking briscoes but they don't they get let these two fucking like nut bars get all of their shit into and they look and they're doing crazy shit matthew justice is hitting a a fucking heel up to the floor where he completely eats shit like the fucking uh he hits a spear to them as they're doing a double suplex to uh right, right, right. on the outside for a fucking door. It's just like people are just That's like some triple A shit. Up. That's like that's like uh Potato Norte kind of spots, you know. Oh yeah. Like, it's only like... the truest psychos do shit like that. And Justice is one of those guys. And so are the Briscoes. I'm not a huge you know I've never been huge on Mance. I think he's a really good tag wrestler. I think I he really like I think he theory. excels in a tag. He's yeah. really good in uh, war games also. He's, he's good in the I'll watch War Games one day. You I should will. watch it. It's a good match. Um, cool. Good pick. I like that. Uh, them boys. Them boys. I, we I, get... You know what? I was watching the. I watched the farm fight first, um, and I didn't know which one was Jay and Mark until like halfway through because I didn't. I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen them wrestling so long. I didn't know which one. I've never been able to tell them apart that much. But as they've gotten older, even less. And I know they have very distinct different hairstyles now. Probably you don't remember who has patterns. which hair. That's the thing is I don't remember who has which. I just don't remember. I know one of them has it and one of them doesn't, but I don't know which fucking one. <laughs> yeah. Who fucking knows? Um, and, and and now I'm saying that. I did figure it out, but now I've forgotten. Okay. So, but it doesn't matter. Them boys. Um, Jay has the bad dreadlocks. Okay. Well, that's fucking the opposite of what I was thinking. Okay, whatever. It doesn't. <laughs> it literally doesn't matter because um, I only ever watch them wrestle with each other. So. Um, against each other, like I, I haven't seen a Briscoes match until this. I haven't seen a Briscoes match in years. You know, oh, I, I mean, they're still they're still as good as ever. I'm they sure. Never, no, I know. It just uh, Ring of Honor went back and forth on whether or not it, they could uh, truly feature how good the Briscoes are. You know, yeah, I think it would have been like 16 or 17. It would have been the last Briscoes match I saw when I would watch. You know, I probably watched a fucking Ring of Honor Mania weekend show or whatever and saw. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what it would have been. Yeah, turns out Briscoe's still good. Them boys. Um, all right, number nine for me, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, one Nikki Gage versus Matt Cardona. Mm. Game Changer Wrestling. Uh, I believe it's July twenty fourth. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you like this one? It was fine. Oh boy. Ah, uh, here's the thing. I don't know. It just. I know that they're doing a story. I know the idea. It just never, it never pays off the way I want it to. It just ends up being, for me, it kind of ended up being, oh yeah, it's that it is that match. I, I was so wanted- into it. I was so into everything leading up to it. All the bullshit on the internet. I loved Cardona's bullshit. Um, I him fucking stealing the mic away from Emma and calling him a mark. That was great. That and, put me, listen to me, more than any entrance, any announcement, any like pre-match like thing all year. More than Tremont, you know, coming out in separate ways and Onita and all that. Like, 
I fucking lost my mind for that moment, and I was immediately like, I'm in the zone for this match. I'm ready. Let's fucking go. And that, and I, I, you know, even the fucking RSP shit, which I, that's why that match is, that's why this match is nine and not four. Um, and you know, I fucking love it when a old juiced up fucking loser from WWE gets bloody. So juiced up. And he looks, and that's the whole gimmick. He's like, he's like so extra with it too. And he's so tan. It's just like, but also he's also like a a Long Island dipshit who was trained by Mikey Whipwreck. I feel like, right. Of I course. feel like he should have had this match already. I don't know. I, somehow it didn't. It, it waited like till the now. Wrong it, guy for that. It's the perfect guy, but also the perfectly he missed, wrong guy. For he missed me. out on CZW. Like he just happened to not not end up there for for yeah. a cup of coffee or even a full career. Who knows what what could have happened in an alternate universe? Um, when did you watch this one? Did you watch this when it happened? I didn't watch it when it happened. I watched it uh, like a couple days ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's my, my, it, this might be might have been one of those like you had to be there ones, but um, I think he's incredible in it. Cardona, I think he just gives a wonderful performance. I always liked him. I did always like Matt Ryder. Um, is that his name? <laughs> Zach Ryder. Zach Ryder. <laughs> I did always. <laughs> Shit. Well, now we've been calling him always ready, Matt Cardona, for a year and a half. Yeah, so I got used to always it. ready. That's funny, he? Matt Ryder. Um, I always liked Matt Ryder. <laughs> You've always liked Zach Cardona. I've yeah. always been a fan. Um, and I don't know. It's 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 so exciting for me when like a guy uh, loses the big job and goes and, and does a cool thing that's not, you know. Like, no, he, he, he didn't, he like, no AEW didn't want him, I think, right? AEW gave him two matches. Right. Like, they gave him, like, a 10-week contract where he worked two matches. Right. So, like, what's next? I mean, he he went and he's doing Impact or whatever. His, like, wife wrestles there, I think, maybe. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, yeah, he he got to talk. He fucking sat down with, with Gage and, and Brett and KG or whatever and was like, here's the deal. I want to fucking bleed uh, once really, really bad. Um, I'm going to get the belt. I'll drop it to Moxley. Like they, like it, it's, it's a look again, GCW. It's not our favorite promotion. No. Um, but that, all of that, that I just said is fucking brilliant. It worked so well to remove the belt from gauge without him having to drop it clean or to Moxley to set up the Moxley program, which of course we had the first match, and I think we probably had a rematch. I don't. I don't know what was going to happen. I, we nobody has any idea what's going to happen with the GCW title now that Mox is in fucking rehab. Um, or I don't know what. It, what if he's, he can't still be in rehab, right? He's so, not still in rehab, but he, he's I think still he's taking just time chilling. off. And he's like not a, a guy with a social media presence, so he's not going to fucking talk right. about it. Like, well, good for him. Uh, he's probably. I don't. I mean, they've sincerely announced good they, for he, him because I mean, part of it is because they've announced fucking anything, anything which is just Hammerstein. kind of pissing me off what? at this point that they have barely. Even well, they sold it out. Match. They don't have to. They I know they don't fucking mystery have vortex. To. I don't like. Care. Like I don't. Okay, cool. GCW mystery vortex. Like suck my dick. I just want to see matches. I like. I like. I want to. Like I don't give a fuck that at they're this just point... running Hammerstein, dude. I just want. Like you, you're gonna be so fucking happy when Jack Cartwheel and Eli <laughs> Everfly come the fuck out. I know that. Yeah, I I'm a big fan of those guys. That like, yeah, you're gonna see like I, I have a, I have a fourteen year old boy, Nick Wayne, a very brief I've ever seen him. It's I've, like, dude, I don't. Fu- I need something. I need some meat on the bone here. Very not, brief Jack Cartwheel aside later in the episode. <laughs> 
Um, like I just I, want, I think it'll be interesting. I mean, they made Homicide number one contender, and I'm still not as excited. That's right. That's a weird but, thing they did. What's and, cool so? What dude. does that mean? What does that mean? That means he's gonna wrestle Moxley. I think it has at, to at Hammerstein. Like I mean, that's the thing is we also Tony totally better is, pay for those damn fines. All it's I'm saying. Almost a full two weeks away. Yeah, uh, or a little over two full weeks away. So yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe they look. Don't worry about it. Brett's back. He knows what he's doing. He's a master fucking businessman. We all know this about Brett. What's his name? Brett Lauderdale. Boneless Brett. I was like, Brett. Brett. Is his name Brett Cardona? (laughs) Boneless Brett, yeah. This man, Homeless Brett is something I will laugh about until the day I die. Wait, Boneless Brett or Homeless Brett? Homeless Brett. I thought you said Boneless Brett. Okay, Homeless Brett is much He gave himself a Trump nickname because uh, he was talking about how DJ Hyde and Maven Bentley talk a bunch of shit about it. Homeless Brett. (laughs) It's just so funny. He gave himself a Trump nickname. Sleepy Brett. Sleepy Brett. Yeah. (laughs) Sleepy Deej. Uh, Okay. Uh, It's awesome. Matt Cardona bleeds a lot. Uh, Nick Gage. uh, Nick Gage will play ball. I'll say that. Oh yeah. He is he is a company man and he he knew what to do and he saw the future. I mean he couldn't see Moxley going to fucking rehab. But, you know, Gage also at this point Gage knows that he's got to slow down. Oh it's, yeah. He cannot do this. He just came back uh won the belt cuz he had to he had to win the belt from RSP. Uh which is that's a pretty good match. I like that match. Um at Spring Break. Yeah. But he had to to complete the story. And then War Games also has to happen to complete the story because of this and so on and so forth. But Gage is very uh, specifically on his way out, you know? Whether it's for this long or that long, he came back and clearly realized he couldn't, you know, he couldn't do that much more right now. Um, So it's a good move, and it's a great match, and I love it, and I love you, Matt Ryder. Uh, go ahead with number nine. Number nine. Did we do that last year? Number nine. Probably. Number nine, yeah. Uh, from ICW No Holds Barred, August 14th. Uh. It's... Wait, what's this? John Wayne Murdoch versus... Oh, versus... Sadiq. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Sorry. <laughs> number two, JWM versus Sadika. All right, tell me about this one because I didn't rewatch this one. Uh, this had more structure to it, but also more chaos. It felt Where was like... this? What? What? This is in Texas. Yeah, this, this is, is Texas. in San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just lo- I just like this slightly better, and I had to have one of them because it was just this just felt like such a. It, I felt like this was a good compliment. I don't know something about this match just felt slightly better because it got a little more. From and the bigger, there were even bigger, crazier spots. There was just even more like crazy bullshit in terms of just like, why are you doing this to each other? Why? It just like, it just felt like, uh, like a clash of the titans. Do you think the um, the Texas crowd is uh, the people in the showboat, the carousel room? Obviously, they watch. They see a lot. They get to see a lot of this wrestling, right? Yeah. Um. I guess is that is that a super hot crowd that that Texas show? I thought that was a very good crowd. Yeah, yeah. I I wish I I, wish, I should have rewatched it. Um, I she's not a hometown, you know, favorite or whatever. Not necessarily, but it's it is interesting to see um, them them go to Texas like that. That weekend was really cool. That ICW yeah. weekend in Texas because GCW had done it first. 
um, had done Loco in Houston and then ran Dallas. Um, but it's a lot, you know, it's a lot cooler than Houston and Dallas, San Antonio. Fucking cool it's t- town. It's time to, it's just sometimes you got to make a town your own. It's so, it's such a good town. I love San Antonio. I, uh, I haven't been in a few years. Hopefully we'll make it back, back down there sometime soon. Um, I'll look up my favorite Mexican restaurant, restaurant from San Antonio and I'll share it on the show. Um, it's remarkable. Again, it's remarkable that she gets to have these matches. Like, I, with the, how did the dam break on this? Who, who, saw it, who saw her first and like decided to pay to bring her? Obviously, this is a this is like less of a of a you know transportation fee like yeah. than bringing her to New Jersey. But who was it? Was it Brett or was it Danny that realized fast faster? <sighs> I wonder who announced first because the oh it, no, it was definitely uh, Danny who announced okay. first. Okay, and and then Brett immediately was like, "We got it. We're bringing her in. She's gonna wrestle Gage." Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, <sighs> funny. Pretty funny. You know, you get yeah. that that happens. You know, she's there's no loyalties to to one or the other. They're just a couple of white guys. So of course she would just be like, "Yeah, pay me." Especially given that the one promotion that she is like consistently like working for is the one who actually co-promoted with GCW. So hey, I mean, you know, if she's not if really Loco, there that much though, she's not in Loco a lot of Zona Twenty Three. Oh, yeah, Loco! Oh, Loco! Okay, I thought yeah. I thought you were talking about Zona Twenty Three, who also no, yeah. co-promoted a show with GCW. Well. Yeah, no, okay. she had it. Work single match in Mexico this year. She's just, I guess, just is just in oh, Houston she didn't? right now. Well, she's no, uh, I couldn't find one. She's kind of oh, well, we'll talk about it in a minute. She's kind of a supporting character. Oh boy, you don't even know about this match. Um, yeah, she's uh, it's it's really wonderful that she gets to be uh, in these huge matches, and I've got her deeper in my list. But it's it's a fucking gift. Every every Sadika match that we get is a gift. It was always a gift when it was just her, like in some six person tag or whatever, you know, handheld Mas Lucha YouTube upload. But now like, you know, we get to hear Alley Cat and Kevin Gill, like do bad commentary. And t- <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that's a gift. These are all gifts. I thought Alley Cat was okay. Oh, they're both. Okay. They're my favorites. <laughs> I love them. Ke- Oh, uh, Kevin! You you kind of forget that Kevin Gill is like the perfect host for GCW. It's just that he's like such a bad commentator, but he's the but he's so he he makes so much sense in GCW, right? I think like, he's, he's such I a better. I think he's a better MLJ than MLJ. You know, that's fair. I I'll accept that answer. Um, yeah, cool. She's the best. I love her. We'll talk more about her later. You got anything else on that one? Uh not really. What's I the finish? Was... What's the finish? I for, I forgot. Uh... Doesn't I want to say that does end by pin. Okay, well, um, I mean, he is the champion, so he should, in theory, win the match clean. Um, okay, number eight um, from ICW No Holds Barred, June twenty sixth. This is from the Showboat in Atlantic Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's Neil Diamond Cutter versus Dale Patrick's. Hell yeah. Um, so this match is on here because it's a great match, but also because I think the most incredible thing I saw this year was the Dale Patrick's broken foot four match masterpiece weekend. 
at Boardwalk Buds 2021. At the weed convention. Dale Patrick's he, comes into this with a legit broken foot, right? Yeah. And in his first match of the weekend, which is Pit Fighter X number eight or nine or whatever, he wrestles Casanova, who puts a gusset plate in his foot. His broken <laughs> foot. <laughs> yeah. He's got a legitimately broken foot. Casanova Valentine puts gusset plate in it. Takes his shoe off. Puts a gusset plate on his broken foot. Um, or in. I say on. It was both on and in. Because gusset plates yeah. both go on and then in. Which is what a... Gusset plates are form-fitting. I don't like to think about gusset plates. I try not to. No, not really. It. I try not to. Um, and so then, uh, Dale Patrick's... Uh, he finishes the weekend with a... Uh, it's a second Pit Fighter show, right? Versus Kevin Giza. Yeah. That's the last match. Okay. The, the Saturday... In this sandwich, in this three-day weed convention <laughs> uh, series of shows that ICW ran. So fucking brilliant. So brilliant to pair up, be like officially sponsored, a part of the events. Like they were on the Boardwalk Buds website, you know? They were like yeah. one of the attractions. Live wrestling. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <At> fucking, <laughs> it, I hope it happens again. It, it was totally awesome. It's, it, so, well, it's the best. The the Saturday daytime show, which was the pit. Um, gotta earn it in the pit. Gotta earn yeah. in the pit. It was number two. Maybe three. Because the pit, of course, the pit is not pit fighter. The pit is when they got rained on in Millville, New Jersey, and they had to just shove a bunch of people in COVID spike times into a room. <laughs> to the barn. And, before yeah, into the barn. Uh, fucking a different part of the barn. That was yeah. dirt. It was, yeah. They had officially... Before they had uh, officially cre- uh, like christened it the bloodshed, and Are the they bloodshed still, they're not flooded, still running Millville, so right? Been, that, that place they burned that place. The place is done. They didn't burn that place. It's just I don't I don't really metaphorically. They just I, do I didn't that. literally burn it. You know you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it just it's a weird place. It's a weird thing. I don't think you that, can book better venues than that. So why not? Yeah. just stay away. Um, the bloodshed shouts out. Um, the Dale Patrick's match against Ace Perry, uh, of all people, right? Yeah. Is that his name? It's Ace Perry, yeah. Who is just a fucking loser, just an Indiana nobody who, <laughs> um, ha- gives an incredible performance in that match against a broke-ass foot Dale Patrick's in the sand. By the way, the pit show, um, if you haven't seen it, uh, ICW No Holds Barred presents the pit from June 26th. It's on IWTV. It's about an hour and 20 minutes long. I think it's five or six matches. It's got Herzog versus uh, versus Neil Diamond Cutter is the best match on that show. Narrowly missed my list. Uh, Justin Kyle uh, destroys two members of the ring crew. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and then there's this match. But this, mat- this show is not, there's no ring. There's no cage. There's no nothing. It's just in the sand, like beach sand, like proper sand. Yeah. Um, fine granules, you know? Um, and they're surrounded by just a shitty guardrail and they wrestle and they just do a bunch of bumps on the doors. Cause that probably hurts less than bumping into the sand. I don't know. It's one of the craziest shows I've ever seen. I feel like we were all home that day on that Saturday. Yeah. And like we were all, we all just happened to watch that one together on accident. Like, you know, uh, 12 of us in the group chat. Yeah. Uh, and it was just great. So great. And then that night, um, this this is the night of of Patrick's or of uh, of of JWM versus Sadika number one, 
That's the main event yes. of the show. This is the second match in the show. Um, Cutter has been building momentum throughout the first half of the year, the, the, the back quarter of 2020, really just putting on incredible performances. At this point, he hasn't like won Insane 8. That comes a couple months later. Or, yeah, Insane 8? That's, that's yeah. What, yeah, that's what... <laughs> I keep wanting to say NPH, NDC. Uh, Neil Diamond Cutter, the Honey Badger. He plays the analyst in Matrix Resurrections. Um, Neil Patrick Harris keeps that motherfucking thing on him. Oh, have like, you, like have you seen have you seen the Matrix Resurrections yet? No, I need because I, I haven't rewatched the, the old ones in forever, so I feel like no. a fucking dick. Well, I watch those yearly, and I've watched Resurrections twice, and it's my favorite movie. Love that movie. Come at me, <laughs> fuckers. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. This is the second match in the show. Dale Patrick's has a broken foot. I may have mentioned before. Uh, he comes out limping because he's got a broken foot. He's got the double bandanas and the fucking yeah. bandage on his head. He looks like a fucking old. He looks like fucking Clint Eastwood or some shit. He looks he like a, the the dog who didn't get adopted. He has such like he really, he just has old gunfighter energy. He just looks. He's just like limping around and fucking just like not giving an inch on any of his shots because you know fuck he's had a broken foot and he's worked Neil before so it's like yeah, yeah him Neil and Neil are like ready to go out there and steal it and they know like I don't know what the first match in the show was it doesn't matter but like they, the the crowd's hot this is the showboat this is probably the biggest sh- maybe the biggest show they've run right maybe uh, I said yeah, that earlier it's but weird. It- it's weird because like the first one was feels like st- it's still oh, kind of the yeah. biggest they ran, but oh, it's also yeah. I'm not counting it, that. I'm talking about post post COVID. Yeah, when Th- they, that like, first show doesn't count. It starts with Volume Two, Deathmatch Drive-In. That's the yeah. first proper IC- ICW. Here's the thing about ICW No Holds Barred. It's a COVID promotion. Pretty much. <laughs> it's the reason it's so good. The reason it fucking hit when it did, and why we why we're we so excited every time they, is because they were the ones. Defying death and and laws and restrictions and probably getting people sick to give us entertainment, you know, uh, yeah. more than any other promotion except for maybe uh, the WWE. <laughs> 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 and for that, I say, well, thanks, I guess, because it's the fucking best. Um, it's a COVID promotion. It's we the COVID. needed it, you know. It's the, we we needed it. Yeah, man. I don't we know, would to... not. We would have not survived. There would have been no 2020 year-end show if it wasn't for ICW No Holds Barred. God, no. Yeah, like, it was, like, over 50% of our life. Fuck. It's the best. This match, what, they do they do a bunch of crazy shit. It's 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 these guys. It's, it's basically, it has the vibe of, uh, like, a fans bring the weapons match. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, ridiculous weapons. Some funny just... weapons, some comedy stuff, but it's all, they hit each other really hard with the funny stuff. Oh, know? yeah. Um, it's, if you've ever seen a Neil Diamond Cutter or Dale Patrick's match, this is like the best version of it. It's just the best. This is the best of a modern American trash, uh, death match that, that isn't like a big epic, you know? No, it's a work, it, it's, it's a work match. And that's like, cause I, like when I put in the, it's the a mid card, this match, is a mid card. This is the best mid card match I saw a year. Yeah. When I put the pumpkin patch match in like that is like <laughs> comedy Neil, which He's been doing forever. I mean, he was, he's like, he's inherently, he's Neil Diamond Cutter, of course. He's he's an inherently a comedic figure. But he also, like, 
was maybe the best wrestler in the, in the company and one of the best wrestlers of the entire country vis-a-vis that for like the year. Yeah, I think. Are you submitting to Chris, uh, Chris fifty or Chris hundred? I would like. I, I might. I probably. You, you I watch enough to do it. I you think do I a fifty. Did. Yeah, but I don't know. Man. I'm gonna fucking be on you about this because I'm doing one this year too. Um, shuts out the Chris fifty slash the whatever. It's the Chris one hundred forearm smash fifty. <laughs> I don't remember. Thank you. You you know better than me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Neil Diamond Cutter. He's the man. Um, he's like four foot nine. He's not he hit, actually, but he hits a he hits a fucking lion saw off of the chain. He, so when I met when I talked to him, I talked to him for like ten minutes, um, like more like I talked to him for longer than I talked to probably any wrestler at uh, King of the Death matches, um, and he, <laughs> I said I was telling him how much I loved him and ICW and how excited I was to see him there and you know blah blah blah, and he he said uh, yeah you know I'm the only one who jumps off those chains. That's what he said to me. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, that's right, baby. You sure are. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. We all just fucking doing it. Neil Patrick Patrick Cutter. (laughs) Neil Patrick Cutter. Doogie Hauser. Um, All right. That's my eight. What's your eight? Uh, From June 19th, back at Arena San Pantatuan. Pantatlan, oh, nice. uh, big big Pantatlan Tucker. Uh, Defunto one versus and many Defunto versus Impulso and Wotan. Uh, okay. This is just a war. It's such a fucking brutal match. It's got a lot of good momentum shifts. Though. What's the pro? What's, is this the first tag or is this the yeah, last? Yeah, it's the first one. This is the one where uh, Defunto and Wotan smash beer bottles on each other's heads on the apron. Yes. Okay. Have you seen the rematch where they try it with wine bottles? Those bottles are and the bottle. <laughs> I posted yeah, man, both of these clips. Go well. They do that. They've done that spot with each other I know. multiple times I know. over the years, which is so awesome. There's a couple of pros. Such an insane spot to do. Yeah, yeah. This was this was my. I watched all three of the tags. I think or all four. I don't know. Um, I think John had the the third one rated the highest, but I like this first one the most too. I love it. I love it. Um. It's just chaos. It's just pure, you know, it's pure indie lucha chaos. There's, there's like nothing better than this. And, and this one's not too long, right? This is like under no. 18 minutes or something. It's about that, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was, it's got a double pin finish, like some bullshit, probably. But that's, you know, yeah. we, uh, all, we all know what lucha is. Do you don't remember the finish? It doesn't matter. Fuck, it, no, it literally does not matter. Hello. It's, it's late, man. You're getting vodka. Okay, it's in the yeah. It's you know where it is. She's getting vodka, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I think the Defuntos are just like it is. It's a classic. Like two guys dressed the same, and one's smaller than the other one. Yeah, it's you know. I mean, that's literally the name. It's Defunto and Mini Defunto. I I don't know. I these are this is like this is that indie lucha stuff where I only only like the real like highest echelon type of guys are the ones that I could pick out of a lineup. Yeah. Like if you asked me to is that Latigo or is that Dementic Stram or like I wouldn't I don't fucking know. Like if I can't see the file name, I'm probably, and even then, <laughs> if there's more than two people in the match, I might be fucked. I might not know who any of these fucking guys are. But yeah, the Defuntos are great. They're so they're so, and many Defunto 
versus uh ver- versus impulso the the Puestas match i i i sh- should have rewatched that one too yeah i didn't get the time but i i was like i was still very happy with that match probably one of the best feuds of the year though oh right? yeah I gotta so. be uh and again that's defunto that's d-i-f-u-n-t-o uh and mini defunto versus wotan and impulso and yeah all those matches we're gonna put link i'll put links to stuff here but uh at least to the top 10 if it's available but yeah it's cool they hit each other with beer bottles fucking great it's I love it when so gross there's so much blood i love it when they i love so it when ma- they hit each other with the beer bottles. <laughs> it's really good um all right i don't think you've seen this next match i might not though from Zona 23, April 4th. I uh, haven't seen it. Omanahe uh, Ovet. Um, it's, all right, excuse me. It's Leon Rojo, Ovet Jr., Perico, and Superboy versus Dement Extreme, Epitafio, Rudy Garduno, and Sepulterero. <laughs> Hell yeah. All those guys. You know, you just, you just feel it with it. Here's yeah. eight guys that. I don't. I don't even know if there were eight guys in this match. I couldn't tell. I don't know one from another. Um, I think Ovet Junior is the one with green hair, and I think Rudy oh. Garduno is the one that they chant Rudy S. Puto at. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure, and he's. And I think he's the one. He, I think he's the first one who gets helped away by the medics. And then I. I don't know. There's. There's another guy who later gets a. He gets a. A tombstone onto a car hood and a fucking glass or whatever, and then they carry him out by the the wrists and the ankles like two people like pick him up and carry him out like a cartoon <laughs> i'm not sure which which guy that was uh, this is the ovet homage the, the the tribute to ovet who died uh i guess last year yeah um ovet was like a fat guy you know, cool. <laughs> who bled a lot i don't know it's like one of those zona 23 guys that just again all these guys sort of blend together to me but this match is in the middle of a show that's it's not at the junkyard. This is not the day of Huesadero. This is, but it, it it's it's purely Zona Twenty Three energy. It feels like it's like almost in like a prison yard or something. Like yeah, it's not a pretty sight. This is, I believe, this is on IWTV. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Um, it's on Russian Facebook. If you know about that. Oh yeah, Russian. I mean, we 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 all live all established for Russian Facebook. <laughs> Fucking well, Daniel Daniel McCabe asking me where I where he could watch the Carnage Cup, and I was like, "Well, do you use Russian Facebook?" <laughs> he was like, "Yes, I do." So shouts out. Um, I I will report back if he actually watches John Rare. I gotta we gotta get him on the show so we can talk about it. Um, this is just a bunch of people bleeding and hitting each other like shittily with shitty moves and shitty weapons. It's barely a match. Um. Uh, some of the highlights are an old man getting punched in the head until paramedics literally have to like put themselves in between him and the guy punching him in the head. Hell yeah, that's um, what you want, man. There's a at some point there's only like one guy in a mask, maybe two, but one of the the masked wrestler and masquerado, they call him sometimes. They back in the day they yeah. used to call him that. Um <laughs> sorry. He goes up and he's hanging out with the fans and he uh, lifts his mask up to hit a tiny, tiny roach. <laughs> just like the tiniest little last bit of a, a, you couldn't even tell if it was a, it just, and he blows it through his mask and then he goes back to fighting. I, and I've never seen that before. 
First time I ever saw a luchador lift his mask, take a hit of a joint, and put it back. <laughs> First time I've seen that. Um, although I did see Kyle the Beast do a tope while smoking a blunt before. Do you remember that? Oh, I did. In the oh, Voltage yeah. Lounge? What a, what a fucking guy. Um, I've got to bring the Voltage Lounge back, man. We've got to get it back. we got to get it back. It would be a great we should uh, buy fucking it. ICW venue, uh, honestly. It would be great. I, we should just buy it and live there. Yeah, no. A nice place. Um, I heard it gets a little cold in the winter. <laughs> Fucking, we got some space heaters. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, this is again barely a match. It's a, it's a mess. Everything's very poorly executed, and it's probably the like the most sickening fun that you can have watching an indie lucha at this point, outside of like the 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 high end stuff. Um, it's a mess, and it's beautiful, and Ovet would be proud. And I think you would have really gotten a kick out of this match. <laughs> I've, I've, you know, we don't again, we don't share these lists with each other, so there's stuff that one of us will have, you know, inevitably not watched. But this is mm-hmm. a hell of a match. April fourth, Zona twenty three. It's eight guys. They're all fat. They're all fucking losers. Most of them bleed, and at least one of them gets really high in the middle of it. So uh, that's my number seven match of the year. <laughs> my number seven match of the year. I think it, uh, we're going to end up tabling it, but I'm going to say it now from Halloween night. Yeah. Tabled. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. There's explosions in it. I know it's just fucking explosions, There's man. A, Hell yeah. yeah. It's not far. We'll talk about it in a minute. Okay. Uh, my number six from all elite wrestling, Brian Ooh. Danielson versus Eddie Kingston. Okay. Did you watch this? Yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's my favorite. It's not well. The Dustin Rhodes match is my favorite, but that's because I like Dustin Rhodes. You know him? He's one of the greats. He used to be Gold Dust. He was like a gay guy. <laughs> they had like a gay guy gimmick. It was really cool. And uh, then he had a gimmick in WCW where he wasn't gay, but was, was gay or something. <laughs> and then later my, on, that's he one had of a, our greatest observations says that heel Dustin Rhodes in WCW looks gayer oh, than Gold yeah. Dust ever did. <laughs> yeah, that's it's very much. Uh, Power of the Dog vibes from 2000, Dustin. He's rubbing Terry Funk's saddle on his... Did you see Power of the Dog yet? I haven't. I want to. Really gay. Extraordinarily gay. I'll lift that. Good movie. Cool movie. Um, Yeah, this is the match where Brian Danielson's chest bleeds. It's the only match on this this list where somebody doesn't like actually bleed bleed. Uh, But he really does. And after the match is over, he looks at the camera and he's like, look at this. Isn't this crazy? He points to his chest. Oh. Uh, I, I know a lot of people are going to have Kingston versus Punk over this, and I totally understand. Um, that match is amazing. If we hadn't already talked about it on the show, maybe it would be here. Um, Brian Danielson. I mean, what can you say? <laughs> You, you just you said that he was the best. What can, what can you say? Um, Eddie Kingston continues to have this miracle run on TV, which is insane. And I know he never gets to win, and I know he's never going to win. He's never going to be, you know, people want him to be able to win, and, and that's fine. You're allowed to want that, but that's you're wanting the wrong thing. Eddie Kingston is a fucking loser. That's his character. That's what he's supposed to be, and that's what makes him compelling. So... Maybe I mean, people just don't fucking get that. I don't know. People I just... mean, he'll, he'll win one day. Yeah. I want him to win. Maybe. 
Yeah, and if he doesn't, it's fine because he's a fucking loser, and that's his character. I don't know. I just I, I I feel like people don't understand certain things about Eddie Kingston. <laughs> he's he's you know he's he, you know or he's his you know what his gimmick is uh, depression. If he started yeah, winning, depressed. if he started winning all the time, we'd have to get a new fucking gimmick. <laughs> What's he gonna be a a guy who chops people and he's happy all the time? Come on, that's true. Come on. That's all I have to say. It's a great match. It's the best TV match of the year. Except for Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson. I don't know. They're like on the even footing for me. Um, Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson could have been here if, uh, you know, Danielson bled from his chest. But he didn't in that one. He did here. And those were the rules. Visible color. Right? Mm-hmm. Not really. I guess it's, it's not, not the, it's not the just, rules. You, you can do what you want. I mean, I just always. I just always do what I makes like, you happy. I just like blood, man. I know, I know. I'm a vampire. I know, I know. What's your six? My number six from AEW, (laughs) St. Patrick's Day. We talked about it. All right. It's the best. It fucking kicks so much ass. It's the best. It's it's the St. Patrick's Day slam unsanctioned street fight between Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Thunderosa. Is it fucking rock? St. So Patrick's cool. Day Slam was that the it's name something of like this that, show? Man, yeah, <laughs> they like slam for their holiday things. Sure, Just New Year's or I don't know. Da, da, I mean, I think New Year's was da, New Year's da, Smash. Da, da. In fairness, oh yeah, New Year's Smash. Well, it's not as good as New Year's Evil. New Year's Evil is really sick in a way. <laughs> yeah, it was why <laughs> it has such a it has such a Sammy verse vibe. It's a very foretelling thing since it was the last uh, paycheck that many of those guys ever got. Um. R.I.P. Right, yeah. Tim Thatcher, Hideki Suzuki, and William Regal, the three great, the three best workers on the WWE roster. <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre, bizarre. Um, yeah, what can you say? God, that hasn't already been book said. Is outlasted William Regal, man. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's not good, yeah. but it's funny. It's very sad. It's very sad. They both should have been employed for life. It's very sad. Um, yeah, Britt Baker. Uh, the uh, the Abaddon match is also really fucking good. She's for real. I don't know. She's she. I li- I like her a lot. Um, I don't know. I don't. I I guess I haven't seen her have a really great match that wasn't like this. Because my two favorite Britt Baker matches are this and Abaddon. Yeah. So and I mean, that's okay. Yeah, I don't sure. Necessarily know if that matters. Well, no, if, it doesn't if, matter if that becomes her thing, but if yeah, she's it's only like had, you know. if AEW will let her do it. It's like the thing I always bitched. The thing I always said about Kevin Owens is that he couldn't really do the Kevin Steen thing in WWE. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard. It is. Well, he couldn't. Uh, he couldn't just, tell the uh, the child in the front row that he's going to like sexually assault him, which is sort of what. No, no. I don't know. Yeah, you remember that was Kevin Steen's gimmick on the Indies? Was he would like tell children that he was going to sexually assault them? He said a lot of things, man. It's really great that he became like a woke figure for like a dude who would say faggot like twenty times a promo. <laughs> he would say it a lot. Call everyone. He would say. The call word. everyone retarded. That's <laughs> what a, quote. a guy. I'm not saying what a it's guy. Not, it's sacred that he did this. He didn't even have to like scrub that shit. Like Triple H loved him so much that he. Loved- he- <laughs> It was just Vince like, loves him look, so much. Dude, no, Vince fucking bladed for him. Man. Right? He told Vince, like, you know, he told Kevin Owens, like, no, no, say the words. You go in there and say, say whatever you want to Vince. He's gonna love you. Oh, Vince. You know. <laughs> how about the, you know, oh, Kevin? You're a French Canadian. Yeah. Like Pat. Yes, Pat the faggot. 
<laughs> yeah, and Pat's just like, oh, I've seen a lot of these fucking guys come through here. This guy's not going to last a minute. Now Pat's dead. Dead. He's fucking so, dead. <laughs> and Kevin Owens is, been, Kevin Owens is dead, going buddy. to marry Stephanie McMahon, probably. <laughs> oh, God. That would be so sick if Kevin Owens became the fucking new yeah. Scion. <laughs> yes, what we're going to do is... <laughs> That's not what he talks about. Sammy's the champ. He doesn't say that's not his voice. It's well, close. It's, I mean, it's Connor. It's not, it's not close. It's got the spirit of it. Um, yeah, Britt Brit Baker. I'll tell you what, Thunder Rosa had that match. Did you see Thunder Rosa versus Jade Cargill from like a week ago? Yeah, uh, not yet. People oh, like you got to watch that. And it's not even a, it's not a, it's not a Thunder Rosa carry job at all. Jade's in, incredible at it. But Thunder Rosa is fucking awesome just the she does so many cool little things the way she attacks uh like a stronger like i think thunder rosa working underneath is something to watch out for um she's man she is good she is so good she's so compelling with her her little stuff and jade's awesome in that match that match fucking rules that match i all the fucking virgins who racist virgins who say that fucking jade cargill is not a good wrestler just doesn't have the tools or maybe needs a little more polish like go polish your fucking nuts you little fucking yeah. bitch you don't know she what the is, fuck you're talking she about star power that's all that matters man it's she's no she's a good wrestler too yeah. is what i'm saying right now God no i know i know i believe <laughs> so you. good i like jade um yeah thunder rosa we talked we already talked about this match her but... holding her son after she won the title yeah it yeah it's really good yeah. jade cardwell's rules yeah anyway. i haven't watched that Yet, but I, I saw it. I saw it a little bit ago. Um, yeah, uh, we we again. We already talked about Brett versus Thunder Rosa, but it's it's even better. Um, you know, we we didn't talk about her um, licking. What does she do? She licks her. What does she do? The gift that I made. She's like ripping the uh, uh the fucking uh bag attacks open with her teeth. Oh, she's untying this the the drawstring of the the sack of thumbtacks with her teeth while she's bleeding that's it that's the thing about brit also is she's uh fucking hot (laughs) okay and and now she's hot in a conventional like hot white woman sense like we all know what a hot hot. yeah we all know what a fucking hot white woman looks like but when she does something like that you're like oh you're actually hot like brit baker's actually hot because she does things like uh cuts her forehead and then opens bags with her teeth good girl love you brit yeah is that it yeah is that six all right all right number five matt tremont versus at sushi onita from hustle hardcore hustle organization uh october 31st um in a you know whatever match (laughs) What do they did? How do they build this? It was what? There, what was the name of the show? It was like something really fanciful, right? It was like once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime, like yeah. Water flowing underground. Um, it's again. This is another one where it's like, is this really a match? Like, <laughs> kinda. Um, old guys doing old guy shit. You know. I, I think okay. So you asked me about this match. Uh, right Although Tre- Tremont's nice, like. Ex- my age, I, think. I described it to you by saying how many times Tremont exploded or was lit on fire. Right, right, right. <laughs> I just kind of felt like that summed it up. Because you had it's, watched it before me, right? Yeah, I that's watched right. it a lot. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I, I was I was late that night. Um, yeah, I you know it doesn't take much 
for me, if you if you do Onita, you do the whole thing, you know, fucking wild thing, and he comes out looking like a fucking goofball, and then somebody blows up a little bit, I'm good. I'm like, I don't even, I didn't, they went so far beyond what I needed. Um, the fireworks on the outside after he goes into the pit. Uh, I, do you remember Bix? On Bix? <laughs> Bix was, was like... So- that was such a good night for Bix. That whole man. night for Bix. That was, and he didn't even shit his pants that night. That was a night Joe no, Biden. No, he didn't even like pass out because it was from really the hot. Heat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bix was uh, complaining that people from the general admission were uh going up and taking the more expensive seats. And he was like posting about it and like adding Tremont it. Was... And like Lash was coming we in. We try so like, hard yeah, to fix you, to, to to defend you, Bix. You Fat motherfucker. You fat ass bitch. Fucking loser. Fuck, man. I like your show. I like your. I like you, dude. Stop being a fuck. What the fuck? Like, you know, some people just don't want you to like them. That's what it is. (laughs) Yeah. He's a fucking masochist. He loves. He's a little piggy. Fix a little piggy. Um, such a slut. Yeah, but then he also he was like uh, the reason we got on him was because he he said that he thought that too many fireworks went off on accident like it was like it was like a full minute it's like a full minute of fireworks go off while tremont rolls under the ring first of all when he hits the fireball is incredible oh yeah that initial fireball is really remarkable and then the the ensuing fireworks are hilarious they're kind kind of goofy what do you think it's a it's a Probably a little much. But <laughs> yeah, this, maybe it was but a little much. But dude, you like it's Sushi Onita and like a double A ball pa- baseball minor league fucking park on Halloween night versus th- this fat beardo with a giant coming out of retirement. His face. Like yeah, he's gonna get set on fire several more times during the course of this night, and you're just like. I don't like, dude. He gives a shit. It's it's this it's a spectacle. It was one hundred percent supposed to be the biggest spectacle in the history of indie wrestling, and I you think it was? I think it has a fucking argument to it. At least it sure. probably was. Yeah, I, it's it's hard to think of something as just totally that went for it that hard. Yeah, and you know, I guess it. There's nothing else on this show that's like really worth watching, probably. So in that sense, it's kind of in the grand tradition of like a what you'd think of as an old FMW tape, right? Where you've just skipped to the main event. Obviously we later found out there's plenty of good stuff on the undercard, but it does. It feels like an FMW show. Yeah. This feels like an FMW show, which is as high a praise as I can give it. Um, the, uh, the, I guess the, you know, look, he hits, first of all, he hits Onita with a light tube or maybe a bundle of light tubes. I've never seen Onita even in a ring with light tubes. Oh God. No. Like yeah. that's, I was shocked to see that. Onita didn't take any bumps, but he did take light tubes, which I thought was pretty good. That's enough. <laughs> I liked that. It, it, as a match, it's kind of an extended squash, but I don't give sure. a shit. Sure, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, I'm not even worried about that. Um, but I mean, you're not wrong. But it, who? Yeah, who cares? Who fucking? Cares? I don't. It's about. Uh, it's about Tremont proving himself, so we can write another few chapters in this book of mine. <laughs> You that's know? good. Now that's a good. I like that's better than your steam for sure. Um, but you can't say any slurs, so 
You know, I'm not gonna say any slurs in Tremont voice. He wouldn't, ever. and he wouldn't. He's a good guy. No, I'm not doing Devin Moore voice. <laughs> He's a good guy. Tremont's a good guy. Um, he blows up. I don't know five times. The exploding. Uh, it's a. It's like a. It's a cross, right? Um, uh, across from what? Uh, it's a cross. A light tube cross that has explosions. Yeah. In it, um, which nobody knew that those were gonna explode, and then when it did, people were like, like shocked. <laughs> Oh yeah, that, <laughs> that was, was like great. the second biggest pop of the show, and then yeah, the finish is—I um, don't know—I've never seen that much fire, um, at, at least in an American, maybe ever. Like in a, in the middle of the ring like that, and he he just he's squirting all that fucking lighter fluid on, and then after it's on fire, doesn't he like? do it again and it like fucking balls up oh, in the yeah. air. Oh yeah, no, he just kept he is having the classic Eric Gargiulo uh, coined gasoline orgasm. <laughs> oh man, I wish Gargiulo had come out of the fucking, had got, oh, got, sh- oh, God, gotten off his shitty great. blog and joined. We need Gargiulo back. I love that guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then he fucking, he does get burned up real fucking good. Uh, It's pretty scary. It's and that you know, I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was it was gr- it was grotesque. It, yeah. it was great. It's I don't know. It was what was advertised because it's like it's this old man who's been like a cripple for thirty years and also Onita. <laughs> but no, like what the fuck do you expect from Onita? I just want him to, to like seem like he cares. He seemed like he cared. He seemed like he was really ready to set this man on fire yeah. over and over. Right. That's good enough. I think anybody who has any sense of like what Onita has been able to do for the last 10 years or you know further back, 20 years. Um, but anybody who knows what modern Onita is like, this is like a masterpiece. Like this is this is the best version of the immobile old man being not you know not the Tremont isn't carrying him either. This is like not this is not a match where someone carries the other person. This is a match where there's five big spots and the time in between them, as long as it's not disastrous, then they've nailed it. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to do you A to E. And as long as you don't fucking trail off between C and D, then you're fucking good. And, you know, these are capital letters and it's a really big font to, you know, um, oh, it's yeah. great. It's so good. It's, it's not the greatest hustle, hardcore hustle organization match of all time. No, um, but it's really good. It's so good. And I'm so happy that Tremont got to do his big thing. I don't think they sold a lot of tickets. I think that was, they probably like didn't they probably lost money on it or whatever. Uh, and you know what I have to say to that? Worth it. Fucking yeah. worth it. Worth every penny, Tremont. Cody, send him a check. Cody. You're going to dock the this badge. Just send him a check. Cody. Cody. Oh, man. We don't... Have you seen Cody versus Andrade with the fire? Oh, I never watched it. The match is cool. That, That's man. a good match. That's like a. That I'm not even. Fucking great. I sound like I'm joking, but I'm not. It's a good match. I believe you. Cody's still in the funniest wrestlers. Alive. And Andrade's amazing. So there you go. Yeah. Um, and there's fire in it. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> they said that thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, your number five. From ICW No Holds Bar, January 9th. Nice. It's Shane Mercer versus John Wayne Murdoch. Yeah. This is the match with the uh, the fire barrel. <laughs> the fire barrel. Uh, JWM just hitting Shane Mercer over and over. Oh, with a flaming, flaming stick. stick. 
The I'll fire, tell you what. The flaming stick, which is now in the intro. It's in the intro. pumping, wearing the fucking deathmatch down under shirt. That's so good. It, I, uh, this is the most, this felt like the most Duhesadera match they've uh, gotten out of the, the pawn shop, which is such a, which is such uh, the American Duhesadero. It's a perfect venue for that kind of shit. But, and they're going all over the place. They're doing things that just, they're like, why the, why the fuck are you throwing flaming barrels at each other? Yeah, get another one of the uh, guerrilla press, the military presses into a fucking destroyer, which is a spot that I will watch in any match because it's insane that these two men do that. Well, it's this, so incredible. I don't think anybody else does that spot. Well, man, I don't God, think somebody anybody, in Mexico yeah. probably does it, but like, look, nobody does it with people that size, obviously. No, just, no, it's just like it completely. It's a match that's just completely insane and just just a great like ten minutes. It's What's like, this, the third big? Yeah, this is like the third Murdoch. Maybe, hmm. maybe second. I think because they definitely had one last year that uh, King of the Death, which was awesome. That's match. the one I remember, but I feel like that was a that was like the second time I'd seen them wrestle too. Maybe that's possible. Um, yeah, they match up really well. Uh, I don't know. You know, I guess Mercer. I've described him as a dumbass, a big dumb meathead. I think he probably does need a little. Uh, a little guidance to have a great match. Um, yeah, he's and and you know Murdoch is the guy for that. Murdoch, you know, as as we've t- documented documented before, he carried one of the worst wrestlers of all time to multiple very good matches. Um, <laughs> we don't. We're not saying his name anymore. I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. V- 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 Vitamort. Yeah. Um, fuck. I I hate. Or invite so much. <laughs> <I'm fucking> <laughs> He's gonna come up uh, later in a, in a, in a, for a funny reason, actually. Um, but uh, yeah, it's this is nighttime at the pawn shop, which I guess this whole show might be in the dark, right? Because it's oh, yeah. January. A lot of the pawn shop shows will like start out in the daytime and it'll get dark throughout. Um, you watch, you saw Eric Ryan, you saw the, the hour Iron Man, right? Yeah, Eric Ryan versus John Wayne Murdoch. It's a pretty interesting match. I liked it more than the Orin match, not because I think that I just think it had a better structure. More falls in an Iron Man is fun. You can overdo that. I've seen p- people, sure. I've seen places fucking overdo the more falls equals better thing for sure. Sure, but you know, for like no, like a total of nine falls in an Iron Man. Is it that many? Okay, well they pulled it yeah, off. Yeah, there's like I want to say that there's nine in like that in a in a especially in a death match because you're going back to like. Something like uh, Rock Triple H, where they had all, all like the shenanigans. Like right. if you have, if you're not just doing like a technical clinic, then yeah, go the hell ahead. Uh, there is a point. Like there's that uh, fucking. I think it's a uh, mostly flawed type of match. I don't think it. It is. I don't like it. I I don't know. I'm always interested. I like the idea of ICW making it a one. Oh, once a year. A in once Florida. a year thing that is just like it. Just, we just do it. There's. Like, I don't think there's. I think maybe. maybe hmm. Maybe Reed. I don't know if you even read. I like. I don't know. Murdoch's such a calculated wrestler. I don't know if anybody else could really do one of these a year. I don't know. You know, it's one of those things that you don't know until you see it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't think I didn't think Murdoch and Orinvite could pull it off either. And I, I and I and I like that match quite a bit. So, um, and I hate one of those wrestlers with all my soul. Yeah. Well, whatever. Um, yeah. The pawn shop. They got to go back. I thought it was they were done, right? Because the guy I who owned they it were died. Gone, and then, I I don't know. I guess like the kid or something. Like whoever got has it now was like, eh, why not? Man? They realized it was you know 
it wasn't hurting anything. It's only bringing in some fun and maybe a little re- revenue, you know? Yeah. Let people bleed on your, <laughs> on your property. <laughs> on all of your, all of your broken crap. Yeah. I mean, what you could wash it out if it's worth it to you. Um, all right. Number four for me. I guess, right? Yeah. Game Changer Wrestling, July 9th, Nick Gage versus Sadika. All right. Um, I think this is the closest to a, like a, a like a main event epic that Sadika has had this year. I think. I this... think yes. Uh, Gage is Gage has always uh, like been able. Gage has made like this run like so good formally. Like he is such a good structure wrestler, which is such a funny thing. But it's like well, it's like Murdoch is too. I think they're very interesting as the aces. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, and, they work with such a versatile group, like yeah. that they may, and that they make look good. Yeah, definitely. Even like that's not to say that like like fucking like Sadika or Shane Mercer or goddamn so and so and so is are like need the help inherently. It's not that. That's not necessarily. Well, no, right. Shreemont doesn't need the fucking help to have a good match. But you no, know, I'll say this about this match in particular. I think Gage reigns her in just enough. And the this match is a little longer than the the Murdoch matches. Yeah, um, it's got more peaks and valleys. I think I think this I think Gage is absolutely reining her in. He's not carrying her. He's not you know hand, holding her hand. But I think the because Nick Gage is expected to do a twenty minute title match, even though he's lost the title. No, he hasn't lost the title at this point. Has he? No. Yeah, he still has it for two weeks. Three weeks. Wait, Two I think I had this backwards. No, I think he lost it in June. Yeah, he lost. No, I had the date wrong on Gage versus Cardona. That's June. I swear he did. No, no, this is a title match. This is a title match. All right. Well, who fucking cares? Um, he he's he wrestles the you know the twenty minute title match structure, um, with some near falls and whatnot. And the the thing about this one is is while he reigns her in, I think she's the first person to really get him out of his comfort zone. For a and you know, and that's not just because his shirt gets removed. Um, it's not just because this is one of the only times he's looked truly vulnerable, and not, you know, yeah, not just a, a wrestler selling in a main event. Like he seemed like he was on the back foot for a lot of this match, and when he does get his offense in, or when any anytime there's a shift in momentum in this match, it feels huge. It feels really big and really important and really earned. Um, which is a thing you can't often say about Sadiqa's matches because sometimes she'll take a superplex into light tubes and get up and beat the other person up before they've, you know, like sometimes she just doesn't sell stuff. And it, that's probably one of the, you know, people criticize her for that or whatever. And again, suck my dick. Who cares? Um, but if you do it in 10 minutes, you can do anything in two mi- 10 minutes. That's the thing. Yeah, that's fair. But, you know, I, I, I think if we're not running the clock on this. I'm not going to tell you if that's, <laughs> I'm sure there's examples outside of that. Where you could probably argue against it, uh, and but for that exact reason, I think this is the best Sadika match of the year. Um, I think it's Nick Gage's best match in a couple of years, probably since Run Ricky Run. Yeah, um, it's it's pretty impressive. I, I I guess it's partially the crowd. You know, who would have guessed Houston, where I lived for like seven years of my life. Uh, where there was no wrestling, there was it was like Booker T's thing, you know. And I yeah. like I didn't want to fucking go to those shows. Um, 
it sucked there. There Loco was not around, you know. These fucking this was unheard of. Nick Cage and they put on they said on commentary that Nick Cage had never been to Houston. He never wrestled there. Um and I was like, yeah, of course he hasn't. Like, why would he? Why would he? Yeah. Um, and it's just a hot, hot crowd. It's split. And there's, you know, people going crazy for Sadika. Um, I, I didn't say earlier. Also, the Sadika and Mickey match has some incredible. We talked about the some of the obnoxious uh, sounds of people off camera, um, but there's some really good yelling and just chatter in that match. Oh yeah. That match felt very alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, these GCW shows are like, they don't mix it as well. I don't know. The sound on this one, you could, you couldn't really hear the crowd as much as you could hear Kevin Gill and Alley cat. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever. Alley cat still wins wife of the year. Um, every year, you know, yeah. For now. Um, yeah, I, I guess, I saw most people said like they preferred the Sadika versus John Wayne matches. Maybe I'm just a fucking MDK all day, Mark, you know? Maybe he's just one of my guys. And he is, he always has been, but this was this was the gauge match of the year for me. And I I loved it. I loved it. And I you know what? And I thought she might beat him. Which which is crazy. <laughs> I was like I literally thought she might like win the fucking belt. I don't know. They got me for that, so that's that's something. All right. My number four from Lucha Mims. April 2nd. We talked about it before. We'll yeah. talk about it now. Black Terry versus Ricky Morgan. Yeah, that's I. so I, re- I removed this. This was in my 10 for the longest time. I knew we'd probably talk about it. I knew it'd probably be in your list. Um, I, of, of course, I really love this match. We talked about it with... Uh, it's a guy who wrote a book. I forget his name. Um, Jonathan Snowden. Jonathan Snowden, evil clown. We had him on. We talked about Ricky Marvin. Yeah. Um, the the thing about this one is, I guess it it didn't didn't so much fit into my idea of you know what our what our top tens look like. But I totally support you having it on there. Oh yeah, no, um, it just ended up. And if I didn't have I, another Black Terry match, I would have kept it. Yeah, I just felt like. So happy with this match. It just felt like it wasn't minimal by any standards, but like the weapon, the weapon shots all are all earned. The comeback is great. Uh, the beer crate or whatever guys it is, the wooden looked, crate. It's so good. Such a good. Both guys. Sorry. Like are just killing each other. Yeah. That I mean that spin kick uh, to, uh that opens it. Yeah. Like when to he ambushes gut. Terry. Yeah. Like right. Yeah. Like right in the chest. Like like a heart kick basically yeah. it's great it's just the, the fucking guitar shot is so good the he's, right. it's just such a like ricky Martin, he's such a shit he's such a shit and he is like these are two of the masters of coca-cola at this point i think that's part of it uh that it's like maybe i'm giving it extra credit because it's like this is like the king of coca-cola match almost sure sure yeah i mean and it what this isn't even the main event of the show but it it, it feels like at, at a certain point I mean, the Terry match on if Terry's in a fucking singles match, it's always going to be the biggest deal of the night. I think um, everybody like loses their mind for him still to this day, and he he really he really does own that place, you know. Um, did you see Pero Deguero Jr. the match from? No, I haven't yet. I haven't yet. It's good. It's 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 a it's a third type because like 
you know, the the Mr. Condor match is two guys in their 60s. Um, this match is him versus a guy in his 40s. And, and then the Perry DeGuerra Jr. matches like against a guy in his 20s. Um, and he kind of wrestles all of them the same a little bit. <laughs> Let's kind of think about Terry. He comes to fight and he, it doesn't matter who he's fighting. He's just here to fucking fight. Yeah, like he it's. Like one of the things I liked about the tag match is that he does so he like he he puts on like there's a it opens with him putting um in like in the nice leg lock and then uh Defunto comes over and breaks it up with like a really nasty pump kick to the head because like that match opens with like a little bit of bullshitting which is like fun to see in a in that kind of setting in the first place that's part of why it has like a dream match vibe uh more. And th- but this is just like this is a dream match that it was just it's just a it's a fight from the from the moment that uh like both guys are out the curtain. Yeah, there's no it, it, this this doesn't have any pretense of like this is going to be a special match. They don't there no, nothing is played like that at all. It's an inherently special match. So then like, just go out there and beat the fuck out of each other because yeah yeah you don't need to you don't need to like leave anything on the table. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I. I, again, we talked about this. I, what episode? I don't even know what episode that was. It's the fucking way the blade episode. Um, show me the way episode know, sixty. Who knows? Um, it's it's on IWTV, right? Yes. Yeah. Ricky Marvin. I mean, look. Clearly, the secret is out. You know, on Ricky Marvin when he's wrestling Jordan Oliver on a GCW show. Um, but. I, f- I feel like he's still kind of a, you know, he's kind of a kept secret. A it's little like bit. Him having a match with Jordan Oliver is like. Jordan I don't Oliver remember that match supposed either. to be wrestling him, like the version of Jordan Oliver from 20 years ago. That's not Jordan Oliver wrestling the 2021 version of Satanico, which is like what we've kind of figured out this fucking right that's what ricky marvin is still working he could still do all of the same crazy bullshit he could when he was a little guy like when he was like you know getting but he isn't wrestling the same matches that like he isn't it's not like he's tagging with you know taiji ishimori or whatever anymore like he's he's he has changed his vibe yeah he could do that occasionally he does but that's not what yeah ricky marvin became a maestro like before our eyes um, which is really cool, you know, and it yeah. it just took him uh, giving chlamydia to half of Honshu. <laughs> I still think that's a really funny uh, idea that he brought uh, North American STDs over and infected, you know, the island of Hokkaido or whatever. Um, yeah, great match. It was on my list until today. You know, uh, no, I I I understand. I, I understand. Find reasons. Um, okay, so we're down to the top three. Our podium positions. Podium positions. Okay. I know Bronze, it's, silver, I, gold. I know it's getting very late. I have to take a very, very short break. Dude. Is that okay? I'm fucking very fine with that. Okay, was, okay. Yeah, man. All right, all right. Well, we'll be right back. I'll be back at five, man. With, uh, with, the, with the guest submission lists and our top three. And if you've made and it maybe to... We'll, maybe we'll try to figure out a rest of the year or two. I don't fucking know. Oh, that's tough, but yeah, I'll throw out I'll throw out some names. We'll throw out some throw some out top names. some top fuckers. Yeah. Oh, by the way, my wife of the year, Addicts Coger. Alright, alright. It's funny. <laughs> Keep it in the family. <laughs> alright, see you in a minute. Right. The passage of time is flicking dimly up on the screen. 
can't see the lines I used to think I could read between So I guess it's the fourth hour, right? Because we've done three-ish, so we'd now be entering the fourth hour. So if you're still with us, folks, welcome back to Wrestling is Gross, the four-hour friends. Um, I don't know if we'll ever do another one that long. I don't know if we'll ever have uh, a reason. Yeah, we'll ever have inspiration high enough of the, as the quality of that John Rare getting his finger cut off. Yeah, you know, I, I really... Record, I just want to address, we had a DM that said, like, no, this, like, he did a, a like, no. I do think he did a f- part of the finger cut off, but he didn't have the whole thing cut off. Now it's the whole thing. I bet he, j- I can see John Rare just having part of a finger that's just dead, and he's just like, might as well get rid of it now. You know? I mean, what Think is about part it. of a finger that's dead? I mean, look, again. It's John Rare. He could, I've told you that I can't feel my toes many, many days, but yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let somebody take one. I'm talking about like gangrene or something. Yeah. Well, I don't have that. Fuck. I hope not. Um, welcome back. I don't think people from Alabama get frostbite, so <laughs> who could say? Welcome back. It is cold in this basement. Welcome back to Wrestling It's Gross. Um, John Rare versus Blaine Evans, my number three match. No, it's not. <laughs> I, you know, I really struggled to like, uh, I, I, I really wanted to do it. I really wanted to put that match on my top 10. Think that is that the year ended up being like too legitimately good. Oh yeah. I mean, I was cutting stuff <laughs> that I really thing, didn't want man. to it's Yeah. Like, it's a good year. Like, yeah. cool. it's like, nah, fuck it. Objectively, if that had happened last year. I think there's an argument that like we could have got you, you could have gotten away with it and not felt too bad about it. It's just been like, mm-hmm. fuck it. What else happened like that this year? Give me right. something. Give me anything. Like, and it's like, well, wrestling did close down for like half the fucking year. Yeah, exactly. Motherfucker. But it, this, it's, it's, I still, I don't know. People listen to it. You know, you know how I feel about it. It's a, it's a wonderful match. John Rare versus Blaine Evans from the carnage cup. Um, okay. So, I decided to uh, ask a bunch of our friends for top fives, top tens, top whatevers of the year. Not necessarily conforming to our style, but just what they thought. Because I thought it would be a nice chance to um, shout out some of our our people. But also, you know, maybe briefly touch on some things that we hadn't. Either either that are blind spots to us or that we didn't talk about. Um and if I didn't reach out to you to ask for a list, I apologize. I either thought you uh, wouldn't care, or I thought you don't watch enough wrestling, 
or whatever. You know, I don't even. I have no idea who actually listens to this show except for like a few specific people. And I asked all of you, so you get to hear your name in a minute. Um, Mike Stocks, Doxy Stocksy, dear friend of mine, uh, gave me a list of five. John Wayne Murdoch versus Sadika from San Antonio. Brian Danielson versus Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk. Matt Cardona versus Nick Gage. And Black Terry versus Mr. Condor. Uh, Solid five. Mike Stocks, I hope to share a car with you again one day. You know, it's crazy he hasn't been on the show, Mike Stocks. We should have him on the show. Because he is... I've, I've, I've been in a car with him for a while. And that motherfucker can talk. And he's charming. So, and he we knows... To, we, we gotta... We, we, we're not... The guest situation is just kind of like it kind of happens, you know. Well, I said I said a couple months ago that we should never have guests again. Um, I said this like early in the year that like, well, we just don't need we don't need it. The show is me and you, and I stand yeah. and I stand by that. But also, I like I like our friends, so and it's yeah. nice to talk to them. Yeah. Um, but the show doesn't need we don't fucking need them. We don't <laughs> need anything. We barely need the wrestling. Yeah, fair. We can talk about movies for three hours. It's just not the, what our podcast is called. Our, our podcast is not called Cinema is Gross. Yeah, yeah. Could um, be. That's not. Tanner1495, sweet Tanner, um, sent me uh, six. No, he sent me five. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson from September 22nd. Justin Kyle versus John Wayne Murdoch from July 10th. Yoshinari Ogawa versus Kaito Kiyomiya from June 13th. Ju Nakayama and Yusuke Okada versus Magnitude Kishiwada and Inaba no Buffalo from October 17th. Ooh. And Black Terry versus Mr. Condor from December 5th. Um, what's the Akiyama tag? Is that a, that's a DDT? Yeah. Yeah. I bet that's... that's one of those uh, like Osaka shows where they bring in like the old uh, Osaka pro legends and stuff and have them like go up against uh, like various people. That's the one where uh, Akihama and Buffalo fucking like kind of shot on each other. Oh, that's too. the shoot mat. Oh, that's the one where they where, where it broke down. OK, cool. Good pick. Good. Pick. I forgot about that. Yeah. Until now I'm like, hey, I saw that clip. Them? Yeah. Yeah. That's is that's is that black Buffalo? Yeah, that's the. OK. Yeah. So, yeah, there was the former Osaka Pro guys. Love them. Um, well, there's more on that, but we'll talk in a minute. Um, as far as Kiyomiya is concerned. Um, Phil Schneider, author, blogger, father, uh, sent me a list in order. Number five, uh, Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson. Number four, Ricky Marvin versus Black Terry. Number three, Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. Number two, Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk. Number one, Mr. Condor versus Black Terry. Thank you, yeah. Phil. Thank you, Chef. Um, let's see here. Daniel McCabe did not send me a list. He said he does not have a list. And I said, well, how about your favorite match that you were in? And he said, no, he didn't. He just ignored that. <laughs> um but yeah i tried to get him he didn't yeah um i also never got a, a second reply from murder brian even though he replied to the first one never came back i also wasn't able to get a reply uh, a final reply from worldwide who said he didn't watch wrestling um and benji sweet benji uh did not reply to me so oh and paul i didn't get a paul even though he said he was going to send me something, I talked to him this morning. And he did Sweet Paul. Yeah. Um, I've got, let's see here, 
friends of the show, friends of the show. Uh, Seftaxius. That's how I say that. I say it that way, too. Uh, declined to send a list saying that he was trying to not be any sort of presence in wrestling in the wrestling ether these days. Um, and I told him I totally understand that. And I respect that, uh, but also I have his spreadsheet, so I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just list uh, his number one, um, <clears throat> Septaxius, uh, number one match of the year. He has this is so mean. Uh, Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly from uh, New Year's Evil uh, earlier this year. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, this might be. I don't. I don't. This might not be updated. You have that. That might be just an order of. Yeah, it's not. It's up. it's not because after that, well, it might be. Yeah, he's a Septaxis is a good guy, and he, you know, we're not trying to blow up spots. Here. No, no, he's he's got a really good eclectic taste, and he's got a really good spreadsheet, um, that goes all over, you know, all over the wrestling world. He's a good opinions haver, in front of the show. Um, I have. John, another spammer, the ultimate spreadsheet haver. Oh, yeah. Um, easily the most useful spreadsheet, match spreadsheet, if you like Lucha, um, but also if you like any wrestling, really. Um, he doesn't really do Japan, but he's got a really nice top 10 here. And he's a dear friend. And, you know, I've broke bread I'm with the man. Girl. Yeah, I've, you know, he's a good guy. Um, number 10, Ricky Marvin versus Negro Navarro. I believe that's from. July. It's a Maestro's yeah. match. Um, not so much throwing hands. It's number nine, Black Terry versus Pero de Guerra Jr. from August 31st, which is from Coacalco, and I watched today, and I really like it. Um, you get to see the dog. The dog is great. The dog's still there. Um, number eight, Sadika versus JWM. He liked the first one better, so I'm thinking that's the, the New Jersey one. Number seven, Brian Danielson versus Miro. Number six, Sadika versus Mickey Knuckles. Number five, Black Terry versus Ricky Marvin. Number four, Black Terry versus Mr. Condor. Number three, Justin Kyle versus Brian Keith. Interesting. Uh, number two, Brian Danielson versus Eddie Kingston. And his number one match of the year, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks from WrestleMania. Hell yeah. Yeah, which is a great match. Um, John, good guy, good guy. A uh, hell of a mustache. <laughs> Small Doink sent me a list. Um, <laughs> I, number five, Michiyoshi Ohara versus Kaito Kiyomiya um, from August 15th. Uh, number four, Nosawa Rangai versus Kaito Kiyomiya from September 3rd. Uh, number three, uh, Yoshinari Ogawa versus Kaito Kiyomiya from October 24th. Number two, Nasawa Rangai versus Kaito Kiyomiya from May 22nd. And his number one match of the year, Yoshinari Ogawa versus Kaito Kiyomiya from June 13th. Well, um, you know, Kaito's have it. He's having fun with it. This guy, this, he's such a prankster, this small doink. Um, no, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah, Kaito Kiyomiya had a good year. I mean, I, I look, I watched. The, I like Kaito. I always liked this fucking guy. I was not into him at first. I really did not like him at first when he was the heir apparent all of a sudden. Mm. But that was a f few years ago, and he's definitely... I, I like him now. Um, I didn't watch enough Noah this year. I never watched enough Noah. I do want to say um, the Kitamiya versus uh, fucking the cage match against Nakajima. Nakajima. Katsuhiko Nakajima. I was going to say Kensuke's son. Um, yeah. That's a good match. 
I really like that. Um, I really like Kitamiya versus uh, Keiji Muto, or at least I like the last half of it, where you know they, it's it's cool. Muto is cool. He's cool. Old well, ass Muto and Noah. It's like, did you see that old man selfie you took of them in the fucking uh, ring in Wrestle Kingdom? And it's just oh, like no. overhead. His like. I haven't oh. been online the last two days. Really, it, so. uh, you'll see it. I'll send it to you, Finny B. I like I like Muto's pictures. I like that one where it was like, is that his little dick? Oh, we talked about yeah, his little this weird uh, sauna like, nubbin. Yeah, we were like, is that someone asked his wife? Yeah, is that his dick? <laughs> What'd she say? I don't remember. Oh, must she might have been a very good said, No. Yeah, <laughs> that's that. probably yeah. She would have said no, and we didn't, and that's that's it. Um, the the uh, the Masawa tribute match, the June thirteenth. Um, Yoshinari Ogawa versus Kaito Kiyomiya match is a really wonderful match. Very simplistic, very very cool. Um, I did not watch the October match between them, which I heard was less. I don't know, whatever. Um, but Ogawa is still the man. Ogawa is still great. It's cool. Good for One Christopher Gibbons, Gibbons, my nephew Christopher, my nephew, the 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 Chris one hundred. The what's the what's the other one? Forearm Smash Fifty. <laughs> Forearm Smash Fifty. It's very funny. Um, sent me a ten. Number ten: Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood, and MJF versus CM Punk, Darby Allen, and Sting from AEW like two weeks ago. Uh, number nine: Justin Kyle versus Bruce Santee. That's from the October or the uh, the February excuse me the February show. Uh, Pit Fighter. Uh, number eight, Dr. Cerebro versus Perro de Guerra Jr. from Lucha Memes uh, from March 14th. Right. Don't know anything about that one. Dr. Cerebro, of course, whips ass. he was in the stable with Terry. They were Los Terrible Cerebros. Or I don't know the fuck. <laughs> you know, like 10 years ago in IWRG. Yeah. And Cere- Cerebro Negro, I believe, was the third guy. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, seven, uh, Blue Panther versus Hechicero, CMLL, a promotion that still exists. Um, I could save CMLL. It's gonna let me. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, number six, John Wayne Murdoch versus Sadika uh, from the June one, the first one. Uh, number five, Kiyomiya versus Ogawa from June. Number four, Ares versus Latigo from Riot Lucha, talked about earlier on the show. Number three, Kiyomiya versus Nosawa from May. That's the match where Kiyomiya gets busted open. Um, have you seen mm-hmm. that one? I did. Yeah, it's cool. It's all right. They, they, all these Noah guys, they lost their minds for it, and I get it. I totally get it. It's like <laughs> I totally, I totally get it. It's just you know you can't come in from out of nowhere and and get what they got out of that match. But I get it, and it's good. Sure. And I support you guys, kinda. Although I know you're kind of pranking me a little bit. <laughs> um, his number two is Black Terry versus Ricky Marvin, and Christopher's number one of the year is Black Terry versus Mister Condor. <laughs> Funny theme that has emerged, huh? Yeah, I loved it. Skyler, friend of the show, number five, uh, Black Terry versus Mr. Condor. Number four, Ricky Marvin versus Negro Navarro. Number three, Nasawa versus Kiyomiya. Number two, Briscoes versus Second Gear Crew. Hell yeah. There you go. And his number one, Ogawa versus Kiyomiya from June. Um, he said, Kiyomiya was so good this year, I started jacking it again, uh, which is an inside joke about that he told me one time that he didn't jack off ever because he just, I think his thing was like, why would he had like the classic, like why would I jack off if I uh, could just have sex with my wife? And I was like, my man, you have not been married uh, long enough 
to understand yeah. what the answer to that question is. Um, Matt B, Boko T, friend of the show, dear friend. Uh, these are all friends of the show. <laughs> They're all friends of the show. I guess I don't know why I keep saying that. Um, sent me a five. He doesn't watch a whole lot of wrestling, but he sent me a, a nice solid five. Um, Sting and Darby Allen. This is in descending order. Number five, Sting and Darby Allen versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Number four, Akira versus Mickey Knuckles from AWR. Wink. Might talk about mm. that one. Number oh, three, yeah. The Bunny and Penelope Ford versus Anna Jay and Tynara Conti. Number two, Black Terry versus Mr. Condor. Number one, Matt Tremont versus Atsushi Onita. A man of good taste. Joe Sposto sent me an mm. unranked top five. I'll take it. It's I'll good. You're gonna like unranked. you're gonna like it and you're gonna hate it. I'll take um, what I get, I'll start with the worst part. Uh Avery Good slash Dasher versus Alex Shelley from LVAC, October 22nd. Look, you know. he's got, look, he's, whatever. Um, Eddie versus Punk, full gear. Uh, Britt versus Thunder Rosa. Danielson versus Kenny Omega. And Ziggy Haim versus Edith Surreal from Enjoy Wrestling, mm. October 8th. So there you go. Um, yeah, I'm with that. Honorable mention. I've made fun of Alex Shelley more recently than I have. A very good professional wrestler, for the record. <laughs> well, Avery Good Much is more. look. He's on his way out, right? Isn't he? Yeah. So look, let's, let's stop. Make, a, we don't need to make fun of I'm him not... anymore. He's done. No, I only made the you did it. No, you him... you assassinated him. <laughs> I did say that like Ray from Chantix recently, but that's, you said he like, looked like Ray from Chantix, and now he's retired. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the order of events. I made fun of Alex Shelley more recently, though. Yeah. Well, he's more visible right now. Um, yeah. yeah, out here wrestling Paul Gruber. Yeah. Um, he, uh, Joe Sposto also gave an honorable mention to uh, Broski versus Gage he said that's how he wrote it um, let's see here Ty my brother Tyler um, yep. sent me a 10 uh, okay 10 Masashi Takeda versus Dragon Libre from Freedoms uh, 9 John Wayne Murdoch from, uh, versus Ian Rotten from King of the Death. Uh, number eight, Demis versus Iron Kid from Lucha Memis. That's the same show as Terry versus Marvin. Yeah. Um, and that's the cage match where it started raining before they could set up the cage. Yeah, it's raining during the very last few minutes of uh, right. Terry Marvin. Too. Right. That's like the thing. And then you're like, oh, that's it's a cool full atmosphere. downpour, though. Did you and see? Now they have to build a cage. Yeah, and then they don't, so they just wrestle in the fucking mud for like seven minutes, and then they just finish. <laughs> it's awesome. It's a great match. Um, did you see the Psycho Clown versus Brandon Kirk full rain match? I didn't see the whole thing, but I saw part of it. I watched the full clip, and it was I don't know. It was awesome. Such a weird thing that exists. Um, Number seven, Ares versus Latigo, Riot Lucha. Number six, Satu Jin versus Hoodfoot. Man, this guy's got good taste. Um, number five, Flystar, Lunatic Extreme, Sobra Dosis versus Astro Boy, Atomic Star, and Fulgur One from Mexa Wrestling, April 17th. I don't know. This is fucking crazy, <laughs> crazy trade us this guy watched. Fuck yeah. Uh, number four, Madman Pondo versus Hoodfoot from Ruthless Pro Wrestling, October 2nd, um, which. Tyler was there, and I, I think, thought he was, and he and he saw the blood spray from Hoodfoot's uh, head. So I, how how could you not put it there? How could you not? Um, and then this is such a fucking impeccable list, my brother. Uh, number three, Akira versus Mickey Knuckles from AWR. Number two, Neil Diamond Cutter versus Dale Patrick's. Number oh, one, yeah. Mister Condor versus Black Terry. Let's see here. 
Theodore, Ted, Teddy. Um, Mumbo Saruta himself. Serious Groovers, at Acid underscore Jerome, friend of the show, uh, a previously canceled guest that one day, <laughs> we'll, one day we'll get him back on. <laughs> one well, day we'll yeah, actually we'll get... fucking make that happen. Um, this is a great list. God, this is a great list. Um, in no particular order. And I have, and I'll tell you what, I have no idea how to read these in in the the funniest order. I'll start with Kaito Kiyomiya versus Yoshinari Ogawa, of course, from Noah six thirteen, and he's got Yusuke Kubo versus Isami Kodaka from Basara, and that's from yeah. May eighteenth. That's is that, sure. what's that is that all mat work? Is that like shoot style stuff? Probably yeah. Yeah, I I I mean I have no idea. Um, then he's got Keita Yano versus three two six, which is. Not the correct billing for either person in that match. Not, <laughs> it's, I believe it's Keita in the house versus uh, Mitsuru or some shit. Um, is wait, is, Mitsuru is not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know any Japanese. Um, I assume it's just that guy's name. That's from Unemployment Pro. And again, if you want to see uh, Keita in the house in Joker makeup, punch an old man in the balls <laughs> um, in a in the back of a pachinko parlor. It's best. You know, you, you know who to fucking message. Um, and then he's got to round out his his five. He's got Cody Rhodes versus Andrade, um, Andrade El Idolo from AEW, December first. Um, and then his fifth match that he gave me here is from New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, October 9th, Kota Ibushi versus the Great Okan. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I said, what the fuck is that? I've never seen him work even. And he said, he's a guy with a Sambo background who does a killer con gimmick. He makes Ibushi work a different match than he has in years. So like, sure. He says he's like I, a crazy I'm 80s all, throwback guy. I'm all for a guy wearing, working a killer con gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. You know that we, this is established. Obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's cool. We're going to talk about killer con with Teddy, hopefully. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the fucking Choshu, the eighties. That's that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. It's the gonna fir- fucking the first Got couple it. of months of this year for sure. Yeah, um, we want it too bad. Beautiful the Luke. society needs it too bad. I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, beautiful Luke. Um, at Deluxe WTC. I don't know what this guy's old at name was, but if you know Luke, he's a Vernon Hammer. Yeah, Vernon Hammer. Uh, he's Australian. Um, he's got a beautiful family. He's great hair. Um. He says he probably only watched like 25 matches from this year, uh, but his five in no particular order, Black Terry versus Mr. Condor, Eddie Kingston versus Miro, really good match, uh, CM Punk versus Daniel Garcia, Sadika versus Mickey, and so all of those were in like lowercase, like he just typed those out, and then the last one, he clearly copied and pasted. Because it's got it's and it's Leon Rojo, Ovet Jr., Perico, and Superboy versus it's the it's the fat loser match that I talked about earlier, the Ovet Memorial. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So thanks to him for putting that back in my mind because I I rewatched that today and I'm glad I did. Um, jet lag. <laughs> uh, jet lag sent me his list his match of the year project list it's a blog i don't know if you know this but jet jet lag has a blog yeah and he posts on it like every other day sometimes he and i share a blog is that right yeah oh i guess you do that's a different blog actually true yeah that's a different blog not that blog okay okay well like so jet lag is doing things like contributors jet lag's got a 2002 match of the year project going here where he's he's listing like he's he's just did a, a he did a 
one paragraph review of Perry Saturn versus Paul London from, from this is before London had a contract. This is from 2002. Oh yeah. That's a TNA. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it TNA? No, this is WWE. This is WWE. Yeah. Hmm. It says WWE. Oh, Saturn and yeah, Saturn's not in TNA until two thousand three. Yeah, I, I mean, remember. Fuck if I head. know, but yeah. Anyways, Jetlag's got a, a reverse viper hold. Blogspot dot com. I had no idea, and he fucking posts on there. Yeah, I check and it. He's a he's a, a psycho, fight. and I love him. Um, his top five. I'll just do his five. Um, Keda Yano versus Ikaru Sato. That's Keda in the house. That's from Tenryu Project, August thirteenth. Uh, Black Terry versus Ricky Marvin, Lucha Mimis. Josh Barnett versus John Moxley, GCW, April 8th. Masa Takanashi versus Fuminori Abe from Gato Move, that's uh, July 13th. And his number one match here is Kiyosuke Sasaki versus Daisuke Nakamura from Kyushu Pro. I gotta September watch the game match, man. Yeah, I've seen some people talk about that one too. Yeah, you know. Yeah. That's my shit, dude. I mean, you know. I know, I know, yeah. And, you know, Abe, Fuminori Abe, like all that stuff. Yeah, we like the same wrestling as that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's established. Um, early 90s pants did not send me a list. He said that um, he it wasn't memorable for him and that he smoked himself stupid and he was in crazy isolation. Because um, he's in, what, Vancouver, where you where they actually do still have things closed and have continued to have them closed. Um, he shouted out the Tournament of Survivals final. Uh, mm-hmm. Koger and Ox Cologne and Cardona and Gage are the the only ones that he like really wanted to shout out. Um, and he said that he's looking forward to watching uh, Freedom's Blood Xmas, which I believe aired tonight. I think it did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shouts out, shout out to him, Daniel. Good guy. Um, here we go. Cataloging Steve, friend of the show, dear friend of the show. I keep saying. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. They're all friends of the show. <laughs> They're all friends no of the show. No problem talking about our friends, man. Yeah, yeah. This is good. This is, go- this is going all right, right? We're, this is... We're doing great. Yeah. Um, what's it? 3.35 in the morning. Yeah, well. Yeah, what are you, you going to do? I'm doing fine. I don't, I don't think I have to work tomorrow. I have to work at 4.30 tomorrow. You know, so ah, that's fine. Go get sleep. Um, let's see here. Now, Cataloging Steve doesn't watch a lot of wrestling, uh, a lot of current wrestling. He, he lives in... Minnesota or North Dakota, and he attends every Time Bomb Pro show, um, and sent me a list of the his ten favorite Time Bomb Time Bomb Pro matches that he saw this year, and I think these are all live experiences. Uh-huh. Um, number ten, Orin Vite versus Badger Briggs. Hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> he says this is only on the list because Orin was shocked and offended that the crowd was booing him. Uh, he says Oren is a bitch here. I, I'm not. He wrote that. I didn't write that. Uh, <laughs> number nine, uh, the Carver of Cutter's Alley versus Gangrel oh, uh, yeah. from July 29th. Gangrel spat on me. He says, "Oh yeah, uh, bang and bang <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> uh, number eight uh, from Violence is Forever, uh, October 21st. Dominic Garini versus Minoru Suzuki. Cool. He says. He says it's always. He's always happy to see Garini, even when he's paired with a chump like Suzuki. Thank you. Oh, Steve. Acknowledging this man yeah. who is an old twink bitch. <laughs> and not our, our beloved friend, uh, friend of the show, friend, friend of the friend of the show, uh, Cinderblock Head uh, himself, Dominic Garini. 
Yeah, yeah. I uh... I was listening back to it. We were listening back to an AIW uh, podcast, and he referred to Trey Lamar as Mocha. And I, I've been laughing about that for for like months now. <laughs> I don't know if he's allowed to do that. I, I don't care. I, I don't care if he is Italian. I don't. I don't he was correct. <laughs> he was like, whoa. He got the whoa. He was just couldn't pick a better word. <laughs> uh, Dom rocks. Yeah. No, uh, I hope we see him back in ICW or something. Yeah, he's kind of. Uh, on he had a like he had like hiatus. A, he had like a juiced up neck and shit. Oh, okay. He's, he was injured. Okay. I thought it, I thought he was like taking a. Uh, like a psychological, like he just wanted. To I take think a it break. would. I think a little bit, a little bit of everything, maybe. You know, he's more. He, you know, he's um, from the same show, October twenty first, Kevin Koo versus Brian Keith. I bet that's fucking good. Those guys fucking probably beat the shit out of each other. Um, he's got six way scramble uh, here, which is uh, one called Manders versus. Uh, I don't. I don't know any Shane Black, Scott Story, Damian Saint. Rock solid Ross, and then just a guy called Jordan. Hell yeah! That <laughs> fucking sounds awesome. Yeah, he says Manders. Manders threw a door at Rock Solid Ross, Ross and it was cool. Um, number five, the Carver versus Badger Briggs from March twenty seventh. Um, this is from their murder basement. Uh, oh, we we were we were sponsors of that event. Is that the one? That, okay. Um, the plastic bag asphyxiation, asphyxiation finish is brutal. And sets it's very, up, it is cool. Sets up their rematch, I believe. Uh, bag him, bag the Duke. <laughs> uh, number four, Ricky Norin versus Insane Lane. Uh, this is a show that he was at, that Steve was at, but didn't make tape. Um, this is barbed wire shit. Um, oh yeah, dude. fucking Lane, man. Real, real comeback of the year, kind of. Uh, yeah, Insane I, Lane. I should. I wish. I wonder. I totally forgot about uh, Neil. Diamond Cutter versus, versus Lane. Lane. Yeah, from July 4th. Misery Watch. I, sh- I, I should have. That might be a lot of fun. It's not top 10, but it's so good. It's so good. It's so- and it, Insane Lane is just, just so exciting to see him back. Yeah, we've talked about that. We've already talked about that on the show, but man, yeah. he fucking rules. Good dude. Um, number three, Frontman Jaw versus Eric Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, apparently, Cannon bladed in this match. Um, number two, Violence is Forever which is the former Sad Kampf, which they should go back to that name, Greeny and Kevin Koo versus Damon Spriggle and Oren Veidt. Um He says they beat the shit out of Damon Spriggle, and Spriggle is uh, good at playing a guy out of his league. Um, and so he said that Oren is also in the match. Um, and then his number one <laughs> time bomb match of the year uh, on a show that was not taped, <laughs> The Carver versus Badger Briggs. Finally, Badger gets gets her revenge. I didn't realize Badger Briggs was a female. Uh, against the man who killed her. Uh, the ref fucked up the ending a little, but not badly enough to prevent this from being my number one match of the year. It's a damn shame this didn't make tape. Well, you know, so we good. need we need fucking reports from shit that doesn't make tape. That's what I told him. Still makes tape, man. That's a good fucking it's, list. It's like kind of crazy that there are things that still don't make tape, but in a way, no, it's good. It's okay because it's like you know, makes it special. Everything's in the fu- it's so cool. system is not fully developed. There's all shit that's going all over the place, and you know you just got to catch the fucking proton beams and shit. You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you know thank you, Steve. Thank you. That's a good. That's such a good list. Um, all right, let's see here. I got a couple more um, from the Bad Wrestling Podcast. Kevin at Johnny Blackcraft sent me Punk versus Eddie Kingston, Sting, Darby Allen, and Punk versus FTR and MJF. CM Punk versus 
Daniel Garcia, Sting and Darby Allen versus FTR, and Black Terry versus Mr. Condor. <laughs> I can't I can't challenge that list. One thing who could you? Thank you, Kevin. I feel like I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Ricky Starks. Oh God! I feel like the, I feel like the Stroke Daddy. I feel I've I've never felt like Ricky Starks, but I I, I aspire to. Um, from the Bad Wrestling Podcast, Chris, funky ass dice game. Uh, no order here. Black Terry versus Mister Condor. Uh, El Hijo de Fishman, Terremoto, Mister Aguila versus Hijo del Espectro Junior, Ancla Junior, and Hijo de Mascara Sagrada, which is the match where Hijo del Fishman uh, gets arrested mid-match, yeah, dude. <laughs> um, which I think I think was an honorable mention from Christopher from Chris Gibbons' list as well. Um, if you're ever unsure about which Chris from Chris I'm referring to, this is Chris. The other one's Christopher. Um, Madman Pondo versus Hoodfoot. Um, great. CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. And uh, Jay versus Mark Briscoe, the fight on the farm. Thank you, Chris. He also sent me a bonus match that captured the Holocausto versus Shalom feeling for me, is what he said. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, That's fucking important feeling. Yeah. Undeniably, dude. Yeah, he, this is his uh, Holocausto versus Shalom match of the of year, the year. Uh, it's from 205 live lash legend versus saray and i said who what is that because i didn't know what i didn't know who and then i, I now i know that that's saray or sari with the lot with all the e's from joshi right yeah but i don't know who the fuck that is <laughs> but i don't give a shit so but it sounds good um and yeah i you know i guess my i told him that my uh my holocausto versus shalom match of the year uh, is Jack Cartwheel versus Ninja Mac from GCW Houston? Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't think I have a match where I got like a, as irrationally angry as I could have. Uh, where I'm just like, well, no, but going? the Holocausto versus Shalom match. If people don't know, it was like it's a handheld video of a match that was like a dark match in an IWRG show. Yeah, and it's just two of the shittiest wrestlers ever and there's nothing notable about them except one of them is called Shalom and one of them is called Holocausto and then Holocausto wins the match and they like botched 12 simple things along the way <laughs> uh, it's good uh, <clears throat> let's see here uh, Tim from Q&TR uh, at Bone Dog's Wife sent me 10 and he said um, he prefaced it uh, by saying uh, I think y'all and your listeners won't love my list. And I said, no, I want, I want it. I want, give me the shit. Give me the fucking juice. Um, and you know, I don't know some of the shit. I like, I don't know, but sure. Uh, number 10, Kevin Koo versus Brian Keith from time bomb. Two votes, right? That's two votes. It's two votes. It's undeniably two votes. <laughs> uh, I'm number on it. I got two votes. I'm glad. <laughs> Number nine, Alex Kane versus Hoodfoot from KOBK sold out. That sounds like a cool match. I bet it is. Uh, number eight, Alex Shelley versus Daniel Garcia from Beyond Uncharted Territory, a show that's still still happening every week sometimes. Um, number seven, Violence is Forever versus The Lost Boys. And this is from SUP, uh, Southern Underground Pro. I had to ask who they are. He said that that's Hoodfoot and Chase Holiday. Yeah. So you knew that. I didn't know that. I did know that, actually. 
Uh, number six from Limitless, Daniel Garcia versus J.D. Drake. I heard that's a fucking good match. I bet. I bet it is. Um, number five, Daniel Maccabe versus Eric Royal. Uh, Scenic City Invitational Tournament Night 2. A match that I forgot about, but is pretty sick. And Maccabe's head gets split open in it. Um, I, I like their first match better, but this one's got blood, so I'm torn, you know? Yeah. Um, number four, Brian Danielson versus Adam Page. The 60-minute draw. Number three, Tom Lawler versus Alex Coughlin from Bloodsport. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want. I forget about those shows. Uh, number two, CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston from Full Gear, and number one, Lee Moriarty versus Darius Lockhart from Enjoy hmm. Wrestling. So I don't know. You know, that's not that one's not for me. But he put it at number one, so it must have something fucking going for it. Uh, whether I could see it or not, you know. Yeah. Um, I got six from f- friend of the show J.R. Goldberg. Um, his number six is Ricky Marvin versus Bandito, which I believe is from August. I don't know what the promotion is. I'll tell you what I, t- I, I clicked it. He sent me the link. I clicked it. I skipped to the middle and Ricky Marvin had Bandito in a tree of woe hanging upside down. And he was sitting in like sitting like with his leg and just sitting in front of him and just slapping him in the face. Hell yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch the match, but I mean, I was like, all right, hell yeah. Um, his number five Toxine versus Viano three junior, which is a, I didn't love that match, but I get it. Um, it's a very big, you know, modern Apuestas match. Or it's not, it might just be Super Libre, actually. Did you see Toxine versus Viano 3 Jr.? I didn't. I forget. I, I think it's from I Mexa. Viano 3 Jr. Yeah. I think it's from Mexa Wrestling, or maybe it's... I think so, yeah. You know, that sounds right. or something. Knowing the two of them. Yeah. Um, number four, Black Terry versus Ricky Marvin. Number three, Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. Number two, Mickey versus Akira. And number one, Black Terry uh, versus... Mr. Condor. Um, and then the last couple ones I got here from Sally, Fimboy Garfield, um, past and future guest. CM Punk versus Darby Allen, Nick Gage versus Matt Cardona. Uh, the Great Muda versus Keno. That's the match where Keno sets his leg on fire. Kitchen. Yeah. Uh, Josh Barnett versus John Moxley. Um, and Penelope Ford and the Bunny versus Ty Conti and Anna Jay. It's a nice five. I like that five. Um, you know, you can always count on the shark. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna scroll here and make sure I didn't forget anyone. I think that's I think that's everybody except for the last two I got here. Yeah. Last right. three lists, technically, yeah. if I'm right. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Um Yeah, well now that we've prefaced it, let's do um from Misha at Crowley Head. Uh, past and future guest, friend of the show, <laughs> um, roommate of the show, roommate of the, the show. show, at least. Yeah, I uh, she. I didn't ask her because I didn't know. So I'm glad oh, you, you did. told me to ask. Did her, I do? Okay. And I was like, I don't know. And then okay. I asked. Oh, her I did. I asked her. And I then now. I was like, All right, send him to him. Okay. Because I'm not gonna remember him. All right. Good. I got fucking shit to do. I'm like, oh, I got look up cage match shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm the I'm the I'm the fact checker. I was looking up some cage matches myself. I was, I was on Striga's website. You know, I love to go on there. The Striga town, yeah. Number five. All right, so, all right, so she's got two lists. Uh, her, her, this is her top five, and then she's got a separate five. So I'm going to do, do them in the order that she sent them. Number five, Lulu Pencil, Emi Sakura, and Minoru Fujita versus Chris Brooks, Veni slash Asuka, and Yuna Mizumori. Is that, that's Gato Move? Yes, Chaco yeah. Pro. Chaco uh... Pro, yeah. Uh, she wanted me to shout out uh, 
uh, a girl, Veni Oscar, uh, for being uh, the Tiger Queen. Okay. The new Sayama protege, which is very fucking cool. Oh, I didn't know about good that. For, That's cool. Yeah, good for fucking this Billy Joel looking motherfucker for being like, yeah, let's get the fucking dick, the dick girl and like put her in the fucking mask <laughs> and have her kick people in the face. I'm pro that. That is pretty Everyone sick. Everyone we know is pro that pretty much. That is pretty sick. Um, oh, fuck. All right. Dark Sheik versus Effie. Is that from a gay brunch? That was from, from the no Vegas Peace. show. That's from the Vegas show. See, I didn't watch yeah, that. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. We watched I, that tonight. Um, that reminds me, not to get right in the middle, um, Billy Dixon versus AJ Gray, the pup collar match. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. good. Really fucking good. Honorable mention. Throwing it out there. Um, <laughs> forgot. Uh, number three from Misha is uh, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Um, just such a fucking good match. Such a good match. Number two, uh, Ryan Kaplan being murdered by a truck in AIW. Is that, what is <laughs> that from? That's the Bishop match. That's the Bishop match. Okay. Okay. I watched that. I just couldn't remember which one it was from. I watched all the big Kaplan matches from the year. Um, except for the ones on the Juggalo shows. The uh, AIW shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so good to see him back. And number one, the Bruce Santee versus Justin Kyle saga. So that's going to be carrying over from the end of last year but i count it i think that's such an i don't know it's you know and that 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 feud gave us justin kyle you know oh, yeah like bruce santee is what bruce santee was like an old ufc guy or something is that the deal he's like no he's like an old florida dude like fip and fucking oh uh, he's not a fighter i thought he was like a ufc guy no I neither of these guys are like actual mma fighters i caught just kyle was Oh, I don't know. Was, where, okay. I can't find his shit, but I, don't, I also don't think he, re- he worked as just a Kyle under that. I oh, don't know what the fuck oh, his ring is a cage name or whatever the fuck was. I would, presumably his real name. Probably yeah, Justin but, Kyle is a pretty fake sounding. It's like a. It feels, that's what that's like a thirty year old like white guy from from Michigan would be like. Uh, two first fuck names. It. Yeah, the first and middle name. That is a fair, and then his last name is like Sadowski or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like some real Polish shit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Santee versus Justin Kyle. Uh, those matches are untouchable. I watched the February one today because I. I should have rewatched it just to rewatch it. I, even yeah, if I didn't put on my list. it was. Cool. I had. I fucking scrolled past. I had it bookmarked on VK, and I scrolled past. And I was like, all right, that'll take three minutes. It turns out it only took two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she's got her. Uh, she's got a top five Neil Diamond Cutter matches of the year. Yes. Uh, number five, Neil Diamond Cutter versus Masada. Um, number four, Neil Diamond Cutter versus Brandon Kirk. Number three, Neil Diamond Cutter versus Sage Sin Supreme, the pumpkin patch death match. Number two, Neil Diamond Cutter versus Dale Patrick's. Number one, Neil Diamond Cutter versus Atticus Kogar. I'm surprised the lane match isn't on there. You two probably. You probably should have kicked that back into her. Her memory no, too. no, we talked about the lane match. I don't know why. I don't necessarily know how that ended on the well on the cutting room floor, but I that don't cougar match is good though. I, I that was nine hours ago. Yeah, like oh, a lifetime. Um, and then the last one I'll have here, um, a friend of the show, uh, Eric Fred Eric Ritz, um, at Segunda Kaeda, uh, a, a blogger, a podcaster, host of So It's Come to This, a podcast about movies that. More people should listen to for sure. Um, Guy with a cat. If you say Good so. Cat. If you say so. Uh, his top ten in descending order: number ten, Darby Allen versus CM Punk; number nine, Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk; number eight, Raquel versus Io Shirai. From April seventh, mm-hmm. takeover oh, yeah. before Mania weekend, I guess. Yeah. Uh, was it stand delivery. Yeah, that was the name. 
but sh- <laughs> all right nxt was going down the hill before they fucking yeah. did anything this year before they tried to kill triple h <laughs> <laughs> um, number seven from AIW, Eddie Kingston versus Dominic Garini, April 30th. Oh, I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, it's good. Match. It's good. Um, number six, Ricky Marvin versus Black Terry. Number five, Mickey Knuckles versus Akira. Number four, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Number three, Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson. Number two, Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. And his number one match of the year, Black Terry versus Mr. Condor. <laughs> and that's our friends. That's our friends. No, there's others. We have other friends. Um, And if, and I got, if if anybody is listening to this and feels like you, I I apologize. I love you all very much. I love every listener to the show. Um, Even the fucking pieces of shit. I know some of you are out there. There's a a couple of you. I just read your names and lists. I'm on mic right now. You don't have to say that about me. No. Uh, Anyway, where the fuck are we? We're at three. It's your number three of the year, man. From ICW No Holds Barred, July 10th, John Wayne Murdoch versus Justin Kyle. You know, I might as well table this, but it's my number two, so let's just talk about it now. It doesn't matter. Uh, No, 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 no. That's not how this works. All right, then. What's What's your number three? All right. <laughs> From GCW April eighth, Bloodsport, Josh Barnett versus John Moxley. I didn't fucking watch it. You asked me if I had watched it. So what's what's the deal with this match? Why is it? Oh, uh, it's just it's just classic like fucking old New Japan style. Just two fucking sweaty men beating the shit out of each other. What do you mean? Like all over the place? Like, Fu- like Fujinami versus Inoki or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's, it's bloody. Got, it's oh, both bleed. Really? Yeah. Damn. Barnett cuts open like I've never seen him cut, uh, and it's a good mox blade, blade jump too. You get like some of the vi- vibes from uh, that we like from the 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 Riddle Blood Sport. Like Mox does a dive uh, from uh, the ring, you know, where there, there's no ropes. To Barnett, like hits him with a knee when he's on the outside. Sure. A lot of like. You know, just a lot. Of, everything's so snug. Mox is Mox is fucking great, and as a like grappling, felt like trying to be like, like yeah, like doing the like the like the shoulder roll shit. Oh, he knows uh, how to turn it off. He knows how to be. He knows a, he what he wants do, to do. Yeah. He knows what he's it's on just, TV. You know. And then this is he. He just um, fucking Barnett was just just a house of fire. Hits a fucking disgusting looking DVD uh, at the end. Um, and gets him with like a like with an arm bar and stomps to the face. Yeah, what's the finish of this? Is Barnett uh, wins? Yeah, Barnett wins with with stomp like ref stoppage. Yeah, he just stomps the shit out. How of long the, uh, is this? Oh, I'm gonna say eleven minutes. Cool shit. You should have told me that. It's that's what you should. Oh, yeah, you should no. said. You should said. Did no, you? No, it's wa- not a repeat of the fucking yeah, Minoru Suzuki match. By well, no I I don't think that's ever gonna happen. That that was a mistake in the crowd. They lost the crowd partially. They got him back, and then people were I don't know. That's a weird one. Um. I what, what was it last year? Moxley was supposed to wrestle Barnett, but then he ended up wrestling Dickinson. Okay, so it went from it was supposed to Moxley. Uh, oh no, Dickinson Barnett is what happened. That happened in Atlantic City because it was supposed to be Mox. That's what I remember. Uh, Barnett, but Mox got a mer- uh, Marissa. Uh, then COVID happened and killed the the sh- uh, show when they were going to do it in uh, Orlando or whatever the fuck it was. Um, was it Orlando? 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, no, it was supposed to be Tampa. 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 Yeah. Tampa. Same fucking it's thing. It's Central Florida. Don't one's got Mickey, one's got strippers. Then um it was never announced for Indy. That's when Mocks were dicks. Mickey Mouse as well. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, so it took them like they were setting it up for fucking September or like 2019, and it took them like nearly sure. like like over like a year and a half, over so a year and a half. For those of you that like are that really love Bloodsport and and you know Josh Barnett fans, like I, I guess this would be a a really important match, right? Yeah, I didn't consider that. I, I guess I, you know, that's the thing is, I the blood sports stuff. I I like it. I I watch those shows sometimes, but and they were really cool at first. But I don't know. You know, I'm fucking. I need. I'm. It was just. It was just great snug work. Um, just you know, Mox is really good at mixing in a little bit of uh, mixing in the pro shit. That's why it has, and that's kind of what I don't need it to be like shoot style and that. I need. I just want like old school New Japan. Like that, uh, like heavyweight style New Japan. Like, yeah. If you just have, if you're just having Hashimoto matches, well, then I'm good for that. Like, that's that's cool. It doesn't need to be uh, the most precise fucking Pencrassian ring style work of all time. Pencrassian. It just needs to be fucking badass. What about how about this badass match? How about the Pencrassenstein brothers? Yeah, I'm definitely the first person to ever make that joke. Oh no, yeah, because I can't imagine under either of men fighting. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. The wife though. Um The wife yeah. the wife's a scrapper. That's that's definitely true. What's the uh what's who, who two guys that are analogous to Barnett and Moxley? What's the what's the match? What's the what's the new Japan match? Um mm. Barnett's it, I don't know. Barnett is kind of. I'm like, putting you on the spot here. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's no, that's it's it's sort of like it's a little bit like a like the best version of like a Fujiwara Amuda match almost, which I don't think is a match that a big singles ever really. Yeah, happened. it never happened. It, it feels. Yeah, I can't imagine if it, it did. It's not impossible that they had a singles from sometime, but they didn't have a big one. Uh, it's something. Because it's like Mox is is like he relishes in being unpolished and he relishes in doing crazy bullshit. But that is the thing he's throwing. And like and, you know, Barnett is like you you get the feeling it's like, yeah, Barnett is not going to like stop it because like he's got to beat this motherfucker. And, you know, he's going to pull these tricks and be like a fucker about it. So, you know, we still got to beat his ass. Okay. And Barnett, Barnett's a good baby face. I know he's a fucking nerd. So he's, he's a baby, baby face in that match. Uh yeah, it's work. It's work. Star versus star, but sure. he doesn't like go out of his way to cheat. Or God, anything. I feel bad that I didn't watch this. I really should have because you you you've asked me if I'd watched it, and that should have been that's all right. Clue enough. Um, cool. Moxley. I don't know. You know, I'm happy with this guy. It's it's really exciting that he's allowed to go do death matches and stuff, and I I hope you know. It's very. He... It's been very strange watching this publicized. Like the you know. Again, I think yeah. we may have talked about this on a previous show, um, but I was telling my wife this, that, like, when I was a kid, alcohol addiction, which is how this is being built, we know it's substances and all kinds of stuff, you know, Moxley's probably, you know, crazy, so, <laughs> I don't know, you know, you hear the, st- you've heard the stories, um, who knows what he's on, I shouldn't slam to a man, but... It's, yeah, like, I could believe it's a combination of things, I could believe it is primarily alcohol as well, yeah. but there's, there's, that it's not just alcohol, I think that... Right. That, I think that's the, the again. Beside the point, though, I, I addiction, substance abuse in wrestling 
when I was a kid was Hawk falling off the fucking Titantron and Scott Hall. Yeah. Those were like the representations of uh, this very legitimate fucking illness. <laughs> um, so Yeah, and then by the time that we were teenagers, it was like uh, Shawn Michaels uh, getting Candido to pimp out Sonny and shit. <laughs> like, yeah. you know... Just like, and it was like, eh, it, it was the 90s. Yeah. You know, man, like dark times. Just fuck dark times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so when, when people would say like, uh, it's, it's, they shouldn't be talking about this. It's, you know, I, I remember that being a take from some of the Vincels that like, they're trying to get sympathy or whatever by showing like, you know, what, you know, what a, what a healthy workplace or whatever. And yeah, it, it's definitely weird for CM Punk to like, put a part about John Moxley in his promo, you know? Yeah. But also it's kind of nice. I think it's yeah, kind of nice. I'm a fucking drug addict and I think it's kind of nice. I mean, we talked about that fucking uh, episode on one of the WCW hardcore things we did where like, uh, I think it was the hack episode where Scott Hall, who hasn't been on TV in months and won't be on TV in months is just there do yeah, as yeah. the chief it, at one, and doing the one flew over the cuckoo's nest of flair and you're like that's one of the most insane things i've ever seen in retrospect yeah. i bet it was in, it would have been insane to me when i was like 6 or 7 i forget exactly what it, but well you had seen Milos Forman's and they're film like oh and... yeah no totally like that's huh. yeah. yeah it's so weird it's like it, like it would have just been a joke and it's like no, it shouldn't be a joke, man. It's not. It's not good. And like the uh, like addiction issues for wrestlers have been an issue since there's been wrestling. Almost. Yeah. Well, and it's like, not going to go away just because of you know whatever wellness policies or whatever the fuck you know. I mean, no, fuck. Look what just happened to Jeff Hardy. You know. Yeah. I, I, like. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if a different like working environment would have helped him. Probably. I mean, I don't know, but again, that's just plenty me. of guys were under uh, were worked for WWE with the wellness policy in effect and fucking died anyway. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, they've it's, they, luckily there hasn't been uh, a significant uh, there hasn't been a death on the roster, but that you fucking tell like uh, you, you you let's go talk about like uh, fucking Garrison Cade and Umaga and a bunch of other people and Rosie and a bunch of other people who like ha- like put their body through fucking shit and. Just, uh, you know, I mean, what was the most important, like, what was the most significant acknowledgement of addiction in WWE in the last, in the 2010s? It was, uh, Paige, uh, making fun of Reed Flair. Oh, gross. Well, I, that was good, man. That was, do you remember when, uh, Seamus made Jeff Hardy do a live piss test in the Thunderdome? God. I think you forgot I, about that, and then he, then he threw piss in his it. face. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I support every live piss test and piss being prone in the face because that's classic wild side. As that's long as it's failing, work. Right as long face. as this is a work and he can use fake pee and get and potentially pass the drug test. That's, what, that's, my, yeah. that's my asterisk. God. Um, get better soon, Moxley. You want to see more in fucking GCW? Uh, yeah. Cool. It's good. I'm glad it's happening. Um, the reason I wanted to just move along is my number two um is black terry versus mr condor from zona 23 december 5th um you what what the fuck is wrong with you okay here's the thing what is Uh, wrong with you i don't know a lot of things but that's not that's not here to that to this partially here 
mean not necessarily. <laughs> I just wa- I watched it and I watched it again and I felt like I was missing something. And for some reason, I couldn't connect if this as being one of the absolute best matches of the year. I knew it was fucking cool. I liked it. I do like it. It's hard to not like, but as a match, I just sort of I don't know, man. Where Somehow, did you, where did the feeling? So you're telling me? I definitely think. I wanted more than what the fuck happened in the ring. I'm not expecting them to start doing Yavis. I just want, I don't know, something about it just felt. Well, yeah, the, the, it the, felt like the, half a match. The it just finish felt like half a match to me, man. I don't know. Well, that's something what. About, that, but that's that is mostly what these matches are like. I mean, that's true. And the part of it is that I go down. Da- I'm less of a. I end up being more down on on Duesadero stuff than I always fucking want to be. I don't know why. Mm. I just don't know. I just couldn't click for me, and I don't have a good reason for it. I just I liked it. It just was not going to be in my top ten, and I just. I just so, had so other Barbara, stuff you, I wanted to, you, you, artificial one to fry. You 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 mentioned that you wanted like more in the ring. You wanted like a, just it a just, little more meat to the back half of the match, which I totally get. It's not. My but favorite. the front half of that match, when they're just two men at the combined age of uh, 131, I think, yeah. Or, uh, 69 just, plus 62, so one 131 maybe. Uh, they're just uh, punching each other in the face over and over. That's yeah. good. It's not I, good. Really it's good, great. Man. It's great. It's no. It's not good. It it's great. Fucking, it didn't hit me the way I wanted it to. Yeah. I think maybe expectations. I don't fucking know, man. It's it's hard. Out Sometimes of your fucking mind. I'm fine. I mean, well, it's still getting acknowledged. It got like yeah, everybody else. <laughs> not everyone. Not everyone. Yeah. Not, I'm fine with it though. I I like the match a lot. I just I just was you, like but you I just you prefer Darius you prefer Darius Lockhart versus uh, Lee Moriarty. <laughs> No, I didn't get that. Didn't make my damn list out here. We know what I'm saying. Oh, no. I didn't. I thought that was gonna be your number one. Um, no. All right. So I guess from the moment this started, and yes, this has been super hyped up in our like <clears throat> our little circle because clips of this surfaced the week after it happened, and then we were waiting on IWTV to release it. Um, and it is it is two sixty some somethings, you know, sixty somethings. Uh, slapping each other and punching each other, punching each other in the dirt. I mean, it, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple yeah. stuff. But, like, it has a sustained energy and, until the last bits there where you know they're doing some business and they're probably going to, you know, we know this match is probably going to end in a double pin. It does. Um, that's fine. I know you don't have a problem with that. I don't have an issue with it, really, no. I don't have an issue with a cop... With a- so called crop out finish because it's not a cop out finish. I don't care. But it's also they, it's also old man lucha, so you're yeah. almost expecting it. You know, like you don't, you know, you don't expect Doctor Wagner Jr. and L.A. Park to have a fucking clean finish. You know, no, like, no. You, you're, you'd I, be like, stupid if you wanted that. I want to see how they'll do the bullshit at that point. Yeah, it's like right. they're gonna do it, so do it good. Yeah, this is obviously the the finish of this is not the most well executed version of. Uh, I, just, I just feel like. The Terry matches I lo- that I love and love and love have a little more narrative drama to it. I don't know. I, mm. It just didn't hit me the way I wanted it to. And I think I was like, I knew it was going to be on your fucking list. And I, I said, ah, fucking I'm punning. Because I, I just I can't get into this match the way I want to. And I don't have enough time to. Uh, Throw it on. Just put it on right now. Just put it on. I'll put it on <laughs> when I wake up tomorrow. <laughs> just put it on. Yeah. No, it's, it's fair. Um, I think you're out of it's mind. Still- but. It's we all have those matches where it just it, it's it's eighty percent of what you want, and then that's that twenty percent of what escapes you is a big fucking twenty percent. 
Yeah. It, it, you know, it's not anything they do wrong. What, it's just it's what you're not... calling twenty percent is like less than five percent for me. Uh, no, I because it doesn't have it doesn't. What about have the part those... where they where they just yank on each other's legs? That's pretty good. That part is so good. Like that's part, that's where it should be breaking down. Like no, I I, mm, I I like the last five minutes and the fucking windshield, which is just shocking. I remember them loading the win- you see the guys loading the windshield into the ring, and you're like, they they're probably <laughs> doing that for the next match, right? Like that's they're not gonna do this here. Yeah. Yeah, not these guys. Um, I also really like the part where um, obviously they they uh, Terry's kicking his ass, and I mean they're going back and forth a lot, you know. Um, but the part where uh, Mr. Condor breaks the beer bottle and threatens Terry with it. And then uh, Terry has to get his own beer bottle, and they have a standoff, and then eventually... Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. There's a little kid there, <laughs> and he looks fucking terrified. Did you see the kid? I don't think I saw the kid. Actually. Go watch the fucking match. Watch the match, see the kid. It'll, it'll be your... God damn it. Look for the kids. You gotta look for the little kids in the crowd. That's what makes this. I'm looking at faces. I'm looking at these two men's faces. You can't. They, they're covered. They're, they're two old Mexican guys covered in blood. You've seen it a million times. Look at the kid, who's three feet away from the two old psychos with broken beer bottles, threatening to kill each other. That's the moment in this match. Is that fucking kid, and you didn't even see it. So. I, so I understand, I guess. It's a child. It's Billy Starks. You missed it. Yeah, that was Billy Starks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that was a, a very... Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> That's my number two of the year. It's not my favorite match of the year. My favorite match of the year, um, I was validated on a rewatch to see. But um, yeah, Black Terry versus Mr. Condor. Uh, it was cool. What a I'll fucking... Be- what a, That little kid. That little kid's never going to forget that. I uh, his dad's I like trying. Like, I hope so. His dad, or you know, whatever his uncle or whatever, is like, ho- like kind of, kind of holding him. Like you know, has like an arm over and is behind him and is like shouting for the guys to kill each other. And the kid looks fucking terrified. Man, oh, it's so good. Thing. It's so good. Um, so right, my num- number, your number two, two, which is my number is three, Justin Kyle versus John Wayne Murdoch from Indianapolis, July tenth. Yeah. Uh, this was for the American Deathmatch Championship. This was fucking awesome. Just one it had of the be. most action-packed matches I've ever seen. It had to be awesome. There's nothing. It could not be anything less than phenomenal, or it would have been a huge disappointment. Um, yeah. I, I kind of can't believe they did this match. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy that that's just like no, just do it. Why not? And then they did it, and then it actually happened. And, and Justin and, you Kyle know what? is stringing together Goldberg and Roman Reigns' offense. <laughs> yeah. And you're losing your mind. Yeah. Yeah. And how fucking maximal it is. It's remarkable, too, that, like, I mean, my point of view going into this was, like, you, you just can't do this. Because you can't, I mean, Murdoch, all right, Murdoch can't lose the Deathmatch Championship to a non-Deathmatch wrestler, obviously. But yeah. also, Justin Kyle can't lose any match. He shouldn't lose any match. And the fact that he does, and you buy it, and then he goes on, and he's still Justin Kyle afterwards, and you don't, like, you're not thinking, well, he lost to John Wayne. You never think of it. Like, because they they did it. They did the fucking thing, and then everybody came out fine, and better, and it fucking, it ruled. It's a fucking miracle match, just on the, just on that level. But the fucking work itself is psychotic. (laughs) And no, it's such a crazy 
violent match, just all impact at all times. Just, just like, like again, I, I I've said it like five times already. But if you say you're gonna do, if you're gonna have a match for ten minutes, you can really do a lot in those ten minutes. You can really, get, you don't have to fuck a dick around for those ten minutes. You can do whatever the hell you want, and they go for it. They do everything. Yeah. What? 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 How long is this? Do you have it? Uh, 11 minutes, 47 seconds, something like that. Right. Um, yeah, it is, it is a crazy, it is a crazy successful match. Like that's the thing that I, it's just like, it, it just, it is, it hits perfectly. And you know, there's whatever, there's a couple spots where, like, you know, he does the Superman dive, uh, oh, Justin yeah. does, and the tubes don't break. They go to the ground and then they break. But then it doesn't matter because Justin Kyle gets up and does like Batista machine gun arms. And you're like, fuck yeah. yeah. Justin Kyle just throws a chair from he th- one side of the ring over the, fu- over the ring to and, the floor and hit some fat guy over on that side. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. It is. And they, they do fire for the finish, um, which was not even necessary. Like, they, they, no, they, they didn't have to do that. I'm so glad they did, but they didn't have to. And when they did, I was like, oh, shit. All right. Well, we're. Yep, there it is. That's that's a that's a, you know, a top three of the year for sure. Like, is I don't know if that's what I said, but it was again. This was my number two match until uh, Terry Condor came out. Um, yeah, God, he's a he's a fucking beast. I know it's at this point it's cold. To, it's like not you know, even a year ago, just the Santee matches. We all knew Justin Kyle was like gonna be something, and he hasn't but really. He just ha- he just has such fucking. Like he has that shooter charm. Yeah, he is a ten minutes, a seventeen seconds presence. Yeah, it's not just that he does cool shit. He is a fucking presence. Does everything he does is just fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got he's got movie star fucking shit to him, you know. And he doesn't. Uh, oh, and I'm gonna. I got a. I got a category. Uh, uh, the will you be my large stupid boyfriend award? <laughs> um. The the nominees Brian Keith, Justin Kyle, and your winner Mitch Vallon. Um, Mitch. But Justin Justin Kyle and Brian Keith uh, tied for runner up for the Will You Be My yeah. Big Dumb Boyfriend award. Um, Fuck it, Mitch. Yeah. Ruh, ruh, ruh. Uh, <laughs> so Mitch, Mitch, Mitch needs a super push. In tw- I got I want to see Mitch everywhere. I know. Mitch is the guy. I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. He uh, he he didn't even come close to making my list, but I love him. This match. Uh, was- I didn't get enough off of him. Yeah, but I just enjoyed him every time I saw him. Uh, too. Yeah. This is 10 minutes 17 seconds according to Kate. I, I was all, all right. I was off by. Uh, I had an 11. Uh, well, I no. I had 11, by 90 seconds longer. So that's good. That's Justin good. Kyle does not have a cage match profile. He still doesn't. You know, like all the great wrestlers. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, his at name is Kill Justin Kyle. That's cool. He's yeah. good. I don't know. He's a strange one. Um, he looks like a follow back guy from his from his following to follower ratio. I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get down to business with Justin Kyle. I think Absolutely, it'd be fun to talk to. Um, you know, when he wrestles in, he's like the ruthless pro champion or whatever, and he wrestles like he doesn't. He's still the guy, but it, there's something about him. There's, Danny taps into something with him. And I don't know if he just takes it more seriously or decides to go harder or maybe he's getting paid more. I don't know what it is. Just like sense, you know, like the old thing where like some promoters and bookers just have the ability to just bring out like they just say, do what you're going to do and just do it. And then, you know, fucking come back, fucking, you know, 
You know, like the old the 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 gauge line when he won the AAW title. My gang comes back. We're getting fucking hugs. Like <laughs> <laughs> just the sense of some people are natural motivators. Danny DeMonto was like He's the part of the year. He still is. Like, uh, yeah. Brett might be back, and I want Brett to be back, even if Brett is a little bitch. Uh, and I like making fun of Brett. But Danny, De- no, there's nobody like Danny DeMonte right now. Nobody's holding it down that way. Uh, Ian could have had a shot had he not gotten to, had he not been thrown out of two buildings. Well, no, but Ian's got a different energy. It's it's a total. It's that's why we've talked about Danny um, as like yeah. you know, the the perfect in between you know, of, of Ian with the sincerity and the love and the hugs and Zandig with the screaming and the bleeding and the yelling, you know, um, he's, yeah. he's halfway between Zandig and Ian, which is what makes him the promoter of the year or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> whatever he is. Um, well, I met Ian specifically. Ian had a, they had a good year. That's all. But the, they also got thrown out of two buildings. <laughs> right. Well, I heard, you know, I heard that they didn't get thrown out of Southside Turner's Hall. That they just aren't running. No, they didn't. They it's whatever's happened with the new one in New Albany, where they're just oh. like not running right now because, like I said, I said, I think I did say it before that they weren't going to be running. Well, they that was the, like, that was the thing the where that, there was like an AIDS scare again. There's like an HIV or a hepatitis B so, blood scare, whatever. I don't fucking know something like we shady. Talked about, we just talked about this last time. Yeah, but yeah. It's 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 funny. Yeah. So number one. I guess we have the same number one, don't we? Which is very good. Hell and yeah. I guess that means that we're staying in Indianapolis, doesn't it? I guess it I mean, if this, if that's where this is. <laughs> I assume it's that's where Indianapolis. this is. It's in Indianapolis. It's a different building. Yeah. Uh, number one. March 20, Mar- number one, March 28th. The uh-huh. As- Asylum Wrestling Revolution. <laughs> is is, it, a is that what the R stands of, for? <laughs> yeah. As- in the Pools of Fuckery match. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> Nikki Knuckles. Versus the goddamn motherfucking American Yakuza himself, Akira. Akira, the exotic weapon. So. Ah, oh, man. What a fucking match. When this match Fuck. this match first started like becoming a thing, we all watched it and was like, oh, yeah, it's match of the year. Um, but I didn't expect to come back to it and like actually have that validated. I watched this match today uh, for the second time. Yeah. And I, I, I cannot believe this match. I cannot believe Akira in this match. A guy that I have been shitting on. Who, again, Akira was like a joke to us, right? And then and, inexplicably, he be- inexplicably he became one of our guys. And then he went from that to just being like, I don't, I've seen enough of this guy. <laughs> and this match is like a different fucking guy. What is going on here? I he just Mickey just let him like just gave him the talk and said, "All right, yeah. want to do, we'll do it." And he put his faith in her and fucking got rewarded because Mickey's the best and he is he's fucking incredibly talented. He's so he's good, undeniably talented. He's just also, I mean, my, my roommate Misha has made the joke that he is a t- that he is a Tommy Dreamer disease. He's kind of like he, he's he's too much of a nerd for his own good, and that is true. But he. He loves he's the business too cra- much. He's a fucking bastard in this one. He's a real dick. It's crazy. It's so. There's it's, no. This is a long match. It's really and I don't long. Think that's the other thing. Moment in this match either. This shouldn't. There's nothing about this that should be as good as it is. I mean, I am. I am. When I came back to this today, I I I remembered it being long. It's not as long as his match versus G Raver <laughs> yeah. from GCW a couple days ago, which I don't think I'll be watching. Um, but it's, 
I'm trying to find here. It's it's uh, 26 minutes and three seconds. Um, and they, you know, it's it's a pools of fuckery. What's, <laughs> what what does that mean? Um, I don't know. There's pools and there's rubbing alcohol and gusset plates and shit. Doesn't really matter because this has the feeling. Uh, not in length, because this is like three times the length of some of their best matches, but this has the feeling of the Necro Butcher versus Toby Klein. Yeah. That's exactly what this feels like. It feels like the the greatest deathmatch you've ever seen. Um, just, you know, a, a little different or whatever. It's, it, feels, it feels like... Uh, again, Akira's not good a lot of the time. <laughs> He's often very bad. Um, but it's... It is a remarkable performance from both of them. And they go out in the road. Um, they go out, you know, they go all through the crowd. And, you know, there's some big bumps and there's some hard shots. But it's mostly just, like, gritty and and nasty. There's a lot of just grimy mat work. I mean, the mat work in it is, tr- is outstanding. Yeah, that's the other thing is it starts slow. It starts like it's slow, slow enough. And it, 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 it builds to when they get to the stuff, uh, not for too long, but it does enough of that. But then there's a lot of, you know, grappling and grabbing on and holding on, um, in between. That's the thing that gets lost in a lot of these, in a lot of death matches. And especially in a lot of longer death matches is that you still have to fill the space between the things. Yeah. And most of the time, people just don't bother, you know? Um, you're going 26 minutes, then you got to have some fucking content in between your, your big moments. And this match is full of just grabbing and grinding and slapping and just, like, you know, just shitty behavior. Oh, yeah. Just so just so many shots and so many building to the weapons they they get the most out of every weapon too right they go like the tv that tv spot is like something out of a fucking looney tunes uh like episode of like from <laughs> but like from 2005 somehow so it's like a 45 and, inch uh yeah. flat screen it doesn't look like one of the super like you know it's a heavy one Oh, yeah. It's not like the heaviest one, but it's it's not like your really fancy, you know, uh, LG ThinQ or whatever, you know. It's uh, it's like the shitty, you know, Huawei or whatever, you know. Yeah. It's the it's the oldest. Ver- it's like the the TCL with the fucking Roku built in that you got on Black Friday. It's forty five inches. It weighs like a hundred pounds. Um, and Akira, so Mickey's on the floor. She's like down, like hands and knees, kind of right. Yeah, and Akira just kind of like casually strolls over, uh, like, and the 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 moment, because Akira's not a big guy, he's no. like not able to like lift this thing, like it looks like he might lose it, this TV, <laughs> but then he manages to swing it, and it it's one of those weapon shots that like gains velocity as it goes through the air, yeah, and when it hits Mickey. The camera angle, it just engulfs her, and it just, you can't see Mickey anymore. There's just a huge TV that's on top of her, <laughs> and it's fucking crazy. And then they do some more TV stuff, and I don't know. They... Like, there's a dead, fud, like, head, Akira's head stuck in the, in the TV screen. Yeah, they dent it up really good. That's uh-huh. You get to really see it. Um, this is a cool venue with some cool lighting um, and some real goofy commentators who... I, at first, I was like, what is this? And then by the end, I was like, oh, I love these guys. I know. We agreed in the end that these guys are awesome. They're, they're not good. 
But mm, we're living great. in a Kevin Gill world, and these unironic versions of, uh, you know, Sh- Stranglemania commentary, as I think I called <laughs> right, them for the right, tournament right. episode, totally good with me, man. They're having fun. Yeah. This is an insane match. I don't know. Are you supposed to have fun watching this match? They're putting it over. They're calling it the craziest shit they've ever seen. Fucking is. Well, they they have a lot of funny lines, like about you know, just that, that are like, like really basic jokes that they just like they botch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just you know, it's like two dumbasses on commentary, uh, but they're enthusiastic and they're having fun, and they should be because the match is fucking masterpiece. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. There's a there's a punch exchange. They go out in the street. And then they come back in after fucking around some. And, you know, you can see cars going by. You can see the McDonald's across the street. The commentators are saying uh, that the McDonald's employees are coming out to watch the match. Like, you know, it's it's hilarious. They're, it's, it's so much fun. Um, they get back in through the door from outside. And they're just sort of in the entryway. And it's kind of a hall. And there's people yeah. all around them. It's cramped. It's crowded. It's COVID. It's crazy. And fucking there's two chairs. And they fucking punch each other they do the the classic you know necro versus whoever the you know mickey versus tank um and akira i i i cannot fucking believe this match i cannot believe akira in this match i cannot believe that akira has these punches in him he has such fucking punches it's so good and he's so and it's so much fire and he ta- and he doesn't flinch when and mickey punches the shit out of him too and he doesn't fucking flinch at all the cocaine was good that good night. Good that night. It's fucking... They are fucking beating the shit out of each other. When the fucking... They finally get to the climax of that punch out. <clears throat> um, uh, Akira gets up, backs up into some people. He's got like three steps of movement. And then delivers like a Cesaro flying uh, European uppercut to her. Knocks her fucking slides back into the wall. And then he's sitting in front of her. And she grabs a fucking leg, you know, a choke with her legs. While he's just like... And it's just... It's so good. I can't... Like that's there's no there's no dead spots and if there are it's fucking earned from the amount of punishment they're doing. There's very little like move set up and when there is it feels you know pretty you know pretty organic. The, the escalation of weapons is great. Getting you eventually build to Mickey's Mickey's battle axes, which is such fu- which is very cool. Yeah, but just like just the transitions in this match are tremendous. Everything feels it feels. This is like, here's the thing about Mickey uh, that's sort of hard to articulate, but I think it's true. Mickey Knuckles is a candidate for the greatest white luchador uh, or luchador <laughs> in this case of all time. Be- because she, she because she hits the that the the momentum shifts of like finding the the very longest point of yeah I can see that she's got a MS Uno sort of. Uh, yeah, it's just like the sense of like the timing. That's her timing. Uh, and all the all matches we saw were just outstanding. She and like she just she just instills something in her opponents. That's the because uh, that's the thing. It's not that Akira can't. It's not Akira can't go. It's that he. I don't know. He's gotten in his own head or something. He's like look. He's like thinking. He's he's like he's he's not like a guy like that. He's not. As, he has the ability to be a star. He's not a fucking star yet. He looked like a fucking star. Here, I don't think he, he just, has the ability to be a star. I think he, I think he does, but I think he's just such, he's such a young doofus that it's like, I don't know. I just, it's like, 
it's hard to see it necessarily, but I think he's had too many good moments. Oh yeah, I don't I think mean, you build yeah. up that. I don't think you build up as good enough of a resume as he has without having something in the tank. Yeah, I mean, like I don't Wolfstein. know. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's. I've liked him plenty, and you know, like I said, he went from a joke to being like kind of one of our guys to being a guy that we didn't care about anymore. But this this match is beyond like anything I could have expected from him. He like straight yeah. up is like wrestling this match like he's Toby Klein, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's it's remarkable. Um there's the pool noodle with a bunch of skewers sticking out of it, which is one of the most fucking maniacal weapons I've ever seen. Just because it's so unpredictable. Yeah. You have um, no idea where any of those skewers are going to be going. Yeah. And there's they, like a really good Is it a camel clutch or something that, you know, Mickey gets it like wrapped around her head and you can see like they're like right next to her eyes and she's like looking at him like it's a fucking saw two or saw yeah. six or whatever. Spiral. A saw story or whatever. <laughs> saw two hypersaw. Um I don't know. I I, I, I can't I, I just can't wrap my head around and I you know what the, here's the thing, as I rewatched this today, I was certain that I was gonna drop it down. And I and I just, it went up, up, up. I cannot believe yeah. this match. He, I I thought the same thing. I knew it was good for some watch it. Then I rewatch it. And no, this fucking the finish. Just the transitions on the finish on the like The finish the, is like, magical. The sleep the sleeper hold, the pin, all that is so fucking good and it's so earned. Yeah. Because it's been a snug match of like it's been a match of fucking inch to inch all fucking for the last twenty five fucking minutes, and then it's still that at the end. Yeah. It's so it it there is such a fucking good through line. Which is so hard to pull off in any goddamn match. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for, I mean, for, for what it's worth, I mean, you look at the people who like Sinus lists, you know, to get Phil Schneider doesn't like light tubes. He doesn't like fucking death matches. He's like comes out against it because he's an old man and he doesn't understand anything. But even he liked <laughs> this, you know, yeah. like people. I don't know this. I, I think there's a little something for everybody in this. If you can stomach it. Um, the finish is pretty cool. It's it's got like. I mean, we won't go into it, but the struggle for the DVD, and then the there's like two falses that happen right there. Um, it's cool. It's really cool. The, ba- the fucking battle axe, uh, uh, Muto lock, is that what that is? Yeah. That's sick. Um, he puts the shit in her mouth, the, the battle axe. There's a, oh, there's a spot um, where he's getting her with the battle axe, and you're like, in my head, the battle axe is not, because she has the two axes, right? Um I would I would think it's like fully dull and totally gimmicked. There's a part where he slices her arm to get her to like loosen up to so he can put another hold on and you just see the blood start coming out of her arm. <laughs> and then and then she's he's got it in her mouth right after that. It's like what the f- I don't know. I I mean, you know, and look, they're professionals, right? They're they're good wrestlers. It's two good wrestlers. I'm sure he wasn't cutting her fucking the the corners of her mouth open. But the fact that she, you know, I saw that and there wasn't a cut. There was nothing in between that. I saw that happen. Oh, it's one. And you know, me and you didn't talk about this match. Me and you have never talked we about didn't this match. Didn't really. We. I. I told you I watched it and that I thought it, that I thought it was fucking great. And then we never really said anything about it. Yeah. We just. It was. But it. Cool. I came back to it and I just. I couldn't have anything else there. I just couldn't. It, yeah. It, it felt extraordinary in a way that 
shit never almost never is yeah and it was and high level crazy yeah. on top of just being Be- beautifully structured and tight and snug and hard shots good heat cool vibes in that building in and out of the building ah fucking best match of the year look i mean fuck i mean i'm if i'm making a list that includes dustin rhodes versus brian danielson i'm putting this over it like yeah. if i'm making my my full you know this is it i uh, this is everything i want i can't believe akira had this match mickey um we love mickey we did a whole episode about her two kind of no oh. one did we do two she just featured in that that second year. Yeah, um, yeah. She's she's so important to me, and uh, I know we could get her on the show if we wanted to. I just don't. I don't. I don't want to interview my heroes. Yeah, there's w- something. So they're doing this match is at a, a theater, and there's a marquee, and the show name is Merciful Fate. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, they misspell merciful. Merciful there's with an the e Y. In there, and I keep thinking about it. And I just remember, and then I saw that, and I just thought there's something perfect about that. Yeah. It's just like that—that's something out of a. That's fucking. That's a. That's American Gothic somehow, you know. Yeah, it's that's, yeah. It, like the, you know, that's <laughs> sometimes things transcend a moment because it's just the way. It's just you know, it's the eye of the storm effect. Everything <laughs> going around just comes together, and all just comes together, and you're like, this is. No, that that exceeded all expectations I could ever have. Yeah, yeah, it's a great, it's a, it's an incredible match. Um, it's cool. We did it again. We did the fucking. We did the fucking deal. We did um, the Falcon era. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, the, I, I feel like there was something I wanted to shout out that I that I didn't that I didn't get to earlier, but I I've lost it now. Now that we are we are this is another four. Yeah, it's probably a four hour show, right? Yeah, um, roughly at this at this rate. Um. But you know, I I I think doing the year end show and making it long is important. I think people will stick with us for that. No, yeah. Um, I I again can't believe this match. If you have not seen it, and especially if you think Akira is a nerd, first of all, you're right. But also, <laughs> you gotta see this match. It's on IWTV. AWR Merciful Fate uh, <laughs> uh, Two, I guess it's from. What's the date here? Fucking March 28th? March 28th. Oh, cool. We did it again. Um, all right. Well, the wrestler of the year. I don't know. I don't, it's hard. Ha- I don't, I, I, I can't really, I got to do some math on that. You know, one, we'll do it. Uh, the Chris 100. For the Chris 100. Yeah. Everybody vote in the Chris 100. Um, I think going to try to do something for that on this show. Um, so there you have it. Um, I'm going to run down my 10, and you can run down yours. Okay. All right. Uh, my top 10 matches of the year. Number 10, Sadika versus Mickey Knuckles from ICW. No holds bar. Oh, fuck it. I don't need to do the dates. Sadika versus Mickey Knuckles. Number 9, Nick Gage versus Matt Cardona. Number 8, Neil Diamond Cutter versus Dale Patricks. Number 7, uh, like eight fat Mexican guys stabbing each other and blowing spots and smoking weed um the homage to Yvette from zona 23 april 4th number six brian danielson versus eddie kingston number five matt tremont versus at sushi onita number four nick gage versus sadika number three john wayne murdoch versus justin kyle number two black terry versus mr condor number one with a bullet akira versus mickey knuckles 
Number 10, Jay and Mark Briscoe versus Matthew Justice and Mance Warner from our GCW. Number 9, John Wayne Murdoch <laughs> and Sadiqa versus Sadiqa from ICW. No Holds Barred in August. Number 8, Defunto Uno and Mini Defunto versus Impulso and Wotan from Chalanga Mask. N- number 7, Atsushi Yonida versus Matt Tremont. H2O Halloween. Number 6, Britt Baker versus Fundarosa from AEW on St. Patrick's Day. Number 5, Shane Mercer versus John Wayne Murdoch. ICW No Holds Bar, January 9th. Number 4, Black Terry versus Ricky Marvin, Lou Trememis, April 2nd. Number 3, Josh Barnett versus John Moxley, GCW Bloodsport, April 8th. Number 2, Justin Kyle versus John Wayne Murdoch, ICW No Holds Barred, July 10th. And number 1, with a fucking bullet indeed, Akira versus Mickey Knuckles from AWR. March 28th with a the biting bullet right the is fucking that a, biting bullet with man. a biting bullet it was really cool when he ripped out like half of Masada's fucking forehead that that's was like one cool. of the craziest things I saw all year that was See, crazy. The, even even his nerd <laughs> bullshit you're like fuck yeah Masada was so pissed off yeah right right right, right. Awesome. love love the brig man yeah yeah good year right? good year didn't have to be that good but it no. was yeah uh, I don't know. The emergence of AEW is like a mainstream product that I could actually watch. Has done a lot for me and has just made me like, you know, maybe it makes, you know. It's good. It makes you want to watch more wrestling. You see it some good does. wrestling. It's like, oh, yeah, wrestling's good. I'm going to watch some more. Yeah. And I think it rejuvenates <laughs> the whole. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, that's like, you know what? You know, <laughs> it reju- I, I rejuvenates the whole. It does, you know, <laughs> you know, Sally, uh, you know, but I mean, there's a re- like, here's the thing about like WWE ban- banning blood that me- meant that a state like New York could just ban blood, a state that had hosted uh, ECW in New York for how long for like it been the home of Indies for how long? Sergeant Slaughter versus sh- Pat Patterson happened in that in that state. Exactly. Like <laughs> you need you both need those guys fuck- had hepatitis or something. Probably, <laughs> fucking godness. You know what you need? You need someone. You need a company to be able to that like has some fucking legitimacy with people who just want to watch cable that can also have some fucking wild shit happen on it and some fucking good shit too. People some remember straightforward that. shit. People remember that. I think people remember that wrestlers used to bleed sometimes. I think yeah. people who don't watch wrestling haven't seen wrestling in forever. They they haven't forgotten that. No, I think we talked about with AEW a little bit in 2019. The, the idea that people seemed really shocked by the blood, and now they're not shocked by the idea of blood, but they're they're still surprised, which you should be. Yeah, and but B, they're they're popping big time for the fucking for the ladies tag. That's, yes, they're like that's they're down that, and that's like you never fucking saw that in WWE, yeah. and it's not like WWE didn't have women who wouldn't who would have been wouldn't have been willing to bleed. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Lita would have cut herself open. Oh, sure. She did enough dumb shit. That fucking she hard, have done that. that unprotected chair shot from Steve Austin. I think about it all the time. Um, like, it's just, you need, yeah. you need something, you need, and it just. Well, and it trickles down. Fucking... It trickles down to GCW and GCW's popularity. And look, Nick Gage got to go on TV and, you know, it's yeah. good. It's good. I, 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 I'm happy. And look, the WWE is releasing people and they're going to sell to Fox or something or Disney or whatever. <laughs> eventually so you know it's 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 all been a lot of fun this year i think it was a really hard time um in 2020 to 
you know, even watch the stuff sometimes just because it was like, this is kind of gross. I don't, you know, it just, it seems this is also very dangerous and I don't know. It still seems that way. And I guess we just got used to it, which is what, you know, it's what Congress wanted us to do anyways. Right. Yeah. You know. (laughs) Maybe Lori Lightfoot has a point. The answer yeah. is that she doesn't actually. She looks like a frog. She uh, looks like a frog, but she did win the Adam Lash Award for Stinkiest Diaper, which I gave her about five hours ago. Uh, Dirty Sanchez Award to a non-Hispanic uh, man, Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> he's still, he's going to make a comeback. Oh, yeah. He should wrestle Mickey. That'd be very That'd funny. Be sick. That would be so cool. Sadika and Mickey team up against the Cuomo, the Cuomo brothers. brothers. Yeah. 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 That's good. Um, well, thank you for listening, folks, to our four, uh, absolutely. Our four and five hour friends. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Buy the shirts. Buy the pins. Uh, tell, buy the merch. Tell your friends. Buy the merch. Tell your friends. Uh, love one another. And death to America. Fucking have a good time, everybody. All we're right. Here for, we're here for a good one, not a long one. All right. Here for a good one. Not, fuck yeah. This was a long one. This was a fucking long I one. I hope it man. was good, though. I think it was very fucking good. I Thanks for listening, folks. Thank you. <laughs> Matt, take care, buddy. Bye.